Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. And Fly Racing is live on the air. It's 5.59 p.m. Pacific. We're giving you a little extra show. You lucky bastards, you. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We're back. We took one week off. Couldn't take two weeks off. Couldn't be away for two weeks. Hell no. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Star Cross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, Nitro Circus, and Two Under, all on board with us. How's this for a lineup? Cooper Webb. Yeah. 250 Supercross Champion Cooper Webb. Probably going to be 250 Motocross Champion. He's coming up. Seiji Ishii is uh, Coach Seiji. Andrew Short's guy. He's worked uh, in the sport for a long time. Worked with a lot of riders, including Jason Anderson, among others, and Andrew Short, of course. And uh, super smart guy. Super smart trainer. He's going to have on tonight. We're going to take your questions about training. I'm probably going to vent here and there about some trainers in the sport. And uh, we're lucky to have him on board. And uh, we have the BTOsports.com Tweet at Travis segment. We have the X-Brand goggles uh, tear-offs. we got the race tech emails. The gear alloy cold call. Call is a pro racer who's a supporter of the Pulp MX show. And the NFAB JGR check-in. The NFAB question of the day. Right, we're going to tie them all into one tonight. Hey, you can get a lot of our uh, uh, deals. And, and listen. if you listen, you can get a, you save yourself big money. Go to sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com, and uh, there's codes, there's ways to save, and uh, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate you uh, listening. Appreciate Matthew Good playing that song, Last Parade. It's fantastic. He even said we could do it. He said we could use it on Twitter even. So uh, thanks to that. Uh, with me in studio, the entire show, he's back, everybody, from Dirt Rider, dirtrider.com, from uh, Kiefer Inc., uh, He's in. Chris Kiefer, what's up, Kiefer? Hey, Steve. I'm back. You're back, bro. Feels good to be back. Yeah, thank you. Coming in. Thanks for having um, me. We did, uh, we did a Racer X podcast before the show. That was fun. Yeah, a lot of Kiefer. A lot of Kiefer. A lot of good stories in there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're going to do a couple shows ago when you were on. You gave us a hilarious story about how you lost your virginity <laughs> yes. to Christina. Yes. And Metallica's involved. Yes. Uh, we're going to award the winner tonight. We narrowed down to four. Yes. Got a lot of emails, voicemails, I mean. Fun. Narrowed down to four. It was tough. And the winner gets a $100 gift card. We can't say who it's from because (laughs) they got in trouble from this. They must hate me. Politically correct world we live in. Which I, no, I I don't care if they hate you. I hate these people that complain. That's who I hate. Right. I hate hate that one guy. I hate those wankers that write our sponsors to complain about something that they don't off. want their little children to hear. Turn it off. They can go fuck themselves. Okay? And 
Like, After they do fuck, that, go fuck themselves. Right? Turn the radio off first before you fuck yourself. Yeah, turn it off and then go fuck yourself for writing our sponsors. Okay. All right. Okay. So we're gonna do that. We're gonna okay. give away a hundred dollar gift card. That's fun for the best virginity story. Uh, so that'll be fun. Yes. Looking forward to that. And uh, we've also got uh, a lot more coming on. Like I said, Cooper Webb, Seiji Ishi, Ishi. What what is it? Seiji Ishi. Ishi. Yep. He's been my trainer for uh. five years. One of the great guys in the pits. I've known him for a long time. Yes. Uh, really smart guy. He's one of those guys, if you look at him and mm-hmm. you start talking to him, you're like, never thought that would. Yeah. It's just different. He likes Van Halen, too. He likes a lot of things that you wouldn't think he likes. Yeah, he likes Van Halen, so I'm down with Seiji. Uh, producing the show, holding things down, uh, taking your calls at 702-586-7857 anytime you want is uh, the great Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? The great? I the like average it. Travis Marks. I like it. How no, are you? Go back to the great. I, I liked that better. You, the great. You're, you're, uh, I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? You're not doing well. You said you need a couple Red Bulls. Uh, you posted something on Twitter that linked to your Facebook. You've had a little <laughs> bit of issues going on. It's been a rough. It's been an emotional day. It's been an emotional day for yeah. you. So, uh, But we're lucky we're to have you in here. Thank you. So, Glad uh, to be here. Uh, get the fucking app done. Okay? Yep. Yeah. Um, How's sure. that going? It's going well. I'm just kidding, but. Is no. that my MacBook? That is your MacBook, yes. I gave the guy a MacBook. You did? Yeah. Or he, he loaned, it. The app he deal? loaned it to yeah, me. Yeah, it's the testing and everything. I'm okay. probably never going to get that back, let's face it. I can't wait for the new when app. When you quit the show in anger, you're never going <laughs> to give that back to me. <laughs> it's going to show up on your doorstep in pieces. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Here's your app. Suck no, it. He's going he's gonna to take a photos of the, the newspaper date and, and the MacBook. <laughs> and be like, if you want it back. Uh, the new app is coming, right? Yep. Uh, um, hopefully have a, an iPhone build test test build out this week okay. for some testers all right um android probably in the next week or two to follow and all then right. uh, we'll be good to go okay so, all right fantastic sweet. uh i did a podcast with larry brooks uh for racer x earlier and if you're on patreon uh if you're one of my patreon people uh i guess i shot you a link uh last week it's coming up on racer x maybe later this week or next week uh but i give the if you want to donate to patreon go ahead server costs are going through the roof travis's uh salary is going through the roof uh Kiefer's fees go through the roof roof so patreon.com uh i've just uh, i'll send some t-shirts out i'll uh, i'll give you a link to a podcast early things like that don't got to give much or you don't got to give anything at all but uh, if you want to patreon also amazon there's an amazon banner on pulpamex.com go there uh make a purchase guy bought a welder this week wow and uh, we got a nice chunk of money from that so we thank those people uh, just make your normal purchase from amazon whatever you want to make and then like i said we got a little uh little chunk of that and helps the uh, pulp empire keep going uh also what helps the pulp, pulp empire keep going is uh ktmpartsexpress.com uh each and every week we've uh we live these guys we promote these guys and if you use the code pulp 16 at ktmpartsexpress.com if you need a ktm or a husky part uh they will dial you in they're in new jersey they ship anywhere ship worldwide great prices you get a discount and everything else um so thanks to KTMPartsExpress.com, 35 years of experience. Power Parts as well. And uh, KTM's got a really cool Power Parts section, don't they, Keith? They, they go to town on it. Like, That's the biggest accessory catalog I've ever seen. Dude, I think in like 10 years, KTM's just going to be taking over everything. Dude, everything. toasters. Everything. All kinds of shit. Mountain bikes? All kinds of stuff. I know, right? Pillows. Things for your dog, too. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Um, so thanks to the KTMPartsExpress.com and Chris Kiefer appearance tonight on the show brought to you by Roost Graphics, RoostMX.net. Uh, great guys. They've been around a long time, over uh, 17 years, I believe. They want some, you want custom graphics, you want custom number plates, you want a pulp section. they got a whole Pulp Nation section on there. Uh, use the code, uh, what is the code, Kiefer? 
Pulp Nation. Pulp Nation. Yeah, Pulp Nation save you twenty percent. Uh, so we thank those guys at RoostMX.net, Cycle Trader, Rock River Yamaha use their graphics along with a lot of amateurs at Loretta Lens. They use their graphics as well. So uh, we thank those guys. We got it was an off weekend, Kiefer, but uh, I want to talk to um, Cooper Webb coming up. I want to talk to him about his new deal. It was announced with Chad Reed. That's cool. Uh, Chad Reed Supercross only. Cooper is full time four fifty guy. Uh, we got Loretta Lynn's talking coming up. Uh, Chase Sexton. Yep. Uh, who I was hoping to have on the show tonight, but it didn't work out time-wise, so we'll get him on shortly. Yep. Chase Sexton was a big winner there, uh, along with a guy named Jordan Bailey, who won the B classes. And Bradley Taft. And Taft, who yep. will be, I think, on uh, Star next year, pretty yep. much, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, and um, uh, talk a little bit about more the Nations. Yep. Jason, Jason Thomas will be on. Talk about a little fly. We're going to give away, because Seiji's on the show, we are giving away a fly F2 carbon... Uh, shorty replica helmet. Those are sick. I don't know how we're going to do that, but we're going to give it away. Those are somehow. cool. That's like my favorite colorway. Oh, it is? Yeah. Looks good. I think I'm more of a pike replica guy. Really? Mm-hmm. Has like, shorty has like a flow yellow with some light blue. It looks good. What uh, What is new in your world, Chris Kiefer? Let's see. Dirtrider, dirtrider.com, Kiefer, Inc. What is going on with your world? Besides the desert burning down right now behind us, um, it's a lot of intros. That's all it is right now. Intros and typing. When is the Honda intro? Honda intro, so going back, mm-hmm. everyone, um, Thursday morning when you wake up, all the photos of the new Honda will be up. Does the 250 get the same deal or no? The 250 is, is going to be the same, so there's yeah. going to be no changes. Next year, 18 will yeah. be the, the So yeah. you're going to wake up Thursday morning. Actually, well, if you stay up late Wednesday night, it'll be up 12 midnight. So the embargo lifts, and you can see all the photos, everything, mm-hmm. and you can go to dirtrider.com or RacerX, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And then the intro we hear is going to be in Alabama, and it probably won't be until end of September. Okay. So that means all you people out there that ordered the son of a bitch probably won't see it until middle to late October. That's late. Well, for guys that want it, it's late. Yeah. I mean, yeah. especially when all the okay. 17s are so, out right now. So we've talked about uh, the new Honda. I saw some photos on Vital MX. Michael Lindsay at Vital MX. Sniper. He went undercover. They've done a good job of keeping his bike hush-hush. Yeah. Is that the bike? <sighs> I, 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 I would assume. I you, mean, I, to me, like, why would Honda be out at Star West? Is that where that was? Okay. Yes. I mean, why would you be out there And we saw him right re- next to a highway, <laughs> you know, where everybody can just stop and look at you? There's no mm-hmm. – you just sit on the fence and watch. So I think they're getting close enough where the embargo is about to be lifted. They want a little bit more hype, and um, I'm sure they just wrote it there. We saw photos on Narita's bike from Transworld, yep. and it's close to that. Yep. It's close to that. So yep. I, don't really, I don't care much for the you – know, I'm being nitpicking, but I don't really care for the shroud graphics. It looks kind of lame to me. The big white CRF that goes across. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, a little bit, right? You think a little more flash, right? Yeah, just a little more um, cleaner. Uh, I'm excited because it's a brand-new bike, so yeah. that's cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Me too, because, you know, I'm not a big fan of the, the 16 Honda. You got to do a lot of work to make that thing, you know, run good. So mm-hmm. hopefully this is a, a better deal. Um, the SMX Cup announcement dropped this week. Uh, Ryan Dungey, Jason Anderson, Zach Osborne, Marvin Muskan are heading over the week at the Motocross the Nations uh, to do the Supercross Cup. It's a, the Motocross the Nations of Supercross. It's inside a stadium in Germany. Um Brilliant idea of Ustream. They took a look around the Motocross the Nations and said, holy shitballs, we are making so much money here and paying out nothing to racers, depending, leaning on nationalistic pride that you want to go for your country, 
and spend all this money, yourself, the rider, or the team, and we pay you very little. We pay you basically nothing. Mm -hmm. And we have so much money, we probably need 14 armored trucks to get it out. Let's do another one. So it's Supercross the Nations? It's a Supercross the Nations. I don't know how I feel, though. Dungey is not doing the Motocross the Nations, but he's going a one week later to race this SMX Cup. Right. Now he's being forced to by KTM. He doesn't want to do it. I, of that, I am 100% sure. Right. Same with Anderson. Osborne probably does because he's a weirdo. He likes Europe. But, uh, you know, if you're Marvin Muscan, you got three straight weeks of U.S. Nationals. You have two U.S. GPs you got to go to. You're not on the Dis Nations team, but you might get named to it because of Ferrandis got hurt. Right. And then you have to do the SMX Cup, then the Motocross, then Monster Energy Cup, I mean, mm. then the Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Ugh. If you're Marvin Muscan, you possibly have six straight weeks of racing after Indiana. That's lame. Dude, it's super lame. Dude. And, and, and lame. it's all because these energy drink guys have massive cock measuring contests. Mm. The teams, the promoters are greedy. They want to have races because they, they're making shit tons of money. Money, right. And, some of the, and the teams want to do them. Ally Monster Cup. A lot of teams want to do that. Right. So between the teams, the promoters, and the energy drinks, they are pushing these riders to the edge. They're pushing the teams to the edge because don't forget, as much as the riders have to work, the teams work twice as hard. Right. Uh, mechanics, suspension guys, testing, everything else. Logistics. Yes. Right. Um, and so they're pushing these teams and these riders far, far beyond what they want to do. No one is excited about doing the two USGPs that I've talked to. I've talked to riders that are like, I'm going to fake an injury. I hope I get hurt. I don't want to go, you know. Right. But Monster is saying you got to go. Yeah. Red Bull says you got to go the straight rhythm. Uh, As a fan? OEM say you got to go this SMX Cup. As a fan, I'm stoked. Because I get to watch more racing. If it's televised. I don't know if it is or not. I don't know if it is either. But I feel sorry for the riders that you have to grind out. Dude, that's what I'm saying. You you guys think there's injuries now. Just keep, keep pushing these guys. Keep pushing them. You'll see injuries. And then they got to get home and then test for next year. Oh. Which is... Dude. Or do their boot camp and all the other shit that they have to do. It's a joke. Right. It's a joke. I I can't... All I hear from riders and teams (laughs) is how they don't want any more races. And then they... Energy drink companies, promoters, teams whip out more races. It's all greed. And it's all done because of greed. Everybody. And... Because riders are expendable. Because if they don't show up, someone else so, will. I guess if I hear these guys complain again, Kiefer, I should just tell them to, to suck a dick. Eat a dick, right? Suck a big one. Eat a dick, bro, because you keep going to these races. Well, if they're forced, though, what are they supposed to do? How are you forced to do anything? If what you if a- your sponsor comes and hey, man, you, you, you got to go. We, want, we need you to go. Okay, well, it, either something's in contract or it's not. Okay, something's in a contract so or do you, it's not. So are you that guy that says, hey, it's not my contract, I'm not going? If you're a team, yeah, Absolutely. They don't have to do the Charlotte GP. That was not in anybody's. That wasn't even announced when teams' deals were done. But yet these guys are bending over because they get paid to go and do it. No one wants to do it. No one's happy to be there. They're only there to fulfill contra- contractual obligations. What kind of race does that make? Right. What kind of fun is that? Yeah, you're not really pumped about. Yeah. If you're Cooper Webb, Charlotte's awesome. You're it's from your hometown. You're there. If you're Barsha, you live out there. You're probably happy. But other than that, you think Eli Tomac wants to go? Right. Hell no. The SMX Cup, you think Dungey wants to go? No. But And if you're, and so flipping this around, Kiefer, to the motocross, the nations, we think it's going to be, I've been told, 
from very good sources. The team will be Webb on a 450, Eli Tomac, Alex Martin, which is awesome. That's cool for Alex. Really cool. Not Puerto Rico. He wrote for Puerto Rico. <laughs> and now he's on Team Has USA. Has anybody ever done that? No. Right. No, because they would take shitty guys from Puerto Rico. Right. Now he's good. Right. He's got bumped up. Now he's good. Um, so, uh, if you're a fan of USA, look, USA has lost four years in a row. Yeah. Ryan Dungey is our best American rider, if you want to say better than Eli Tomac or whatever. Flip a coin. You know, Tomac was, no, nah, Tomac really wasn't beating him before he dropped out of the series. No. Okay. So he's the best American rider. He's not the one across the nations. He's already been ruled out with injury, and I get it. Yep. I would totally yep. cut him some slack for that. But I think I have a hard time if I'm an American racing fan that he's racing the very next weekend. Okay, but I think I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I'd have a hard time with that if I look. I don't care. I'm Canada. It's going to just help us, right? But if I am a Team USA guy, <clears throat> lost four years in a row, Ryan Dungey says he's out because of injury. I get that, but you're good enough for one week later. I need look again. He doesn't want to go. He's right. being forced. Yes, but can't you be forced to race for the nations? Maybe because, well, God, that's a good question because maybe he was already planning, hey, hey, Motocross Nation's out. It's already done. It is. And then he got late, uh, late, the late notice, obviously, to race the Supercross yeah. the Nation. So, and you have to go do that. So No, you do, yeah. So he's kind of like, well, I have no choice, you know, and I'm not really ready to race the Motocross the Nations, but yet it's easier because we're already getting set up for Supercross for next year, so maybe that's an easier transition. You know, whatever, bro. I'm just saying. I'm looking at it as a, as as a. Listen, I get it too. I'm logical too, but I think some fans out there are not going to be so oh, logical. Well, I know that. I mean, okay, we I, know that. Yeah, and I think they're going to have a right to be a little pissed. I really do. <sighs> it, hey, it, Ryan, you can't represent your country, but next week you can. You know what's sad? And tell me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. I think that the the vibe I get nowadays is almost that the motocross the nation doesn't mean as much as it used to. To, to an American fan, I would. Oh, to the fan? Yes. No, no. I do. I, I think you're wrong. But to the racers, yes. Okay. Absolutely. I just feel like back, you know, ten, fifteen years ago, there was a lot more energetic fans about the those nations mm, than there is now. No, I think they still care. I really do. People hit us up on Twitter if you, what you think uh, at Pulpomex Show. Let us know what you think. But I think among the racers, they're like, yeah, screw the race. It's a ton of work. It's three weeks after the last national. We got to work our balls off, and we get no money, and we just get shit on unless you win. If you get second, you get shit on. You know, right? You suck. Be speaker, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think I think among the racers, they're like, eh, whatever. Right. And it's sad, but people forget. People have a revisionist history a little bit. Bradshaw and Stanton and Kudrowski, American heroes, walk uphill to school both ways. They once told the team to go f themselves when it was in Australia. They said we don't want to go. So it's happened before. Right. Just it, I don't want people to be like, oh, or Hannah and Bradshaw. Would have all the new riders are pussies. Yeah, right. They did it. The right. old guys did it, too. But I think, yes, I agree. I don't think the race is meaning as much anymore. Yeah, I just feel like, I, obviously, I know the racers, too, but I just feel like maybe, I don't, I don't know what it is. I just feel like it's not as hyped up as it used to be. Like, oh, America's, maybe because we were winning every year, and it <laughs> yeah. was like, well, oh, we're going to keep dominating. And now that we're not winning, it's not as hyped up. Mm-hmm. And I honestly feel like, you know, some of those GP guys are as good as our dudes. I mean, obviously, I mean, oh, they absolutely seen, are. I think you know, they we're are not at that the, point. No. We're not the badasses we think we are. No, I agree. You know, I agree. And I was, 
I love America and I'm American to the core, but I almost was glad back in the day that we got beat just to let everyone know, hey, those dudes over there can haul ass too. Yes. You know? Yes. So we're not the end-all, be-all of motocross. No. I th- I, we'll talk more about this with Jason Thomas, too, coming up. Uh, uh, a little bit, get his thoughts on it, too. But uh, and, and I want to find out what JT thinks about, look, the season isn't over in America. Oh, Amart's going, and you're Joey Savacci, and you're not going? Well, you're ahead of Amart in the points. Yeah, so how does that work? Does that, is that Rogers' deal? It's Rogers' deal, yeah. So Rogers feels like Amart would be easier to work with, or just like, or Savacci said no? Do, you, do we know that? Mm, I don't think Savachi would say no. Would he? Because Mitch would be all about it. Mitch I would, would be all about it. He's always right. been all about it. Yeah. Um, Tanner, what's going on? Welcome to the uh, Pulpamex show. What's happening? Um, well, I was just having a question. Like, Weimer, he's probably going to be left maybe without a ride next year. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, how JGR has the fill-in program where they do fill, fill, fill-in for Supercross and ride outdoors. Yep. Wouldn't it be better for a team to, like, have a third guy in Supercross and have him fill in outdoors since sponsors are, like, would rather see riders out there with their brand in Supercross, or how would that work? So what you're saying is have a fill-in Supercross guy and have a fill-in outdoor guy, two separate dudes? No, have a, have a third guy, like, three guys ride Supercross, and then he fill in outdoors, like Weimer ride all round, all 17 rounds with, like, an RCH and then be a fill-in for outdoors. Mm, yeah, it just comes down to money, you know, having the, the resources to do three guys, you know. Yeah. Uh, having the, the works parts, the mechanic, everything else to do three guys. I think I think there's a, there'd be a chance that Weimer comes back to RCH on a testing deal only slash fill-in. With some good stuff. With Yeah, be a testing guy for the team. Somebody gets hurt, he fills in just like he did this year. I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen. Which is obviously, right. I, I like that so. idea that JGR started. I mean, I think it's, one, it gives the guy a job. Two, yeah. it gives a, a, you know, a team like yeah. JGR security to have a good guy on backup. Yeah. So. so. All right, Tanner. Thanks, man. And, and uh, Taft will be with Cycle Trader, I believe. Taft will. Uh, no, that's a brother, isn't it? Uh-huh. No, Taft's the amateur guy. Yeah, yeah, but I thought there was a, oh, the brother rides for another team. Isn't there two of them? I thought there's only one. Oh. No, there's, there's only one. There's only one? Oh, okay. T- yeah, yeah, I thought Cycle Trader was having. Where did you hear that from? No, they're having a Taft. It's on. It's on Taft's Instagram. Oh, he's, really? He's yeah, on Cycle, Cycle Trader. Cycle, the last three and next year. Oh, okay. Cycle Trader's having a Taft. Okay. But I thought there was another one. That goes to show you how much I follow amateur racing, Tanner. Oh, so that's so he's on Cycle Trader. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. man. Thank you. Yep. All right. See. Ya. You're supposed to correct me, Kiefer, when I say things that are wrong. I did. I just said I don't think there is one. So. Uh, pulp, uh, pulp, uh, discount. I said the exact same thing twice. Pulp MX 16 is a discount at Race Tech suspension. Uh, are you looking to get the most out of your bike suspension? Yes. Get Race Tech's proven lineup of suspension components and services done at Race Tech headquarters in Corona, California. Or there's a shit ton of local Race Tech service centers around the country. Uh, check out the helpful guides on racetech.com. Pick up a do it yourself gold valve kit. It's a revalve in a box. Pulp 16 is the code to save yourself money at Race Tech. Just get your suspension done. Uh, if you call them and then talk about suspension, mention Pulp MX for a discount. Uh, we thank those guys at Race Tech for coming on board with us. Um, Cooper Webb coming up here in uh, eight minutes. And so let's read some emails of the week from the folks uh, brought to you by the folks at Race Tech Suspension. All right. Uh, Ashley sent this in. Uh, I was listening to the JGR check-in with suspension guy Joni Olner, and he was saying something I constantly hear, which is that the practice tracks don't reflect the nationals. 
Same goes for the motocross the nations. So it sounds pretty obvious to me. Why not invite 2450s to your practice track, tear it to pieces, then the pros do their 30 plus twos on that. And why go to places like Club MX south of the border if they groom them every morning? If you were a cyclist, you wouldn't train for the Tour de France by riding flat roads. You hit the hills. What do you think, Kiefer? I think there's. I think I agree to somewhat. I think they should have some days where they do race simulation and invite you know, you know, 20 guys to to do motos, but to pound out uh, motos day in and day out on on a shitty track, it doesn't really I help mean, help your speed. The PC guys are notorious for showing up at two at Glen Helen. Yeah, yeah. And, and that works, yeah. and that that does, but it's not every day. Right. So I think you should do that on certain days. And obviously that's why the races are different than practice because there's only three dudes on the track right, on right. practice days. Yeah. So. Um, all right, Jay sent this in. A few thoughts from the latest shows. Kiefer's first time. I'm not calling BS. Maybe he paraphrased. He said it was the first time a girl saw his pickle. So it sounds like he went from no action straight to laying pipe. Yeah. This is like never riding a bike to hopping on a 450. Is this true? I mean, yeah, that's exactly how it happened. I mean, no action from a chick other I've than I've never. I mean, I mean, I don't remember seeing having a girl see my penis. Okay, props for having the balls to do that. My story isn't near as Penel's forum, so I will save you the time. Uh, Privateer Island is filthy. A refugee of the island. He came from the bottom and is quite close to the top. He doesn't seem to be included in these talks. Yeah, Phil's Privateer Island. You know, we've talked about Privateer yeah, Island. Yeah. Phil's a special case because he's not a full-time rider, uh, so he doesn't get full-time money. He's not a privateer. But he's not a privateer. He's got a factory bike. He doesn't have to work on his own bikes. No. Phil. Is Phil's deal the same next year, you think? I don't know. I think so. But I don't know for sure. Um, Phil's in the gray area of privateer island. We're still working and figuring out where Phil is. Um, Thanks, Jay. Thanks for that. Okay. Next question from Kyle. Hey, guys. I thought I'd chime in with a positive note with the Kiefer shopping shopping cart epidemic. When I was 13, I broke my neck racing, leaving me a C4 quad. I now own a van with a ramp that unfolds from the passenger side. 83.7% of the time, 83.7% of the time, I have to have my girlfriend or mom get out and move shopping carts from the striped line that are next to handicapped parking spots so my ramp can unfold without hitting them and jacking up another car. Right. I understand some people have disabilities where they are not able to walk long distances, but holy Christ, just ask for assistance after paying at the cash register. Employees will help you. Even at Walmart, they get they get someone. People do need to use the stripe lines. They're not there for effing shopping carts. I love that Kiefer is making a deal of this. He should start a game show like he did with a Snapchat. Will they put the shopping cart in the rack? Stay tuned. Thanks for the bitching shows. Pulpomex got me back into MX about two years ago after drifting away from it. I resubscribed to RacerX last month. P.S. Ferry was my idol growing up. Got two of his jerseys hanging in my man cave. Listen, I, mean, I don't want to beat this. Any more than we already have. The, the, this shopping cart thing is, is okay, caught on. But it's caught on. I mean, it's, I get a shit on. ton of, of photos. Here's the thing. Just don't be lazy. Rack your shit. That's it. That's all you got to do. It's, it's it. That's The whole point is laziness. When I was there on my Snapchat, I waited for Heather to go in the grocery store. She did her thing. Three, four people came out. None of them racked their stuff. It's super lame to me. It pisses me off. And I just can't stand lazy people. That's it. That's all. Don't like it. There's a lot of shopping cart action going on. on a lot of Twitters. it. Yeah. You know, I didn't think it was going to start a shitstorm, but man, it did, which I'm glad. Let's do it. Let's keep uh, it going. Ian sent this in. First time, long time. Started on the Pulp and Mech show five years back and listened to everything you have done. I just wanted to say I got into the Langston podcast and realized how little I knew about his career. I started in 07 riding. Great podcast along with all the other greats. It was a perfect two-parter and going into detail. Thanks for all the work you do, Ian. Thanks, Ian. Yeah, I got a shit ton of... Uh, 
tweets about the Grant Langston two-part podcast. So if you know GL, you know he likes to talk. Yeah, yeah. You know. uh, Will said, uh, Steve, it's early, so I thought I'd get the jump on this. How about skipping the Valentine's Day show in 17? I love the ladies, but it's just too much. Also, I'm still trying to recover from when you asked JT what male rider he would like to see naked. Love the show. Did I ask I JT that? Some... Oh, that's a good Tra- Travis? I think that was a Moser question. Oh. Pretty sure. Did he answer that or did he waffle? Uh, he definitely waffled a little bit. Yeah. Pussy. <laughs> you can get Kiefer to answer. I mean, is there any answer other than Sebastian Tortelli? Yeah. Like, I mean, everything. Dungy like naked. Nothing but a scarf. <laughs> With a sock on, what, I, what I love about Will, like Will's, like Will, like who cares, bro? We're not saying we're like, like you're so homophobic, like you're worried. Of, All right, who cares? Who cares? You can't deal with like. You ever a took a shower of, with other dudes, like in, mean, the, in the gym? It's not you, like we're like talking about you know whatever. Attitude like that is funny. Anyways, what about the Valentine's Day show? Do we skip the ladies, huh, Travis? Because Will wants to. Um, just because of Will, no. The reaction to the Valentine's Day show with ladies is is very mixed. What happened on the Valentine's Day? What we, did I miss? Definitely polarizing. I don't remember. We've had Brittany Chisholm in here. Uh, We've okay. had. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I just, I just I think, think it's great. Right. I mean, it's a show. I mean, one show. One yeah, show we a had, year. We had a bunch of guests. It's a little different. Yeah. All right. it's not a deal breaker. If you listen right now, he's streaming the show on his microphone. and We can pick it up. So thanks, Travis. That's awesome. Oh yeah, app testing. My bad. Let's. Uh, Steve, just finished listening to part one of the GL podcast and really enjoyed it. It may be a little hard to get a word in Edgewise, but he has great stories. You have been on point lately. Ugh, I hate that word. <laughs> you have been on point lately with the podcast and the Pulp Show and the cheap off between Weege and Filthy was great. It surely reinforced my image of both of them. I'm also pleased to hear that you have stopped using the word non-word chanceability. Thanks for my daily commute from Claremont to Orlando. Much more enjoyable, Dave. Chanceability is a good word. Watson made it up. We're going to keep using chance. Better than on point. Hey, Steve. Wanted to say I'm a huge fan of everything you do. Love the show. Love the content. Rotating co-hosts are awesome, and the group of guys involved are great. JT, Kiefer, 7 Deuce Deuce, DV, I can't get enough. Your show has got me through some shitty times over the last year. And just wanted to say a huge thank you from down under. Cheers, mate. Nice. Thanks, Sam. Chanceability. Listen to the show. Support the sponsors. Support the sponsors. Don't buy Steve anything. <laughs> He's all good. I'm glad I got Sam through some tough times. That's great. Um, Andrew's got a virginity story. Let's save that for the for when we do the contest. Okay. Can we get our next guest on the show, please? Thank you very much. Web, web, he's just, web. He's just sitting there at six thirty. He's just sitting there. He's, he's getting the guest. Beta in it. He's beta. I can hear you. Oh, okay. Thank you. I just web, web. But wouldn't you think that? I think <laughs> the producer should not wait. Not wait for. I was you. looking at the time. It said six thirty three, and I was like. I'm waiting for the hand, you know, you know, that you do this. Well, don't you think you would just do it though? Like you would, you wouldn't. Uh... Sometimes you're like talking to them on a text, and you want me to wait like a minute. Do you, so do I you never, normally I do wait for this? Yeah. Okay. See. But sometimes I don't want to do that. All right. Well, now you know. You know, sometimes I just want the producer to get the guest on the time that we say. Supposed to get Listen to the show, sports sponsors. All right. Okay. Web. <laughs> I'm excited to talk to Cooper Webb. Should be good. Um, how much? How much do we ask? He's him? a good interview. He is a good interview. Yeah, he is. It's he fantastic. says it like it is. He doesn't waffle. No, he does not waffle. I like you that. You can accuse Cooper Webb of a lot of things. You cannot accuse him of waffling. No waffling. Um, we'll ask him about the the USGPs and uh, and everything else too. So yeah. Um, 
Uh, Cooper Webb on the show, uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Chad Reed uses Vortex. I think Cooper Webb will use Vortex next year because it's a factory Yamaha sponsor. We'll see about that. Uh, T. Babbitts uses uh, Vortex Racing uh, sprockets and bars to uh, dominate that series. Uh, brake pads and performance brake lines, of uh, cycle straps, oil filters. If you email Jake at VortexRacing.com, tell me with Pulp on VortexRacing.com, and uh, he will hook you up with a killer deal. A vast array of sprocket sizes and colors, and, and then the bar is great. Uh, you ever tried their V3 bar? No. Okay, we need to get you to test one. Let's do it. Um, and uh, so we're pleased and proud to welcome on our show, on an off week even, uh, he is the current 250 motocross points leader, two-time 250 supercross champion, star Yamaha's Cooper Webb. Coop, what up? How's it going, guys? Thanks for coming on, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, Vortex Racing uh, bringing you Cooper Webb, 702 Pulp. You got a question for uh, Cooper Webb, uh, really about anything. Uh, ask him, and uh, we'll get to the bottom of it. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, Coop. Hey, so first up, I guess, are you doing both USGPs? Uh, as of right now, I'm just doing Charlotte. It's going to do Charlotte, which you've uh, you've tweeted about it. Um, you got to be pumped on it. Hometown race, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a home home race so that'll be awesome and um you know i'll definitely have a lot of friends and family and and a lot of mm-hmm. southeast uh north carolina rednecks there cheering me on so that'll be uh pretty exciting um did you watch the gp this weekend on tv at all no i haven't okay. uh i usually watch them but yeah i was I just haven't. i was Not thinking that this weekend might look charlotte might look a little bit like what we saw in switzerland a man-made track shorter but it was still pr- plenty rough easy jumps you know for these guys but yeah you know but i think it might look something like switzerland's track yeah no i think it'll be uh definitely on the shorter side and you know i'd imagine pretty jumpy so yeah definitely i uh, have to see how uh, how nice has the two weeks been i know for me it's been it's been great i've been enjoying it oh, it's, <laughs> yeah no, it's been really nicely uh just been relaxing, you know, obviously training during the week, but on the weekends it's nice to have them off and uh, not having to do too much. Uh, I went to Loretta's, obviously, for, for that. Uh-huh. But that's really only, the only travel I've been having to do. So I've uh, been, been beachside on the weekends, so that's been nice. Yeah, did you ride a bike at all that first week off? Did you do you even get on a bike, or do you take a whole week off? <laughs> the first week I, I actually just rode. Um, I went home. To my where I grew up, mm-hmm. and I actually just rode like Friday, Saturday. Oh, okay. You know, at the local tracks there, but um, you know, I took took I think up until Wednesday or Thursday off. Yeah, yeah, that that'd be my move too. I would want to get on a bike. You know, you've, you've earned it, like with the, the 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 nonstop testing and riding and everything else. So yeah, no, it's nice for sure. Especially you know, six in a row is, is a good bit, especially outdoors. So I mean, it's nice to have a little break, and mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, Trying to recharge the batteries and you know three more. What is, is what is the the recharge time? So let's say you know you got a two week break. I'm gonna take is it three days till you start being moody because you want to ride again, or is it a week or how long is it? <laughs> um, it, it took me about a, a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it's 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 it was cool because I wanted to actually ride it. The track that I I rode over the weekend was the track I. I grew up riding on, so that mm-hmm. was pretty cool, you know, to go out and ride with, you know, the kids and not have to take it as, like, a real right. training day, you know, just go out and ride and throw whips and have fun. <laughs> I mean, that's that was pretty cool. These guys but, are all... Uh, ch- usually about a week. 
These guys are all chilling, and Cooper Webb rolls in. Well, that's what happens. <laughs> Cooper <laughs> rolls in, and then everybody's like, I'm going to get in behind him and do lap times and see where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, did you get any of that? Nah. Did, did, did you nah, get any of that? not there. No. That's, that's the California. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, hey, congrats on the deal. Uh, it was announced that we've kind of known about it for a little while, but uh, full, yeah. full, full-time 450 ride, factory Yamaha. Chad Reed is Supercross only. He'll be your teammate. Congrats on that. That's uh that's cool to stay blue, too, I think. Look, you were probably, well, Roxon might have been maybe a little bit more uh, hotter than you, but uh, either one, either either Webb or, or Kenny Roxon, as far as what teams wanted, I imagine you talked to everybody, uh, David <laughs> Evans, your agent, and you decided to stay blue, which I think is cool. It's a, it's a, it's a nice deal. Yeah, no, thank you, absolutely. No, it, uh, it was definitely, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people, especially in the industry, knew about it, you know, fairly Mm-hmm. long time ago but um no it was i was stuck on stuck with everything and the way it turned out mm-hmm. it was definitely uh you know a lot going on at the time but it was i actually it was cool because i actually got it done before supercross even started oh did so, you really oh wow okay yeah, it, was, yep. it was nice to kind of go into the season you know not having to uh worry about anything you know except separation so that was nice and then uh yeah it was definitely an exciting time and you know, I actually enjoyed it, you know, as far as the process you know, kind of meet some yeah, new yeah, people yeah. and yeah. and you know, seeing what other teams and, and whatnot are were about. So uh but no I'm I'm stoked with the way it turned out and you know, having Chad on there will will be badass and Oh god you know, I think you... everybody's motivated. That's going to be great to follow you two on Twitter, both oh, of you. Man. Just There's going lots of truths going on. Yeah, there. just dropping bombs on Twitter daily, you and him. <laughs> Um, I gotta watch myself. I know, right? Hey, did you did you come close to leaving, or was, I mean, look again. Every team wanted you. Every team probably talked to David Evans, your agent, and yourself. Did you do you really feel like you came close to someone else, or was this like Yamaha pretty much was number one the whole time and the whole way, and and you made it happen? Well, I guess when it first started, I mean, Yamaha told me back in I, I when I resigned my star deal back in 2014 mm-hmm. that you know, that they wanted to do a long-term thing, you know, even back then. Yep. And, you know, I, I obviously, that intrigued me. But, yeah. you know, at the time, they, they didn't have anything going. Right. So, right. you know, I wasn't really sure. I mean, to be honest, at the end of, I guess, whenever it was, twenty, you know, the end of 2015 outdoor season, I was, you know, riding their, their bike at the nations and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But even at that time, you know, there was no talks of the factory team. Even yeah. Then. Yeah. So I was kind of like, well, okay, you know, <laughs> that's great. But where I, am I going to go? Do I go to, J- <laughs> right. yeah, I go to JGR or whatnot? And then, you know, they had just signed Barsha. So it was like, well, shoot. Like, yeah. You know, obviously I like all the guys at Yamaha. I want I'd like to stay, mm-hmm. but there wasn't anything nearly there. And then, you know, basically I was talking to, um, some other teams and, at that time, it was kind of funny, or not funny, but, um, you know, Kenny's obviously was up, too, but yeah. nobody really thought much of it, I mm-hmm. guess, for some reason. Um, so there was obviously a lot of, you know, talk. And then once kind of rumors spread and stuff like that, and, you know, he was a free agent, I think yep. it's changed a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, uh, there was still, you know, a lot going on oh, and yeah. stuff like that. So. Dude, everybody I talked to is like, I'm like, hey, are you talking to Webb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're in. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, we're talking to Webb. Everybody's <laughs> talking to Webb, you know, as far as – I mean, honestly, I mean, you got two Supercross titles, and 
yeah, everyone looks yeah. at you as the next guy. You know what I mean? And so no, it was cool. Yeah. It was definitely cool because I had, you know, I felt like I I did well on the 450, and I think that's right. a big question mark for a lot of the people. You know, when mm-hmm. they when they do look at stuff, you know, obviously results are important, but at the end of the day, I think once they saw I could ride a 450 pretty good, that's right. You know, a lot of things started happening. Um. I've hear I hear from people that would know that you've been on the selected for designations team on a 450 again. Anything you can tell us or or, or confirm or, or anything you can? I mean, obviously you'd go, right? You'd be you you would definitely go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I um obviously I don't know how how official anything it is, but you know I have been right definitely contacted and and yeah I think um, as of right now that's the plan is to to do it again on the 450. Right. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, which I think will be good. You know, I for think, sure. Yeah, I, at first I wanted to really do it on the 250 because I I just would feel obviously really good on my 250 right now, and I didn't want to change anything. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, I think it'll actually be really good because I'll be able to get some initial testing, you mm-hmm. know, out of the way, and uh, just kind of give me you know a, a real new motivation. You know, to obviously I'm I'm motivated, but you know to try yeah. to tackle you know a pretty big challenge. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will be good, and then um, get ready, Fabra. The battle is on again. Yeah, Fabra, the, the yeah, battle is on again. Um, no, it'll be it'll be interesting. Though. I think it'll be you know obviously I I don't know how true it is or whatever, but I heard you know friend has got hurt today, and mm-hmm. I saw they announced their team the other day, and right, you know I was I was pretty surprised that it wasn't actually Marvin. So. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Um, uh, are you gonna back down? Good. Are you gonna back down your off season stuff? Uh, last year you were everywhere. Uh, are you planning on taking a little bit easier, just testing and stuff, or do you know what you're doing in the off season yet? Um, no, I mean the only only race I'm committed to is the Australia, but that's mm-hmm. mid November. Um, you know I'm gonna do the Monster Energy Cup at the, at the beginning of the year, um, but. Yeah, it, it'll be a little interesting with the nations, you know, as as runs late, and then Monster Cups right there. So they're gonna, uh, they're gonna, I'm gonna take a little bit of time off, you know, after Monster Cup, and yep. probably a little bit after the nations as well. But no, no, yeah, no overseas racing, you know, besides Australia. But Australia was was super easy, and I actually really really enjoyed it. So I think for that one, it's it's it'll actually kind of the plan for that one will be more of a test because mm-hmm. obviously Chad will be there. Yep. So I think the whole team's going to go to that. And um, it's nice to go somewhere where everybody speaks English. You know, the, the CDR team over there was really, really rad with right. bikes and parts and, you know, everything like that. They made it super easy. So it's, it's actually a, you know, a race that you really go to and, and really actually enjoy it. And, you know, they treat you, really well right you know, t- you know, t- putting us up well and you know like took us on the yacht last year and showed us stuff and stuff like that so it was one of those where i looked at it, it was a race which i mean i like going overseas and doing all those races because mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. something new to see and all that but they really go beyond and above to you know make you really feel special yeah so i like that and yeah uh, it'll actually be on my uh, on my birthday, so oh, that'll be even uh, better. Cool too. I like the attitude. Uh, we don't see it nowadays from top riders like yourself, where it's like, "Hey, you got some money? I'll race. I'm not scared. Like, I'll go wherever." I like that. Like nowadays, yeah. God, like I don't. RV never did Bercy. I don't think Dungey's ever done Bercy. You know, it, it takes so much 
money and and everyone on training programs are like, oh, I can't, yeah. I can't go for four days. It's gonna throw me off for Anaheim one. I can't go. <laughs> and and, and no, I love I, it. Yeah, your attitude's yeah, like, yeah, no, whatever. It is, it is what it makes. It is what you make it. I mean, it's 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 tough because you know, obviously our goal and you know what we get paid to do is is to win here in the states. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think it worked out really well for me this past year for sure know, being yeah. a 250 rider obviously with a lot more racing in the 450 it's tough you know to do all of them and mm-hmm. you know be gone for you know we extra weeks yeah uh, but i mean i i think uh i don't know I, i've always enjoyed doing them and and i like just switching it up i mean it does you know mess you up a little bit with training right. and all that but i mean it's it's been different because obviously I've always been in the two fifties, so it's mm-hmm. only a, I mean really we do six races and yeah. then it's a big break. So yeah. um, I've always really enjoyed them, and you know racing the four fifty is is always cool. I think it's helped me, um, and it'll help me you know be able to hop on it and and already kind of know what yeah. what's going on well, a little bit. So. I I was talking to Savachi early in the two fifty series. And he goes, yeah, man, I think, and I don't know if this is just bull, you know, what you got to tell yourself when you're losing or whatever, but Joey goes, hey, man, Coop's been racing all offseason. I feel like he's got the jump on us. I feel like he was more ready than all of us the first two, three rounds, and we're just catching up now. And whether that's true or not, I don't know, but, I mean, that's what your competitor said, that they were (laughs) were just on it from the start, you know? Yeah, well, I think, you know, not only that, but just racing against, you know, no no offense to, to the you know, guys right now, but racing those top 450 guys, yeah, yeah. you know, when you hop back down to the 250, I think it just gave me sure. that little bit of confidence and, you know, mm-hmm. obviously after winning last year and all that, it, it all just kind of added up. And, no, I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, going and, and racing was, was a lot, but, you know, I think I I learned a lot just from racing all those races, whether it was the outdoors and all that and racing Severa and racing those top dudes and just seeing, right. you know, their strategy versus mine. And, you know, obviously racing against Chad in Australia was one of the, yeah. I mean, I, I can say I've learned a, a lot just from that race. So, I mean, and, and RC, I that, that and RC, helped. bro. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, well, let's get to phone calls here. we got some phone uh, calls for you. Uh, Daniel, welcome to the show. Vortex racing, you bringing you Cooper Webb. What's your question for Coop? Yeah, I just uh Cooper, I had a question I had a couple questions for you, but um my first one was what are you most looking forward to with Chad Reed as a teammate? Uh, I would just say just his experience and you know, his overall demeanor. I mean he's he was always my favorite rider growing up, so I mean I'm gonna be a little biased, but <laughs> I think that guy is he's something special, you know, and to still be doing it at this age, I I really respect that and you know how right. I think he looks at it a lot differently than a lot of these guys. You know, I think he has been there and, and has been in about every situation, you know, you could be in. So I think to have a teammate that, and that is he's willing to, you know, pass his knowledge and, and help and, and make it a, a real team effort. You know, not, I think uh, he's not, you know, just looking out for himself. I mean, obviously he wants yeah. to go out and yeah. do the best they can and all that. But I think as, you know, he he's kind of gotten to that point where he he's happy for. Yeah. for he he just wants the team to do well. Well, here's know, and he, himself and everything like that. He you know you Coop you've got a lot of guys. Uh, I don't count Seth Rowe in this because he he's he's legit. But y- you know you have a lot of guys telling you things that maybe you want to hear. 
coop, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they want to be in your posse and they want to be bros. Chad is not going to do that. He's going to straight out, maybe even hurt your feelings. But, yeah. you know, I, I wrote something a couple weeks ago. And Chad said, you're so full of shit. This is so wrong. And really? I'm like, okay, all right, Chad. Like, we're, we're friends, but he's going to tell you what he thinks nah, regardless. Exactly. Yeah, you know? So I think that's awesome. So, And yeah. I, and I, I no, think I, that's I, what's going to make an awesome team dynamic between you guys is just the, the brutal honesty you both bring. I, I think it's really going to make for a great team. Uh, my, my other question I just wanted to ask real quick, is there anything specific you're looking for looking forward to learning from him or are you just going to try and be a sponge and soak it all up i think just being a sponge i mean there's there's so much you know that he could bring whether it's testing or you know race strategy or i mean just everything i think where he'll where he's already helped me out a lot is even just with sponsors and how to deal with them and you know really just the whole the side the side of racing i mean just to the media, the agents, the, you know, yeah, kind of like what Steve was just saying, just how to deal with all the bullshit. And uh, he's he's obviously, he doesn't take much shit either. So <laughs> I, can, I can respect that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just, I don't know. I think it's, like I said, it's a guy I've always looked up to and, you know, still do. And I think uh, that's what's going to make it so special. You know, I huh. think it'll be a, a really good, obviously fun year but you know just a really good learning and overall just uh i mean i couldn't ask for anything better thanks daniel thanks for the call right on thanks guys cooper good luck uh, hey, Coop, um, all of us experts were talking about your wrist injury before the Nationals, and we all thought it would be really difficult for you to keep riding. Uh, from what we understood, it was a scaphoid, and and mm-hmm. it was you know going to cause you issues. And talking to Seth before the series, he's like, yeah, it's not, not great, but Coop really wants to win this 250 National title before he leaves, and we're going to nurse it in the beginning hopefully it gets better on the break we'll come back after the break and, and you know he'll be better and goddamn, it's been perfect that's exactly what's happened <laughs> like i mean you have an over 50 point lead right now with three races left and all of us are like oh dude it's gonna be so tough like like this has been great congrats on that i mean it's not over so anything can happen but wow yeah. this has been really great no it hasn't i mean yeah i mean that was always the plan you know, but but at the end of the day, it's a plan. Most of the time, always changes. <laughs> right, so right. It was it was honestly a tough one. I mean, I I really really wanted to race outdoors this year, and especially after missing last year. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like last year would have been, you know, a, a good year. And um, so I, I just told myself, you know, I'm not going out again like that. Yeah. I mean, I this is my last year in the class, and you know, as long as it's it's not gonna mess me up for the the future then Mm -hmm. i'm doing it i mean i i can deal with pain i can deal with you know whatever i need to deal with but as long as i physically can't make it worse then i'm going out there whether you know i can barely ride or not so um i don't know i think that's just the way i kind of did it and you know i think we went about it in the right way i mean all the people you know whether it was yamaha or, or bobby reagan and you know i think even the the people the sponsors or anybody like that were pretty shocked uh, at right. the decision. I mean, because it, it. I mean, I had a lot of people tell me how dumb it was. I mean, <laughs> how dumb I am for even trying it. Right. And uh, I just thought, you know, I, I told him, I said, look, I'm not. I mean, I'm not the smartest 
guy out there, I go, but I'm not a complete idiot. You know, I'm not going to ruin my, my future for, sure, yeah. you know, right now. I said, I know my body. I know when it's right and I know when it's wrong. So, I mean, it was obviously a, a pretty risky thing to do, but, you know, like you said, it's, it's been picture perfect. And, you know, I, I honestly thought it would, it would come down probably to the wire. I didn't mm-hmm. expect to do nearly as good as I did the first, I mean, the first three, I was just going to hopefully, I mean, my goal was to be in top 10. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you and, could see your second motos were, you know, cause you hadn't been riding much. So your second nah, motos exactly. were, yeah, but and that's actually another guy who kind of, I mean, that's even Chad helped me with that, with that. I mean, he, he called me, you know, after Vegas and just said, look, man, you know, you, whatever happens, if you're going to race, he's like, don't, don't stress about, you know, not being in shape and this and that. And he goes, I, I can tell you just from experience. I haven't ridden between Vegas and out and outdoors <laughs> yeah. multiple times. And he's like, it's, it's all just how, how bad you want it. And Chad you didn't. Know. Chad didn't tell you about going like drinking on Friday nights for supercrosses, did he? I hope he didn't tell you about that. Uh, he, he, he left that part out. Bit. Okay, he left, <laughs> left that part out. Uh, Kiefer yeah, here. I told him I'm not that. Yeah. That much of a mad dog. Guy won a supercross doing that. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Kiefer here has been a vocal critic, whether it's racing or testing for dirt rider or, or his own business about air forks. And Kiefer, we think. Well, yeah. You know, you get to ask this question a lot. You were on air. You went to spring. Now you're back on air. We think. Is that is that what's yeah. going on? And what's the reason? Why did you go back? Um, I basically came back to the East Coast and um, was just kind of struggling with the, the spring. Um, I, I actually really, really like the spring a lot on West Coast tracks. Um, oh, interesting. But I just yeah. haven't been able to find a good enough setting on the East Coast track. And um, it was just kind of that point in the, in the series where it was like, hey, we don't have time to, to test. It's time to, you know, <laughs> figure this you're out. already in a hole. Like, right. you need to kind of get going. So I, I felt like after Colorado, um, with the ruts and everything like that, you know, I felt like I could have gotten the spring fork where I needed it to be. But it would have been, you know, maybe a few weeks or whatever to do that. And I didn't, you know, I needed to be riding during the week because mm-hmm. the first three I couldn't. So, I basically just went back to a setting from last year, and then actually, basically, me and, and Swanepoel spent a whole day, you know, before Muddy Creek, just testing spring air. I mean, doing yeah, all yeah. kinds of shit, and <laughs> you know, found a, a really good setting. And um, I, I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, I think a, a lot of the testing is done in California, and you know, not saying that's a bad or a good thing, but the East Coast tracks are a lot different. Wow. So you feel like the spring maybe gives you more traction up front on hard pack yeah. versus air. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But oh. I think uh, when there's, you know, super deep ruts, how much front end traction do you really want, you know? Right. Um, we spent 40 minutes last show talking about Washugal and the Savachi web incident, Coop. So we got to ask you about that. Uh, we debated it. We talked about it. Uh, obviously, Joey pushed you wide. Um, you know, we talked about how maybe his brakes didn't work, but they seemed like they, they worked all right. You were probably pissed. The next corner, you ran it inside of him in a great pass, and uh, then you stopped. 
Um, yeah. And then you guys got it. Then you, then fourteen dudes fell down. Um, <laughs> what's your take on that incident now? And there, obviously, you and Joey have you know a nice little rivalry brewing here. So um, we were split. I, I thought you break checked him. Uh, Wygant said, "No, nah, I don't think he did." What did you say, Keith? I, I thought he break checked him. You too. thought he break checked? No, I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll, I can be open about. It. I mean, there's no, no. Yeah, no, whatever. I mean, yeah, I felt like. Yeah, you know, I pulled the whole shot, which was pretty cool for me. And you know that that corner, uh, he, he came in very hot and pretty straight. And you know, I felt like if I would have done the corner the way the people were doing the corner every lap, I would have mm-hmm. gotten T-bones. Right. And I I just felt like it was you know kind of yeah. I mean, whatever. It's racing, but the first lap of you know when we're one and two, I felt like okay, maybe that's not the the best way to start it off. And I mean, I just knew he was going to try to do that. Did you get in my head? And mm-hmm. you know, I just said, well, if you want to play it, you know, if you right. want to do that, then I'm going to hit you right back. And, you know, I went to, I don't know, you know, why he left the inside. Of him, <laughs> yeah. Neither, inside neither of do we, none of us know why either. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely did. You know, I, I went to make the pass and then I wanted to give him a little break check. And I think he wasn't really expecting it mm-hmm. and just hit me. And, um, I mean, basically once he hit me, I got sketchy. We both really just got sketchy and, right. you know, J Mart happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. And, it sucks for um, him for sure. Um, I mean, I mean, it wasn't, obviously I didn't want to of course. take anybody out. I meant to just kind of yeah. get, show him, you know, what he did to me. He gave me a little break check. I was going to give him a little break check and no, I, go from there. I think what he did, he did yeah. <laughs> I think what he did was a little out of line. Absolutely. Well, and then, yeah. so you're, and then, and like we all said, which is the one guy in the class you don't want to do that to? What's one guy yeah. you don't want to do that to? And he also said too, before in the pre-race thing, he's like, here, while sugar's the time, I need to make something happen. He did, so I think yeah. he was yeah. trying to make something happen doing that. Well, something happened. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that's, that's what the whole thing was. You know, he came up to our team after the race and he even came up to me on the podium. Right. You know, trying to start stuff, and for once, I was actually pretty calm. I heard and, that. Uh, yeah, I heard you were like, "Yeah, sorry, bud." Yeah, I, I mean, mean, yeah, it is what it is. I think, uh, you know, like you said, he he definitely had to make something happen, and you know, he he unfortunately got. I mean, whichever way you look at it, got the shit out of the stick, and um, wasn't wasn't the way he, I think he was planning. <laughs> no, well, it gives us internet radio guys lots to talk about. It was, uh, but I mean, I get it. Yeah, it's. It's racing, what, and yeah, what he you guys did, are both. What he did was a little out of line, and you're like, okay, cool. That's how we're doing it? Right on. Opening lap? Yeah. I'll, I'll, you know? Just letting them know, hey, I know what you did right there. A little blip, blip. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, the uh, i got to ask you about this, too, before we let you go here. Vortex Racing bringing you Cooper Webb. We saved the hard questions for, for last, Coop. Again, uh, we know you've been a little upset about this press conference thing at the end of Nationals, and you unleashed a series of tweets. Uh, you were replying to a guy on Twitter more. You were put one tweet out and then you replied to a bunch of guys, but you know how that, that goes where everyone sees these things. Um, it's gotta be more than just being a little upset at a press conference. Something else had to happen and you don't have to share it. Yeah. But did you, did no, you get, there was a yeah. lot going on. Okay. Uh, it right. wasn't just the press conference stuff. There was uh, a lot of stuff behind the scenes and yeah. um, I mean, it figured you know, that way. Right. It was uh, definitely, you know, out of emotion, which, was, uh, did you get your? You did know, you get I, in I, trouble? I, did you get into yeah, trouble from some yeah. people? Yeah, yeah. You know, I did, but right. uh, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, it's it's a touch touchy subject for sure. So I I don't want to say too much, and you know, I, I 
Well, that's. I apologize for what I did, but it, it was not the press conference. You know, I yeah, think, okay. Um, All right. For me, it was. It's. You know, I understand where it comes from from the press conference. You know, it just so happened that I've been booking, you know, flights to get home, and you know, I, I honestly never thought that the the press conferences were too big of a deal, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I just told him, hey, if you know. I got. I have a flight, whatever. Right. You know, if if any of the guys, um, you know, want to talk to me or whatever, here's my phone number. Here's my email. Yeah, yeah. You know, let them let them have it. And I understand where they come from. I mean, I, it's their job, and you know, you guys, the media guys, it's important. So I mean, it was it was definitely me being uh, just not understanding how I guess right. important they were. You know, but that's not what. Yeah. Okay. I mean, all right. Because I we, wouldn't. We were trying to figure this out. All that over. Yeah, and we're like, there's got to be something else here because he's very upset. Here's the thing: you're a great interview on the podium. Uh, you're good on these shows. You 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 wear your emotions on your sleeve. So shit like those tweets or whatever that's going to happen every now and then but don't change don't be a robot right please don't do yeah, that yeah please don't read the sponsors <laughs> off a pit board you know what i mean because that's no good either so yeah i'd rather have well, a, it's, yeah yeah it's, it is what it is i mean like i said I, I don't plan on changing i mean i'm i'm young and dumb at times and that was probably one of them but at the same time you know it's 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 kind of who i am and mm-hmm. you know i feel like uh whether you know it's good or bad there's at least always something to talk about so, I mean, <laughs> yeah there is with me. you're right hey uh last question unadilla this weekend uh you like it a lot of guys don't how do you feel i don't i don't actually really like it that much mm-hmm. but i i've never i don't know i've never i've never every time i go to race it i'm riding you know dig going helens and california tracks the day before yeah yeah, then, yeah yeah so it's it's i get there and i'm struggling with ruts so mm-hmm. I think now that I've been, you know, on the East Coast just riding routes all the time, I think I'll actually be able to enjoy it. So, uh, no, it's yeah. good because I get to go. And uh, actually, Seth, obviously, it's his home race. So he has a bunch of friends and family. And we're going to go down to his house a night early. And he's got some uh, pretty awesome buddies that are pretty spectacular fans. So it's cool to <laughs> That's awesome. have uh bunch of New England, you know, fans behind you and just gives you that I don't know, that extra little juice to really want to do some damage. Awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for your time tonight on the show. I know it's late there. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on. Congrats on the new yeah. deal. And uh, and I got a feeling that this, uh, congrats on the upcoming outdoor yeah, title. Good, I yeah. don't want to jinx you, but yeah, everything's coming up Cooper Webb's way right now. And uh, I'm glad you're racing. I'm glad all of us experts are wrong because it makes for a way exciting series. Yeah, and you got a good dude with you. Seth's a good guy, man. Like he's, I've been around a little bit. Let's back that down. I don't know. He's right. a good dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. he's a good dude. That's cool. Yeah, he is. All right. Thanks, Cooper. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Okay. See you guys. Have a good one. All right. See you later. Yeah. Uh, Vortex Racing bring you Cooper Webb. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Good interview. I was going to ask him, too. I forgot. I was going to uh, if his gear deal was up. It is. It's done. It's run Thor. Oh, yes. I don't know if he could have said anything, but. Um, but he's, re- he's re-upped. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, he, no bullshit. He called it. Break checked him and, and said, you want to play that way? We'll do that way. And then said the press yeah, conference I mean, thing was. Fuck, he you learned could see from it. That. You know, yeah. You could see it. Well, Wygant was holding on that he wasn't sure. So. Uh, you, I mean, looking at Webb, how he is, for one. Number two, Savachi coming in hot, like you said that early. I am. I am glad that uh, myself and JT and, and maybe you, we all look like geniuses a bit because it played out like we said. Savachi, 
shouldn't have done that to that guy at that time. Yep. And then don't leave the in, in, inside open. And even Webb says, I don't know what he was thinking. Right. <laughs> you can't do something. To, you can't do that kind of shit to some guy that that no that is that good and that mentally strong. Yeah. I mean, if it was some other dude, I could see maybe that's going to go slide on the rug, but not him. Right. Um, all right, everybody. We're going to take our first commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show. presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Give away a shorty uh, Fly Racing F2 carbon helmet tonight. we got Chris Keever from Dirt Rider at DirtRider.com. And uh, we'll be back with Seiji, uh, Jason Thomas coming up, our gear out cold call. $100. Bucks. $100 to a one of our people yep. that support us. For and we oh we got Kiefer after dark questions oh yes two after dark questions yes yes Kiefer's never been happier all right everybody stick around we'll be right back after this commercial break hey this is the voice of Supercross guy and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Q 
Gear Alloy Wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloys, the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come in the corners. and. What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version of the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the, the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelin's uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage, and normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit, but this... Um, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, Kiefer. Reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting traction handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? 
The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Mick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within works connection is proud to be a sponsor of pulp mx because just like you they're passionate and dedicated to the sport for over 23 years now they've been producing innovative products like their pro launch start device and the 123 easy build elite perch line just take a look around the ama pro pits and you'll see works connections proving ground for products under the canopies of yoshimura suzuki rch racing star racing and other top teams plus they now stock hints and clutch components peg armor arc levers and fasco products too Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Anderson? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. 
Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 hey. W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. 
Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as... Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda. They have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. out now for 2017 please check them out wusa great wheels half the teams in the pits seem to use w wheels that's right we wheel of choice for chris keeper as well so. that's right i do john hooks it up do you want kite or talon which would you go kite or talon i always go with talon 
I know, I feel like Talon is the one people know and they like, but... But I have some kites on my Yamaha at home, and it's sick. I mean... Yeah, I feel like kites coming around a little bit, like in the hub category. Yeah. You know? They've been around for a while, but I feel like the Talon is the better name brand, but um, either way... They're equal, I think, in, like, I really reliability. Get Talon, get, get tight. Carbon. Get Dude, carbon ones are sick. Yeah, they, they are pretty sick. Um... All right, everybody. Uh, so, welcome back to the show, uh, Cooper Webb interview. I still, I'm impressed. I like it. Good interview. I hope he stays that way, man. I hope he doesn't change. Well, that's what I said in that interview. Right. right? I said, hey, those tweets. I think they were a tad out of line. A tad out of line. I never saw him. So I don't know what he yeah, said. Yeah, he's just criticizing U.S. nationals. He had some the tracks and stuff. He had some good points, but basically, I think he was a little out of line. Just lashing. But that's okay. That happens. Just. Stay this way, you know? It's okay, because I think it's, you have a personality. Like, yeah, exactly. Let's, let's have that. We need more of that. Right, right, exactly. So Less um, robots, more personality. Yeah, and I think, but when you have a guy that's not a robot, you'll get those tweets where you're like, ooh, I shouldn't have said that. You know, but whatever, you know? Yeah. It's human nature. Just don't read off the pit board. Right? What? Don't read the what? Don't read the pit board. Oh, yeah. On the, on the podium. Right. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, Don't follow but what you do want to do is get some hot cams. Hot cams unleash the pyro within. Hot cams 2016 is the code. Hotcamsinc.com. All the extra power you need, uh, 30% discount. They are the leader in design and development of high performance dirt bike camshafts. We love these guys. Half the teams in the pits, uh, half privateers, anyways, use folks at uh, hot cams and um, to move your power around. Kiefer, you can give yourself more power, less power. It's a very easy... Su- you don't want less power. You always want more. Well, maybe you want to ride a, a 450 just kind of just, you know? Well, if you want. Easy. <laughs> easy. All right, listen. If you've heard me once on this show rail on some of the trainers in the sport, you've heard me a thousand times. And this isn't why we got this next guy on, but it was Chris Kiefer's idea. And I talked to Seiji uh, Ishii a lot in the pits. He's worked for Andrew Short a long time. He's always an interesting guy to talk to. Uh, one of the trainers that I do not mean when I go on and on about these riders uh, uh, using trainers. And he's um, truthful. He's truthful. Maybe too much so. Sometimes. I like that. Too much. <laughs> uh, good. But let's welcome him to the show. Uh, Seiji Ishii. What's up, Seiji? How are you? Good. How's it going, guys? Thanks for coming on, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. First uh, time on. Yeah. Uh, you listen to the show every now and then, and and uh, I know you sometimes text Kiefer with some feedback about things that you hear. Um, first of all, uh, Andrew Short, a guy you've worked with uh, a long time, and honestly, uh, they don't come much better than Andrew Short. I, I, I look for Andrew Short to be, uh, you know, questionable or say something wrong or not be grouchy, and it's never happened. Um, I can't no, say enough no, good things. I can't say enough good things about Shorty, and ne- you neither. And it's gonna be sad when he goes. Yeah, it's. Uh, I got really lucky to you know get hooked up with him, and super fortunate that he you know it's just luck on a draw. He turned out to be a really good person, a super good human. Which you know, long term relationship is a lot more important to me than any kind of result he could get. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's super sad to see him go. Uh, I'm you know, I live near him. I probably won't see him as much, but I'll still see him. Right. So it won't be as bad as if he lived in California and I never saw him again. Yeah. Um, but and- uh, yeah, I, it's been cool. Like I thought he would be more sad already, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, I yeah. thought, right. I, I just spent, you know, 24 seven with him riding and driving back and forth to Colorado to go trail riding. And, uh, you know, honestly, he's 
he seems fine. You know, if I was him, I honestly would be have a hard time not being sad. You know. Well, it's funny. He, he you know, he started slow. He took he he got hurt in Supercross. Came back for Supercross. Yeah. Got hurt right away. Started the Nationals slow, but he's picked it up lately. And whenever I ask him about it, he's like, "Oh, a bunch of injuries have happened. That's the only reason I'm up there." But there's no way he's Honest. been riding. He's been riding way better lately. Yeah, I mean, come on, the guy's sixth at Washugo. I don't care how many people, you know. Yeah, it's still super good. And oh, I know. Yeah, I guess he's a little self-deprecating or not wanting to give himself credit. But right, I mean, he's the oldest guy riding right now. You know, he did yeah. overcome two injuries over the off season and into the beginning of the season. And right, I mean, dude, you can't complain no, about he... that. And maybe he's getting better or getting faster because. You know, in the back of his mind, it's like, all right, well, this is it. You know, yeah, well, yeah. I got nothing to lose after this. You know, yeah. Poor, poor Moser. He's gonna have a real tough time not seeing <laughs> yeah. Shorty on the line and That's the only other guy that's worse than Sagey is. I know, Moser. right? It's Moser. Has anybody checked on Moser's mental health lately? Dude, where did that guy come from? Like, I, I understand he was a super Shorty fan, but like, you know, I've been going to the races for a while, and the dude just came out of left field and all of a sudden he's riding for you and yeah. people know who he is and you really got to blame where did he come from you got to blame Wygan and I because we went in to have dinner in Seattle Supercross one year at a restaurant and uh he was in there with his buddies drinking of course and um, yeah. um all of a sudden this waitress comes over and gives it brings us some drinks and says hey some of you guys bought these drinks and we're like thinking oh my god probably some hot chicks like we're going to have an orgy. This is going to be awesome. Instead, it was just Moser and his buddies who recognized us. <laughs> and then we got him passes, and one thing led to another. And, yep, now he's all he's all in. So, um, anyways, Seiji, um, yeah, as I said in your introduction, I didn't get you on here to badmouth other trainers or, or badmouth the sport or anything else. It's, it's something that we love. But it is a huge pet peeve of mine. There's some riders in the sport, high-profile guys, and, and they have these trainers, and look, I get it. You need a trainer, okay, fine, I'll go with that. But you're gonna get guys like yourself. You're educated. You go to school. You go to school every year to try to uh, um, uh, better yourself. And there's a few guys out there in your position that do that. But sweet Jesus, probably 80% of these guys, they're just. I mean, I don't know. They're just X racers, and, and they're just trying to figure out a program that works for a guy at the highest level of athletics. Let's face it. To be a top-level motocross and supercross guy, this isn't table tennis. These are elite, elite athletes. And it shocks me that these guys put themselves in position with people that probably don't know that much. Yeah, I was super blown away when I came into this sport. I came from other sports. I had trained, you know, endurance athletes. You know, I went, I did the whole college route, 10 years of college, you know, had to work my way up, training first normal people, and then slowly working your way up into more elite athletes and uh, when I came into this sport, I came directly out of cycling. Um, you know, cycling has definitely had its problems, but it wasn't lack of education mm-hmm. in the training department. It was almost right, too right. much education. It's like they knew too much. Yep. And uh, my first pro client was Heath Voss. Um, so I immediately was at basically a factory level thing. And fortunately, around the Yamaha pit, uh, it was Jeff Spencer who was highly educated. Mm-hmm. But outside of that pit when i got to know who was training other people i was super shocked because it was the front edge of the sport it was the sharp end of the sport yeah and i couldn't find credentials for anybody you know i know it's like why are you a trainer and the answer sometimes was i was in the industry i was a mechanic i was i was a sales rep or whatever they came from the industry but um yeah i mean 
Maybe if you're young and you just want an older adult buddy to kind of hold your hand, <laughs> right. I, you know, that's fine. That's a, yeah, you know, nothing wrong with that. Right. The man friend, that's fine. But when the man friend starts running around being the trainer, it's like super weird to me. I mean, I, I probably somewhat got numb to it over the last decade, but uh-huh. I totally remember in 2005, I was just like, well, why the hell did I even go to school? I mean, I didn't need to go to school. Yeah. You need to know someone. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's, it's crazy. System. You know, I didn't come from the Bromuda Triangle, so I didn't have that angle. So I actually had to have credentials. So I know. Uh, and, yeah. And, you know, Timmy's, yeah. Timmy's guy, Dean Gallick at CTS, like another guy that went to school yeah. and worked yeah. with Olympic level, Olympic level athletes. I, I've had plenty of conversations with him where he's like, these guys are clueless. Like, I, I asked these guys what they've been doing, and, you know, it's just, it's amazing. And, and and again, like, again, to be a top-level motocrosser, you are one of the, and I don't think I'm stretching it to say you're you're in a world-class athletic level. You are yeah, as good as anything. Yeah, shocking thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'll admit it, you know, I'll totally admit it. When I came into riding dirt bikes, I thought it was going to be the bike. I thought it would be casual, right. no real physical stress. You know, I'd done bike races that were six, seven hours long. Mm-hmm. And dude, I couldn't finish an eight-minute moto at a local track with a bunch of kids. Like <laughs> right, I couldn't right, do it. Right. And so immediately, I was super enamored with how hard it was. And then you know, I read some article. It was the second, you know, however they ranked it, it was the second hardest sport next to international soccer. Soccer, right? Yeah, and I kind of went yeah. with that. I was yeah. like, yeah, that's probably true. And when I was a real little kid, DeCoster was like a pretty well-known name, and um, I kind of followed his career just because I was a BMX kid. So it was really cool for me to come in and to actually you know know for myself that it was a super hard sport you had to be a good athlete it wasn't all the bike mm-hmm. you know and then you have all these mental factors of being scared oh, it of is course, risky. Yeah. you see people get hurt yep you know so it's a super uh, hard to get a grip if you're a trainer it's a very challenging to get a grip on all these factors with the travel keeping yourself healthy overall mm-hmm. you know again the mental part of it and you know how to you got to be good at developing a bike at some point you know you got to be good with altering your bike there's so many things it's not like cycling that's totally one dimensional and yeah you know you can kind of be a robot in excel you actually have to be good at all these different things yeah and cycling um, they're breaking down like okay this your height and weight this is your bike this is your watts you push this is how fast you will go in this time like they know it yeah. down to a second yeah. like that that's so not I would motocross. Say 90 yeah, like in, it's like the high 90s. In the high 90s, you know, let's say 95% of your ability in that sport is genetic. Yeah. Like you're either born with the machinery and the motor or you're not. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm just making numbers up, but the rest of the 5% comes down to the training, which with their power meters and all their computer programs, I can't explain it to you, but, I mean, there are these computer programs when combined with a power meter – yeah, I'm not going to say anybody can train anybody. I'm not saying that. Yeah, but, it, but yeah. You know, they've got to whittle down to a very fine science. And motocross to me is not that way. Yeah, you know, I it's, agree. It's in, kind of in the infancy of training, especially the mental side. I mean, oh, how God. do you? Yeah. Tell yeah, me, with all me. the different personalities, you know, Andrew's different We're all than mental. somebody else. And yeah. <laughs> Are you? Keeper is like super tweak. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, you you told me that Kiefer rides more than pro riders. Yeah, like that's one thing I don't think Chris gives himself credit for. Like he gets, he's all he was pissed off at me last weekend. I think because he was sick <laughs> or he got sick. Mm-hmm. But dude, I think he rode five days in a row, hopped on a plane, went to the fly, 
thing, had to do the press deal, watched the race, flew home, and he was sick. Yeah. Well, I was telling you, Andrew would be sick, too, riding half as much, you know? And, um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, Keeper, as far as hours on a bike, I bet you averaged across the length of a season, probably rides like 50% more than a pro. Yeah, I, I agree. (laughs) <laughs> I agree. Yeah, and then I agree. goes home and has a family and drives. Uh, then he's got a drive that he has. To and then he's got, yeah, he, hey, and then he's got a muster up energy to bang Heather. Right. Stuff, you that know? takes yeah. effort. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, Hotcamsinc.com bringing you Seiji Ishii on the show. Seiji, whether it's Alden's been on here, Johnny O's been on here, uh, whether it's any of these guys, I'm always I'll, I'm curious as to your stance, your thoughts on PEDs in our sport. We've obviously we've got Wado, we've got Usada, we've got some guys on the watch list. We are trying to clean it up. I feel like our sport would benefit from PEDs, so it's a good thing that we're that we have these guys in our sport. But what's your do you think it's rampant? Do you think Wada Usada are what we need? Do we need no coverage at all? Where do you stand on that? Um, I don't think it's rampant at all. Okay. I think there's probably a handful of people that, you know, experimented before Wada and Usada showed up, and I'm pretty sure there's probably a handful of people left that are still trying to skirt the rule. I mean, they test very few people Yeah. in reality. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think it's rampant at all. I just think there's a couple of people, um, you know, would it we're be, trying to skirt the rules yeah. a little bit. And Would it be uh, HGH? What would it be, do you think, these guys are doing? Because yeah, I don't, I don't like, think they're doing EPO. That's that's too much of a No, word. there's yeah. this weird perception I hear it all the time from fans. Oh, who's on EPO? Well, like I said before, cycling is so multidimensional that taking EPO to help your VO2 max isn't going to matter if you lack the skill or the mental right. side of it. So right. I don't think... Again, EPO would help, but I do definitely think HGH would help because it would quicken your recovery from the work that you are doing. And right. Instead of being like a normal dude rides two days a week and then, you know, has to kind of chill out and get ready to fly out, you could be like Chris Kiefer and ride five days a week and still go home and pound, you know, on HGH. <laughs> I want to pound. I want to keep pounding. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Um, <laughs> but, again, yeah, there's not, not, you know, if you're a five to ten place guy, they're not going to test you right. for the most part. No. Yeah, I don't know if it's a money thing, right? So testing is super expensive, Mm -hmm. and it's just a money thing. I don't think the promoters or the governing body of this sport would cough up the amount of money it would take to have, say, the level of sophistication of testing is like cycling. Right. Not even close. Yeah. And, you know, as long as they're picking one or two guys and then doing kind of the random, oh, we showed up in one race here, and then we showed up in another Mm -hmm. race here. Right. You know, I well, yeah, I could see somebody taking that chance, especially if you are like that, you know, 10th place guy. Like what's, you know, you're like, hey, I got to make a living here. I haven't quite made a living. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, say I'm breaking even, you know. Yeah. And so I got to decide here next year, should I just try to get a real job? Should I go be a sales rep for whoever, handlebar company? Or should I like take some PEDs and roll the dice and see what I can do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I can see that mentality. Um, a, a while ago in cycling, um, these European companies have, or European countries have uh, a law, basically, that if you perform your profession for two or three years, then you qualify for the pension <laughs> forever. Oh. And so that's, yeah. in my opinion, a lot of the cheating in cycling was driven by that. It's like, oh, my God, if I could just hang on to the pack and right. finish in the time cut and keep getting signed for the minimum salary of these pro teams for three years, and I have a pension. So there's a huge 
incentive to keep trying to cheat, you know, just right, to get right, your right. pension. Yeah, you only yeah, got to yeah. hang out for three yeah. years or whatever. Right. And I can kind of see that, you know, like not quite the privateer, but not quite, you know, the guy mm-hmm. on a factory support team or something, you know, like yeah. guy just like making it happen, making ends meet, you know, maybe he gets his bike shipped to the races and has all this gear paid for, but he's not mm-hmm. making much money to bring home. And he's like, man, you know, I, I either got to go get a job. Well, Again, kind of yeah. cheat a little, you know. I can ride four days a week. I can pound the bicycle four days a week yeah. and take HGH and yeah. feel fine in the morning, you know. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, where do you stand? I think this is, I think our IV, I think we have an issue with IVs. I really do. I, I know the, there's not a lot of, yeah. motor, there's not a lot of motorhomes these days, so there's not too many guys doing it, but why wouldn't you? They'll never check. It makes you, I've seen it with riders, it makes you basically feel so much better. And these nationals are so mm. draining. Do you think we have an issue? Am I am I am I off base? Do you yeah. Think? Again, I think it's not widespread. I think it's the handful of people that a have the money to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the financial resources to set up a plan where they have a guy or a girl that can do it. They have a motorhome, or they're splitting a motorhome, however it matters. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the logistics handled. I mean. If you're a dude showing up in a trailer and you drove there all week, you don't have the kind <laughs> yeah. of bandwidth to figure that program out. So no. you need some, you need the resources to be able to do it. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure it's happening again, like on the PED kind of level, very few very people, few, but yeah. you know, um, um, but yeah, it would definitely help. Are and, you, uh, you know, part of me is like, why is that illegal somewhat? Yeah. I'm you with know, you on that. It's is, a safety. Yeah. It's a safety thing. You can make it a safety. Yeah. Like, um, you know, yeah. Um, you know, and like I guess the rule is if you you can take an IV, but then you can't ride. Yeah, um, yeah. So then there's the flip side of okay, the dude's like, shit, I don't want right. to take an IV because I want to ride, and he goes out there and ends up in the hospital because he's heat, heat exhaustion. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. You know, that's like that's right. a hard one. Um, are you looking for a new Andrew Short? I mean, it's gonna be hard to find, but are you looking to stay in the sport, get a one or two guys you work with, and um, you know, keep keep doing what you've been doing, or, or, or what do you think? Come on, man. My life is full. I got Phil Nicoletti on an online program. God, I that... got Kiefer, whatever the hell he's doing. Wait, you're, <laughs> wait you work with Phil? I didn't know you worked yeah, with Phil. Yeah, you didn't Phil. know that? He just started yeah, with Phil. Yeah, I just picked him up. Uh, yeah, Phil's a – I trained Phil when he turned – when he was a rookie. Phil has to pay you, so, though? Phil doesn't like paying anybody, so Phil's paying you? Yeah, he okay. is paying me, so I'm, I'm – well, you know, actually, he's not paying me. I actually have to – Dude, I have to put a bill in an envelope and put a stamp on it. And I have to mail it snail mail to his dad, who then actually writes a check. Phil. Puts it back in an envelope and mails it back to me. So, yeah, okay, right. Phil's not paying me. Phil right. Sr. is paying me. Right, Phil's, Phil Sr. Um, got it. Yeah, he is paying me. So I would love to do it for free for him, but it's also like yeah, you got to charge something or they don't take it seriously. You yeah, know? no, you can't do it for free. I don't, I don't do this show for free. No, yeah. I guess I shouldn't do it for free. But, you know, right. if he had called me, I was like, hey, bro, like I'm eating dog food. I ain't got no money. Help me out. I definitely wouldn't have done it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, It'd be uh, tough to find a replacement, though, right, said you from Shorty? Oh, uh, yeah. And, you know, I, I haven't publicly told anybody, but I'm not actively looking for another full-time rider because – and no offense to any singular person, but they just don't make him that way anymore. So I'm a little bit spoiled. Yeah. You know, I got spoiled by training in a short, you know, I can shake his hand and pretty much take it for granted that my check's going to show up and he's not going to throw me under any bus. And if something is his fault, he'll say it's his fault. And if right. something is my fault, he'll yeah, say it's, it in my face. It's tough and to not have, yeah. tweet about it or whatever, you know? So if I did keep working in that capacity, it would have to be the, the right person. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, 
good luck finding somebody like, rare. Yeah, and you've already had yeah. you've already had a couple people yeah. that are just kind of in d bags with you. And yeah, there, there's a and, I mean, I was talking to you earlier today. Like, what is it about this sport? And again, I love the sport. Like, dude, dirt bike racing is badass. But it definitely, from my viewpoint, it has a super high disproportional percentage of dicks you know like what why is that uh, yeah hard to say i don't know if it's money and youth uh the enable yeah. enablement system i mean the nascar guys are older you know so maybe the you know guys like that are older they don't i don't know man i'm with you sometimes I, the lack of professionalism i'm just like amazed a lot of things too is like and it's weird that people that do that that shit get recycled you know what i mean like you hear somebody sign a contract with somebody else and totally ignore it and you know you think they're going to be out of the industry but sure enough the next season they got some high-ranking job again i know, you know there's it, there's there's agents in the sport that have absolutely screwed people over and broken promises and screwed over teams and they're still working people still represent, yeah. they still represent people and i just go wow yeah. wow you know um yeah andrew has this funny opinion that that happens in every sport that that has money, which yeah, it may it may be true, it may be true. Yeah, but I've definitely been involved in some sports that I've never had that happen or <laughs> and never heard of it happen. I know, you know right? So. I, I don't understand it either. Um, hey, we we got some calls for you. We got some tweets for you. People reached out uh, with some uh, uh, they want some advice from uh, Coach Sagey, and uh, you won't charge them for this. Um, so let's get no, no. let's get right to it. First up is Skippy. Uh, Skippy, welcome for calling the show. What's your question about uh, about Sa- to Sagey? Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? How are y'all? Good. What's happening? Hey, man. Oh, not too much. Hey, y'all just uh, want to know how uh, everything's been in Texas. What do you think about Texas? Uh, did you grow up here, or what's your kind of background, and uh, how different, or I will say how much better is Texas than anything else for you? Uh, Texas is awesome. I've been here uh, in the state since 76, actually. Uh, what? I moved to Austin and. 86 didn't graduate college till 95 so i've been in the central texas area for a super long time um i've moved away and tried to move away like i thought colorado would be awesome which it is but i didn't like the people in boulder and so i always tell people yeah geographically maybe there's better states to live in for your sport Mm -hmm. but it's hard for me to beat texas people you know it's just I don't know what it is about Texas. It definitely has an independent attitude. It has a history of being an independent country, blah, blah, blah. And so I really like uh, the people here. Um, I also like, you know, if you're in a motocross and, you know, California has all these problems with people having private tracks and nobody here is going to tell you what to do with your property. Or they'll so, shoot you. Or a, yeah, or they'll shoot you. Yeah, I had yeah. a 50 acre ranch <laughs> and I could build a track and not have to ask permission. And so right. that is cool about the state. Um, it's in the middle of the country, so if you're a professional athlete, flying back and forth, I think, is a lot easier from here. Um, and also, we have, if you're an athlete, we don't have state income tax. So, uh, and oh, you yeah. can train almost year-round. You know, there's no winner here that will make you stop training. So, in a lot of ways, it's ideal for an athlete. Um, I'm here. I came here essentially because college was cheap, and it was a really good university. Uh, which sure. is why I ended up here and I ended up staying. And uh, yeah, I just love it. Um, I like I said, I tried to move to several places and I never made it past. I didn't make it a year in any of those <laughs> other places. And uh, I came right back to Texas. Thanks, Skippy. Dude, that being said, though, you can, I would only be able to live in the Austin area. I wouldn't yeah, be able for to live sure. anywhere else. Right. Yeah. Uh, real quick, also, sorry guys, but uh, you know, I, I think you've been working with some local guys from unless I 
uh, read it incorrectly on Instagram. You're working with, uh, I think, you know, Lane Shaw, maybe a couple other local guys here and there. Uh, what do you yeah, he's about- been showing up and riding with uh, Andrew, and you know, if he asked me advice, I would definitely give it to him. I mean, I'm not like handing him a bill and saying pay me, but you know, if he asked, right. yeah, I would love to help a kid. He's a really good kid, like he is, like Andrew Short, for sure. Which is the only reason sure. he's allowed to ride at Andrew's house. Honestly, you know, if he was a douchebag, he wouldn't be there. So, uh, super right. good kid. I don't think he had a really good Loretta's, but mm-hmm. uh, tries real hard. You know, definitely the yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am. Super respectful guy. Uh, and he's always grateful, you know, even if I gave him 10 seconds of advice, he's super grateful. He's super grateful for everything Andrew and Jackie, you know, have done for him. And so super good kid. Yeah, yeah, he would be the guy, you know, if Lane Shaw said, hey, I want you to train me full time, I would say yes. But, you know, uh, thanks. absolutely. We'll see. Thanks, Skippy. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, guys. All right, thanks. Uh, Sagey, let's get some more questions here. Thomas said yep. on Twitter, Another podcast has a trainer that was saying cycling is the worst type of training for MX. That's odd. Something about positioning. Uh, do you know what he's talking about? Do you do you do you subscribe to this theory? Um, I would say it's a worst cycling or worst training for motocross if you do too much of it, which I think is a tendency in this sport. They yeah. either do too much of it or they make it super intense, and they you know, right. So I see that a lot. So I would say that's a negative. Um, the position, I believe, what he's saying is for. Uh, for a cyclist to be aerodynamic, they either have to tilt their pelvis forward and keep their lower back flat, which is very rare, or they round their lower back. So they're pivoting mm-hmm. in their lumbar spine, which is super bad for riding a motorcycle. So that is correct. Like okay. That's a horrible form to not have not pivot from your hip joint. So, yeah, I get what he's saying. For yeah, sure. I, uh, some of these guys, they, they, it's a tour de France for these dudes. Uh, it's just... Yeah, it's, it goes out of hand sometimes. It does, doesn't it? I love yeah. cycling too, but yeah, I think they're just trying to replace something with their dirt bikes. Yeah, you know, it's two wheels. Uh, we should get Villeman on, ask him. Yeah. He'll start yelling and yeah. screaming. Um, <laughs> all right, another question. For someone that needs to avoid sugars in Gatorade, etc., how do you recommend fueling, hydrating for cycling moto? But, uh, well, first of all, water's pretty good. Yeah, you know, water's good. Water's, yeah, water's proven to work pretty well. Um, if you were going for more than an hour and you're, you know, you're the kind of person who wants to trickle in some carbohydrates, uh, once you start exercising, the sugar isn't as bad as it, you know, it is when you're not exercising. So yeah, I would definitely onboard some sugar while you're exercising, but I would definitely try to do it in a more natural way instead of some yellow FDNC number five, uh, I'm not a Gatorade fan at all. So uh, the better ways to do it, you could eat fruit, you know, you could do that kind of stuff to get some sugars on board. But uh, water, for the most part, works pretty damn well. Uh, motocross isn't like triathlon or road cycling where you're continually uh, losing fluids and electrolytes for six hours. You know, motocross right, right. is more like, hey, I just blew 20 minutes on the track. I'm going to come sit down. You know, you can, you can rehydrate. You can mm-hmm. eat regular food. So it's not as important as it is in those long endurance sports to constantly think, "Hey, I got to drink whatever magic drink to so I can I, keep going." It's I, not like that. I have know? a sponsorship in my bicycling uh, for G6. I really enjoy that stuff. By the way, yeah, yeah, dude. There's so many sports drinks, and I Apple can't keep up with G6. all of them. I don't know, but I know. love it. Really propels me. Yeah. Does it? I don't know. Is Anyways. it Gatorade shit? No, it's good. I got a question. Okay, I've never talked to you about this, Sagey, but this is some shit that's going around right now. 
What do you think about this forearm strong? Thing? Hold on, I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. No, let's finish. Let's finish these questions. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah. Sorry, right. I yeah. should. I should have told yeah. you that. Yeah, I had that down. Okay. okay. Uh, let's yeah. finish these questions and we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, Coach AG, there seems to be a differing yeah. opinion on strength training, i.e., weights. What say you? Yay or nay on weights? Uh, it depends on the person. Uh, that's a lame answer, but it honestly does depend on the person. So Andrew Short doesn't need to lift weights. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that guy did four curls today, he'd gain weight tomorrow. I'm serious. Like, <laughs> I always told him, like, when you're retired, dude, let's, like, just freaking get huge. Just to see how huge <laughs> he could get because – I think he could get pretty big. Like right. he'd be pretty muscular. He has pretty big muscle and, bellies, doesn't he? Yeah, his dude. Yeah, you should see the top of his leg. Yeah, like he could have a it's huge thick. leg if he just like yeah. squatted three sets a day for a month. He'd be huge. Jackie was. It just depends on the person, you know. And to me, the older you get, the more you do need to lift, uh, just to keep your body together and mm-hmm. lift correctly. I'm not saying yeah. lift. I'm saying lift correctly. Keep your range of motion in your joints and. Uh, for me, for motocross, weightlifting is it's a matter of being durable. I mean, it's not if you hit the ground, it's when you hit the ground. And strength training is definitely going to help you when you hit the ground, for sure. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. uh, next question for you. How can a weekend warrior slash vet rider get the most out of our training time off the bike? So you got a guy, Seiji, a vet, weekend warrior, vet guy. He works a full-time job. Um, what's the what? What kind of stuff would you say? Hey, exercises what, can he do? Yeah, what can you squeeze in? You know, in a busy week and, and yeah. something. What, what do you think? So this will raise a bunch of hairs if there's a bunch of trainers listening. But I don't think if you're a dude like that and you only have two hours a week and then you're going to go right on the weekend, dude, you're not going to beat CrossFit. I just don't think you're going to make any more efficient time uh, use of your time than doing a CrossFit type oh, of workout. Ping, yes, ping I did own a CrossFit. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, it's good for that. It is not good for a professional athlete like Andrew, who is specifically trying to do a very specific thing. But mm-hmm. it just it, it makes you a very good generalist. I mean, it's strength training, it's anaerobic, it's aerobic, it's everything just crammed into the to the shortest amount of time possible, and it's that. If you look at it, if I drew it on a chalkboard for you, mm-hmm. it's work capacity. CrossFit stresses your ability to perform the most amount of work in the least amount of time. And so if you don't look at fitness as heart rate and flexibility and strength, and you look at fitness as how much work can I do, which if you think about motocross is pretty much that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you can beat that for some guy that only has two hours a week plus riding on the weekend like uh, I did. Right. Well, I don't know of anything that will beat that. The worst, as long as you do it correctly, there's horrible CrossFit coaches. I will say that. <laughs> the worst thing about you, know, you saying so. that. The worst thing about you saying that is now Ping's going to be all excited because Ping, about Ping it, yeah. loves CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to listen. Yeah, I just he's, heard that a couple of days ago. Good for him, dude. Oh I mean, my God, Mathis, you should try it, Mathis. Yeah, I'm a little busy. That's all the CrossFitters uh, do is talk about on. CrossFit. I know they love. It's like a cult, bro. Yeah. Well, I'm in a cult of CrossFit. Dude, another, uh, another cool thing, though, about that is, yeah, it's a little cultish, but it's like it's the way that they've set that up and the way that they've taught people and, you know, people, quote, unquote, drink the Kool-Aid, it's very supportive. I mean, it is the most supportive uh, social group I've ever been around, and it's designed that way, and it, it keeps going that way, and I think that's super cool. So mm-hmm. you're a guy who's super busy, has a family, and wants to get good at motocross. Dude, those are the kind of guys that meet you, and you go to two classes, and then you don't show up the next week. They'll call you and go, "Hey, dude, where are you? <laughs> you, you just 
you've just <laughs> met them, and then you go race on the weekend, and they're all over your social yeah. media, patting you on the back, and then they slap you on the back when you're. I mean, they're super supportive, and that's what got me into CrossFit was that. You know, I get, it was probably a little bit of a reaction to how douchebaggy motocross is, and I walked into a CrossFit <laughs> in the middle of a, right. you know, a bunk, bunk in town, and I was like, man, these people are cool. You know, it, yeah. um, super cool. No douchebags. You know? All right, let's get to the phones here. Mark, what's happening? Mark, thank you for calling. You got a question for Sagey about getting into the industry. Kind of, I mean, kind of two questions. I, first off, I just joined. So, Sagey, uh, first off, what? are your degrees and like certification i don't if you covered it already i'll just re-listen to it but no i have a degree in kinesiology uh bachelor of science um took me a decade to get it because i was too busy climbing and doing other stuff so it's not because yep, i didn't okay. go to school for a decade because i was super geeky i went to school for a decade because it was hard um yeah and then i'm american college of sports medicine certified personal trainer I also was okay. an HFI, and that's a super clinical sided. Uh, oh, certified strength conditioning. Yeah, no, that yeah. it's hard to keep CPT. up with everything else. Yeah, it's super hard. And then, and then I believe in this sport um, because of where you practice. Uh, I'm a wilderness first responder, um, which okay. is packaging a stabilizing oh. an injured person who's more than two hours from a hospital, which is most national tracks. So, Jesus, um, really? I think if you got yeah, so. Well, dude, I mean, how many times have you been to a practice track and there's no medical? Staff? I don't know, but I'm glad I got your number in case I twist my ankle coming down from the announcer's <laughs> tower. Yeah, so I, I thought it was valuable. It's valuable for other things that I'm interested in. But, I mean, what originally got me thinking down that path is I think I was at Milestone, and it was super crowded. <laughs> and, you know, Yahoo's on the – What are you laughing at? I shouldn't say Yahoo's because I can't, I can't ride the Supercross track, but I was watching some people ride the Supercross track, and it was super packed, and I was like – Where's the medical staff? And I saw like a 20 year old medic bag bungee corded to a four by four, and the dude driving it, no way he knew anything about medicine. <laughs> and so I was freaked out because there was like 150 people there. And I just was like, man, you know, and it's not like somebody's going to immediately bring you to the hospital. The ambulance isn't even there, you know? So I went ahead and got yeah, no, that, and I can almost. That makes sense. Yeah, I can guarantee you, Andrew Short's the only one driving to a track with a full medic kit in his truck and a messenger. Yeah. We don't really think about push it. push a button no. and the right. chopper shows up, you yeah. know, yeah, 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 which yeah. is what you, which is what you would want if your kid was out there or yeah. your husband or wife was yeah. out there. Yeah. Anyways, what's so I just kind of took it into my own so, hands, you know, something else, Mark, you want to uh, ask him? Yeah. So that, so that was my first question. I just wanted to know a little bit about your background. And then, so I'm, I'm actually graduating with my degree in kinesiology in December. Sweet. So, and on top of that, I've, race supercross last five years just mid mid pack night show guy i've made a main event before but i'm i'm trying to put my school knowledge plus my like racing knowledge i want to put them together and possibly do something in the industry and i was just kind of wondering wanted to pick your pick your brain and get some thoughts on it yeah so i my honest advice to you would be to train as many different people as possible when you do get out of college and not to gain i mean you will gain some knowledge for sure and you will yeah it's more like you need to be able to talk to these people in weird states of mind you know like you need to be able to train the lady who's stressing that her freaking i don't know house cleaners 10 minutes late to the guy who's a lawyer works 90 hours a week and is super focused and like his weekend competitive goal is almost as important as his job. So you have to be able to 
like train and adapt to different personalities and different people and different stress levels and different amounts of tweakers and just a bunch of different people because you're going to walk into any sport, say it's motocross, and that's what you have to deal with. You can't. There's not enough clients in motocross for you to sit there and go, hey, I only want to work with this kind of athlete. You know, like that's not going to happen. So um, I would say like it's half your knowledge and half, you know, an equal proportion of knowledge, a lot of experience. Um, and, you know, science is always behind the person. I will say that. So if an athlete is telling you that he feels something, but you're a college dork and you want to prove it with a study, well, the athlete's almost always right. And then the study backs up what the athlete's always told you. So you have to have that in your back pocket, a little bit of humble pie uh, as far as that goes. But, yeah, I think you're going to be best served by, you know, getting to be able to talk to, get your point across, make somebody understand as many different people as you can get your hands on. Um, because that'll open a lot more doors for you than saying, yeah, I'm a, I, I, you know, whatever you said, I'm a nitro guy. I race some supercross. I have my degree. I have the certification. But then the first guy you talk to is say Cooper Webb and you're not used to his super, like telling you on it, you know, what's on his mind all the time and you might get offended, you know? So yeah, that's my advice. Yeah. It's personal training. It's all personal training for a reason, you know? And yeah. I didn't. I didn't know. Don't ever, and in my anything, opinion, also do anything very different with going towards like people. riders or versus just your general people. Yeah, I would try to tra- train general people first. Number one, because there's not a whole lot of money in training <laughs> Boom, what riders right are there. available to pay you. Like, who, <laughs> you know, there's like a handful of people that can afford to pay a full-time trainer, right? And so everybody yeah. else is like personal training by the hour, which maybe you could move to California and live in that Bromuda triangle and do something. But easy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to be better served by at least spending a couple of years training everybody you can get your hands on for every sport you can think of um, just to have that broad base of knowledge and experience. And I lost my train of thought, but I think what I was going to say is dude, don't let, don't let somebody tell you, Hey, it's, keep business and personal separate. Like you're going to hear that a lot. I mean, I'm not saying go date your clients. I'm saying like for you to care for an athlete at the level that I did for my riders, you have to be like their best friend. Like I, I, I just don't believe you can provide the services in a way that is effective without caring about them. Like I don't, I couldn't train Kiefer if I didn't care about him. Oh, geez, you know, here we go. I, could, I couldn't do it. I couldn't train Phil even on an online program if I honestly didn't care about him. And for some reason in personal training, they will tell you over and over, don't get involved, don't, you know, business is business, personal is personal. But I think if you want to train a professional athlete as a full-time client, you know, kind of the one-on-one dream job that most motocross trainers want, you have to be you have to care. You have to be personally. Let me just you tell you something, dude. That. And he cares. He yeah. yells at me all the time. He calls me an asshole. He says, you're retarded. Yeah. I'm a tweaker. So it's a good relationship because he can call me out. You know? What about Phil? Phil's not going to take well getting yelled at. Phil's grouchy all the no, time as Phil's it is. Phil's funny, yeah. Dude, Phil's like a, I don't know what to call it. It's like a, <laughs> it's he's a like got a shell around. Yeah, he's like got a shell around him, but inside he's all, He's a softie, you know. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. Hey, Mark. Dude, Phil's awesome. Man. Mark, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Good luck with everything. Yeah. Nope. Thank you.
Uh, Seiji, before we wrap on the show here, there we're we coming go. up with our Gear Alloy cold call, and JT's coming up as well. This forearm strong thing, it's very divisive. <laughs> yeah. uh, they've got a spray. Yeah. They've got the get rid of your forearm, increased forearm strength. Um, Kiefer, you tried to test one, right? Or you, I, t- you... I tried to get one, Sage, and the dude hasn't sent me yeah. anything. So, what do you, What's your take on yeah. it? What, 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 what do you think? So if you want a myofascial release device or basically a deep massage tool that's specific for your forearm, yeah, I can see that. Like you have scar tissue, you have an old injury there that is scarred down, you know, I get that. You have a pressure point that needs to be released, I get that would be useful for that. But what I don't agree with, and, you know, I didn't pour over any research. I haven't seen any. I just looked at the ad one day, and it clearly states in the ad that it increases strength of your forearm. I'm going to call that one out. And I would like somebody to send me the independent lab report of a double-blind study, you know, mm-hmm. that says that because right. of the, I don't think that's true. I mean, you can go get a massage freaking five hours a day deep tissue massage and is that going to actually make you lift more weight no. or yeah. jump no so it's right. the same theory right like right. they're claiming that it makes you actually gain absolute raw strength i'm saying that's false you know if you want a device that is like me coming up to your forearm and digging my thumb in there okay cool you right. know I, I i'll give it that the thing that kicked me over, and I didn't look for it, somebody, a friend of mine or a trainer acquaintance in South Africa sent me the ad for the spray. Dude, that's over the top. Thank you. Like, yeah. I don't know what's in there. I don't even care. I don't I don't care what's in there. I, you're not going to spray something and transdermally make your forearm strong by spraying any liquid on there other than straight up, you know, aqueous, testosterone or something i don't yeah, know yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. yeah it wouldn't be available in a bottle over the counter to ship to south africa that's what i do know um so yeah that is, is funny to me and you know you want this sport to be to gain this legitimacy as an athletic endeavor you know you don't right, want it always right. to be this redneck twist the throttle it's a guy that holds on and has the biggest balls that win you would like some legitimacy about how great an athlete all these people are but then you got this spray that maybe they're buying i don't know how good it's selling but you know from the outside looking in any trainer that even is halfway through you don't have to be a trainer anybody that has any common sense about that stuff at all i mean that's the most laughable right do you think that in my opinion yeah do you think the thing helps you with arm pump arm pump is a common problem for guys like myself and, and other guys who don't ride that often do you think working Again, like, massaging your forearm is something you want to do to help you have less arm pump so this is just anecdotal mm-hmm. i don't have a study but if you don't suffer from arm pump maybe you suffer from arm pump like you switch something on your bike oh i had to test something shit i gotta race with these new handlebars i got arm pump because it's mental right but you don't have arm pump normally I think that thing would give you arm pump, honestly. Like, if you don't suffer from arm pump and you've gone five years of racing, you don't get arm pump, and all of a sudden you strap this thing on you, and it's like me coming up to you, to you, you know, Kiefer, and just, like, digging my thumbs into your forearms and sending you out for a moto, I think it might give you arm pump. Um, if you have arm pump because you have a myofascial problem, you have, like, fascial tissue, scar tissue, 
um, you know, some sensitive trigger point, mm-hmm. then yeah, I can see that thing for that person who has that problem possibly aiding that. But so would your other thumb, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, no, that's right. But, but they're, they're coming out with the yeah. leg one. There's a leg one coming out too. You put on your leg. Yeah, the reason I get on that forearm thing is that dude's breaking into climbing, which is, you know, I love climbing. So yeah. last month or the first month, I saw a freaking a full-page ad for forearm strong and climbing. I was like, oh, God, no, please, you know, don't right. come here. Right. But there it is. And for climbers, it'll work even better because those people do have uh, fascial problems in their forearm right. compartment. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it has some value for sure. Like I said, it's a myofascial release tool. But it really kind of gets under my skin to print on there. Oh yeah, it increases right. actual absolute forearm strength. No, that's not true. And the spray, dude, come on. I like different releases. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, you do, Kiefer. Uh, how much is Kiefer? Hey, how much is the spray? Does anybody know how much that spray is? No. Like what it costs? No, no, I don't know. How many? How much of Kiefer's questions for you about training involves like performance in the bedroom? He's trying to recover or perform, or how much questions is, do you have to deal with from him? Where you're just like, no, Kiefer, I don't offer that kind of service. Honestly, he's uh, when he does email me or text me or whatever, he's actually pretty serious. Oh, okay, um, all right. Yeah, he's I'm a little reactionary. He's reactionary though. <laughs> he he doesn't ask questions that are important until after something's gone horribly wrong. You know? <laughs> the, the spray is so. 14, the, the spray is fourteen ninety five. By the way, fourteen ninety five. The spray is fourteen ninety five. Um, Do you guys have any of it? No, no. I want to spray Travis in the face with it if I ever get any. So yeah, that's what I was saying. Right. Like somebody go give themselves arm pump. Just do a study right online. Like go give yourself arm pump by squeezing a tennis ball ten thousand times. Spray it on um, there. Do say, it live. All right, Sagey. Hey, we got to run. Uh, I love having you on. Though okay. we'll get you back on. Um, it's it's awesome to hear you on the show, and uh, and again, you know you've been doing wonderful things with Shorty for 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 so long. It's uh, yeah, it should be great to uh, see you around the races still. Though I hope you're still around. Hey, I'll I'll say this, Mathis. Um, I think I called you to your face a professional asshole one time at Did some you? race. Like, yeah, why okay. you? Yeah, I'd say why are you such a professional asshole? Uh, dick. And I honestly thought I was going to come in here and you were going to give me a super hard time, and I'm pleasantly surprised, and I appreciate it. Why would I give you a hard time over what? Uh, because you hate trainers is all I heard. <laughs> you know? you no, hate I don't. Well, okay, clearly, clearly, I need a trainer ASAP. But what yeah. I hate is trainers who people who aren't qualified. That's what I don't like. I'm just like these guys. Yeah. And I think you're yeah. one of the qualified guys, and there's a few of you out there that take this seriously. Yeah. But some of these guys, I'm just like, oh, my God, these guys. You know, I mean, again, if you want a professional man friend to mix your drinks and hang out with you, that's one yeah. thing. Yeah. That's one thing. Here's the thing. I never had a trainer before. I just did my own stuff. I, I researched this out, you know, many years. I've been with Seiji many years. And I just called him one day and said, would you be interested? And the, the conversation that I had with him was more of intelligence and slash, you know, down-to-earth things that I can relate to and understand. So that's kind of why I started my whole thing with him. And he he actually, like you said, to me, I respect someone that cares about what I'm doing, and he actually genuinely cares. So, And I like someone calling out my bullshit, and he does. Yeah, and he does. <laughs> so, uh, so thanks, Agey. Thanks for coming on. And, yeah, yeah uh, thank you. You'll be at uh, Unadilla this weekend? 
No, I won't be at the okay. races until uh, Indiana. Okay. I'll definitely be in Indiana. Right. It'll be Shorty's last race, so I'll be there. Perfect. Um, we will we'll see you then. And uh, and can people go to your site and and, and ask yeah. the questions and, and hire you or something? Yeah. What's your website? Yeah, they get, I love to get questions on it. It's www.coachsagey, so it's S-E-I-J-I, coachsagey.com. Um, there's a you know a way to contact me on there. I, I actually like answering intelligent questions. If I get a dumb question, I don't answer. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, please. Please hit me up for questions. Uh, I'd love to help as many people as I can in some kind of low cost. I also have uh, on RacerX Virtual Trainer, there's a low cost training plan, uh, you know, 20 bucks, less than 20 bucks a month. It's uh, available there. And so if, you know, any plan is better than no plan, and that's actually a structured plan. Is it custom to you and your schedule? No, but it's uh, kind of broken up to be as close as possible. And it's not expensive. And, it's not. It's not. Um, it's actually me. Uh, yeah, I made all those programs. Oh, it's not like right. Yeah. So that was actually it's, uh, me. So. Surprising that, uh, or I should say, it's not surprising at all. I just did a you know a podcast with Phil about how cheap he is. That Phil just determined yes. to take just the online course from from Seiji. <laughs> just hey Seiji, what's the cheapest one you got? You know, like what, what's the cheapest he, one? Yeah. I think, dude, I think if he had the money, he is of open mind now. I think that he would actually pay he, for some service like that. He did say he would. He um, buys Whole Foods. He spends money on food. He yeah. wants good quality food. He did say that. And, so. dude, I'll tell you this. He researches. Like, wow. He will research. So if I tell him, dude, I'm not going to, if I tell him to do something, he's just not going to blindly do it. He'll, like, research it. I think I got mad at him or slightly irritated one day because I had told him something and he had kind of brushed it off and then, like, Three days later, he sends me this very good link to an article that basically proved what I had said. And he didn't, I don't think he believed me the first time. <laughs> it's about eating fat. I told him he needed to eat more fat. And I think, uh. you know, I think he hung up, the, hung up the phone. I was like, that guy is, isn't worth a shit. And then he looked it up <laughs> and then he sent it to me. So I, he does research on his own. He's very wow. interested in all that performance. It's yeah, so it's crazy. Um, well, thanks, AJ. Dude, I wish he'd stay off the ground. He needs yeah, to stay off I the know. ground. Yeah, well, he got a whole shot of one sugar, and now he's going to be full yeah. of himself, come Dilla. Thanks, uh, AJ. Thanks, AJ. Thanks for hey, coming thanks, on. Thanks, guys. All right. Yep. See you guys. Yep. Coach Sagey, everybody. Uh, good guy. Welcome uh, Welcome back on the show. Welcome him to the show. Uh, hopefully, we get him on again. So He's good. He'll, he'll go on for a while, though. Brought to you by Hot Cams. <laughs> want some Hot Cams? Want to get trained and then get Hot Cams? Train with Seiji, then get hot cams, then drop your lap times. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Gear Alloy. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the light truck and SUV market, uh, featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts. Designed and injured in SoCal, Gear Alloy is a pro sponsor of NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC team. And, of course, J.P. Patterson won a bunch of titles in the WMX class uh, and X Games being supported by Gear Alloy, GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear. Uh, we thank those guys for coming on. Uh, whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, or Nissan, Gear Alloy's got a wheel you can choose from. This is the Gear Alloy cold call. I thought we would call from I don't. Uh, a couple months ago, JT says, I need some pulp stickers. And I'm like, for you? You don't ride. You don't he, need those. Well, you need pulp. So you're, not even, you're embarrassed to be even be on pulp, JT. <laughs> and he said, no, they're not for here. They're for... Um, a guy up there named uh, Austin Kuba, Koba Kuba. He races, uh, he goes to school at Boise. He's a full-time student, I guess. Raced the Canadian Nationals on the West Coast. Uh, ran Pulp Stickers, listens to the show. Nice. I don't know the guy. Royce Washugal, uh, you have the results in front of you. What, yep. what are you doing with Washugal? Kuba. Four, 450. 
450. He Roger did. Talley. He got 29th. There we go. And he's a kid, a student. And so I thought we'd cold call him and find out why he likes Pulp MX. Because it's bitching. Austin Cuba. <clears throat> uh, Gear Ally cold call. GearAlly.com. Get some wheels. Cold calling people. It's called the Gear Ally Cold Your call. call has been forwarded to an uh, automated voice uh, messaging system. Uh, Red button life. Zero. Uh, it'll drop his number there so people don't Red call button seven life. Two zero seven is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Austin, hey, this is Steve Mathis calling from the Pulp Mech Show with uh, Chris Kiefer from Dirt Bike. Hey, Dirt Austin. Rider. Dirt Bike, Dirt Rider. Dirt Rider. Hey, Austin, uh, you were the Gear Ally Cold Call segment tonight because uh, I want to see what was up. Uh, how'd you like Canada Nationals? Kiefer knows Canada Nationals. Uh, you killed it at Washougal. You go to school. We thought we'd call you, but you're not around. And you like Pulp. You like Pulp MX somehow. So, yeah, bro. Uh, thanks for running the stickers. Appreciate it. Good job at Washougal. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk soon, Austin. Thanks, man. See ya. Austin Cooper, everybody. Gear Alloy Cold Call. That, that, didn't, that worked awesome. It didn't go so well. <laughs> thought. He'll end up calling back, don't they all? I think they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um... Hey, 702-586-7857, call anytime. Leave a voicemail. Uh, this is the, We still have the Kiefer uh, After Dark questions. We've got your virginity stories coming up, too. <sighs> but I thought, stuff. let's go voicemails right now. JT's coming up as well. Um, and basically, you can call the show anytime. Leave a voicemail. And we were off for a week. So here is the um, uh, best of the best that was uh, in the voicemails. Hey, what's going on, Paul? It's Matt. Uh, just listening to the Paul show from... Uh, right after Washougal. I'm listening to when you guys got Alex Martin on the line. And, I mean, I knew things were kind of bad with with Jeremy and Star, but, I mean, I didn't think it was bad enough to the point that he would be hitting out of an easy up behind the truck. So, I mean, it kind of got me thinking, like, what the hell got their relationship to be so bad? I didn't know anything was really wrong. So, if you could kind of answer that for me, that would be fantastic. So what I think the deal is with all that, um, and I don't know for sure, and I'm sure, you know, Mathis can elaborate a little bit more than I can, but um, I just hear, you know, Webb's getting to do some certain things that, that J-Mart, you know, didn't get to do, and maybe a little bit more bias towards Webb. Um, but I also saw that whole thing going down too when I was in I was at Washougal and I I kind of viewed that and I thought it was a little bit fishy. So uh, it just doesn't look good for the team and and especially for you know a guy like Jmart. I mean I know him a little bit and he seems pretty easy to work with. So uh, I have no idea, Steve, what what's up with that whole situation as far as Jmart going in the back, you know, pitting differently. I just had to go pee. What was the <clears throat> J-Mart pitting in the back. Yeah, people really... I wrote this... Uh, I think I broke the story a couple weeks ago. What? I didn't realize I had broken this story, but people were really worried about it, really concerned, and want to talk about it. So, um, yeah, it's interesting, right? You know the reasons? Um, well, okay. Josh Hansen went and started... Uh, got out of the Pro Circuit truck and went and started changing in the um, uh, RCH truck. Okay. Um... Christophe Purcell pitted outside of the Pro Circuit truck in his own little area uh, when he rode for Pro Circuit. Oh, he had okay. his own little area. They called it the French Quarter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think just like those guys, 
Jmart wants to get away from the other team, the other guys on the team. You think He's it's been the battling. team or the writers? No, I think it's the team. Okay. I think Jmart's over those guys. I really do. I think he's over them. Uh, not happy with different reasons. I don't know all the reasons, um, but some of them are probably valid. Some of them may be just, you know, one-sided. He's leaving, you know, and I just think he's, yeah, not happy with what's going on. So he decided to get away from distractions, get away from Cooper, a guy he's battling the title with, and like Porcel and like Hanny. He's out of there. It's not a good look, though. No, it doesn't look good for the it's team. It's not a good look, no matter what. And and Porcel and Hanny, you can go back and listen. I said the same things about that either. Um, everybody needs to suck it up and be a bit more professional. But whatever's going on, it's bad enough that J-Mart said, I'm out of here. So. Hey, guys. This is uh, Callan from Missouri. Um, I was listening to uh, Monday's show. Uh, big show, and uh, had a uh, had a thought. You guys were talking about the 125 race that, that Ping and JT and everybody did, and you were talking about how surprised you were, um, how slow they were when they came around the came around that uh, first turn. Just it just surprised you because you're so used to seeing the speed of the 250s and 450s. So that uh, put in my brain. I remembered you guys were talking about Stewart when he was on one, a 125 that uh, he could possibly win in today's field. And I think if I remember right. Steve, you were talking about at least a podium and probably win or could win. Uh, I was wondering after seeing that 125 race and remembering how slow they are compared to, today, to today's bikes, if you still had this opinion or if it changed your mind. So, yeah, just uh, yeah, play it on the air and uh, let us know what you think, man. Have a good one. Bye. Well, Stu is going faster than, no offense to Ping and Tedesco. Right. Stu's hauling ass. Yeah. I mean, it, it, if you put Stu in 02 on that track, he beats those guys – by yeah. a lot. So they're just a lot of them are industry guys. Yeah. You know, I mean, so it's not like you're gonna get blazing fast. I don't think you can compare. Right. And only good guys yeah. obviously I mean I should say, I shouldn't say only good guys, but you know, Tedesco at credentials, Pingree, you know, that Carson yeah, they're, Brown. They're both kid. retired, you know, they're not even riding anymore. Right. So Yeah. Yo, Steve, just got done listening to last week's show. Don't know if you're on a break and it's gonna be two weeks till you address this or not. But uh, as far as Cooper Webb next year in the four fifty class um, as long as we have a healthy Roxon, Dungey, Tomac, there's no chance that he uh, is winning races, especially not too. No chance, this guy said. Nothing. There's no chance. Jesus. It's, it's like saying, like, there's no chance. Like, look, there's no chance I'm winning the Tour de France. Right. Okay? There's no chance that Travis here is going to win a 450 Supercross Main next year. That's, yeah. F you, dude. So I do think that Cooper Webb has a chance. Oh, okay. Sure. A really good chance. A, a pretty good one. But anyways, yeah. go on, Travis. Maybe Moto. Uh, it's a long season. Things happen. Even if just two of them stay healthy the whole year, I don't see him beating either one. It's going to take a little time for him to jump up to that class. Um, 20 laps is a little different. I know he's in good shape, but more mistakes could happen. He uh, still has a, a little bit of an immature head about him, too. So here, there's going to be some bumps on the road. Uh, that being said, I think he'll be very fast. And if they get hurt, he could definitely be right in there. Um, or maybe some fluky thing happened, he, he could steal one. But he's not going to be uh, quite on that top level in my no opinion. Chance. Uh, no chance. No chance. You're a dick for not going to uh, North Dakota with Pookie. you got to support the wife, bro. Like, uh, first of all, yeah, uh, I'm not a dick for not going to North Dakota. <laughs> I, I heard all that, too. What? Yeah, I heard what, why you didn't want to go and all that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Was that with internet? Uh, I think no. it was just on Twitter. I just think you said one got a plane or something. This so you're like, ah, oh, the plane sounds like shit. Um, 
Yeah. Anyways, um, I the the Cooper Webb's gonna be really good. Cooper Webb's gonna be in the top. Does he win a race next year? I said he did. Yeah, we were just debating this uh, last week. When was that, Trav? That would have been two weeks ago when we had a show with Keith. Uh, no. no, with Anthony. With the, yeah, two yeah. weeks ago. We were debating yep. this. Um, I said, JT said no, right? JT said no. Yeah. He said, What'd you say, he, two? He, he almost said no. no I'm just like, like, he's like going to win. Like, he's going to win a race or two. I mean, he's going to be in the top five paid riders in the sport, maybe top three. Is he on a one year, two year? I was going to have to ask two that. Year two year deal. Two year deal. Yeah, okay. I think two year, maybe longer, but I, I can't say for sure. Um, so, anyways. Steve, John from Rhode Island. Just riding down the road, listening to the show with uh, Internet. Uh, and I don't know, he's talking about he's a bigger guy. I got to think about DV, how he's a bigger guy. And, you know, DV, he can be kooky at times, but a lot of the things he says make sense. So you just kind of, he kind of, you know, makes the light bulb fall off every now and then. But I got to thinking, AC's getting big now. I think the ultimate dream team is if, if Cincerillo needs to hire DV. As a trainer, rider, coach, everything. Just everything. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of joking, but I just want to hear you guys kind of talk about it, laugh about it, you know, your thoughts. But in a sense, you know, he needs a little spark plug in his life. You know, DV should be out there gambling, drinking PBRs, right. yelling it at him, and it might be just the thing he needs to get back on top. Just thought, uh, just to see what you think about that. Have a good night. Thanks for seeing you. I'd like to see DV. Math. I would see DV train anybody at right, any that's time. That's what I was about to say too. <laughs> just, just anything. Just. I'd really like to see like, him with a really good guy like Cincerello. I'd like to see DV back on the scene and maybe he got an extension cord uh, for a skipping rope. You know. Yep. Imagine Cincerello the first time DV pulls out an extension cord and says, "Hey, we need you to start skipping." And instead of Blink One Eighty Two, listen to Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> DV's great. I. I asked him to come up here for the show or do some more columns, and he's yeah. just over it. He doesn't he's, want it. Is he not, no columns no more? He's over motocross. Again. Yep, he's over motocross. He'll be back in in a little while, but right now, DV doesn't care. Oh, my so, God. Um, I'd love to have CDV on the scene. Yeah. And the thing is, that guy's right. He is smart. He's kooky, and he's oh, yeah, smart. No, no, no. no he's smart really guy. smart. Yeah, yeah, great. So, um, all right. Mathis, yo, listening to the show with that and a nap on and you guys are calling JT an idiot for thinking Webb's gonna not win any races and you guys talk about how Webb is killing it right now well if I remember right I'm pretty sure Tomac was in the same boat five six seven eight seconds left faster Bud's Creek I remember that race and he didn't come in and kill him Supercross so um, and he still hasn't so give uh, JT a little credit. He might be on to something. I mean, didn't Good show, guys. Didn't Tomac win a race in his rookie year on four fifties? Mm, I don't know for sure. I can't say yes or no. Didn't he podium? He podiumed. I mean, fuck, that's right. pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's what the kind of that's the but that's what I'm saying. Like everybody thinks if you don't win, you suck. Yeah, like, I know, right? Jesus I know. Christ, I know, right? That's the that's the standard. So. uh show guys later Mathis, joseph got a bone to pick with you uh listening to uh the show from a couple weeks ago and a guy left a voicemail and uh he said he thought you were on his flight he went back to look and it was a, a skinny Stephen mathis from chicago and you said a creepy 
Well, I'm guessing either that guy was uh, a flight attendant or he got the list from his flight attendant. Uh, me, uh, myself, and one of your other uh, hardcore listeners uh, were both airline pilots at the same company, and we both moto. Uh, so, you know, if, I, if I'm looking over the list of uh, uh, status passengers, you know, you're, you're pretty high uh, frequent flyer status. If I'm looking over the list that the flight attendant has just to see if there's somebody famous on board, a movie star, a rock star, or whatever, if I see your name on there, uh, yeah, I'm going to go back and find out what seat you're in from the list and go back and introduce myself and say, nice to have you on. I'm a huge fan of the show. Nothing fucking creepy about that. I mean, people love your show. People listen to everything you put out. So, you know. I agree. Hey, I'm your pilot. Love your show. Going to make sure I have an extra smooth landing. Nothing wrong with that, man. Later. I agree I with mean, this guy. Yeah, a guy called in and said he saw Steve Mappus on his yeah. manifest and went back and it wasn't me. Uh-huh. I guess uh, Pookie's been on me for this. She says I need to be nicer to listeners of the show. But you are. I think creepy was the wrong word. Um, it's not creepy. Creepy is looking in Heather Kiefer's... Underwear drawer. Underwear drawer. That's creepy. That's something Travis would do. Yeah, you like that? But... So that's not creepy. I think that's strange. Or not strange. Maybe that's a bad word, too. But it's like you don't need to do that. Like, I'm good. Are like, you embarrassed? Not embarrassed. Well, maybe. Yeah, a little bit. Like, So I think your problem pass- is These more- other passengers are going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? I think your problem is you're, you're a humble guy. And you don't feel like someone coming up to you, you deserve that. Yeah, I don't, I don't need it. Right. You're not saying you need it. But don't you think it's kind of flattering slash nice when someone does... You know, go out of their way to say, hey, man. No, it's cool. And I, I guess I, Pookie says I don't have enough uh, uh, um, ego to th- about the show. I, like, yeah. like thinking it, I, call, I call it a janky radio show. Right. You know what I mean? I'll, I go on about how you know, nobody listens to us when actually we have tens of thousands of people that listen to us. But, like, you know, just focus on the plane, man. Don't worry about me. Just get the plane going, you know. And by the way, Southwest back from uh, uh, I've never I don't haven't had a flight landing like that. The guy dropped it from like thirty oh, feet up. Man. I'm just like whoa! Just, That's funny because in Washougal yeah, yeah. we came in hot. Did and I yeah. never come in that yeah. hot. Yeah. yeah, and I had Southwest. Okay, anyways. So, anyway, so here's the thing. So a guy called and said, uh, "Hey, I, I saw you." The, and this guy says, "If he sees me, he's going to go back and, and talk to me." I think that's bitching. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's cool. not it's, creepy. I don't. It's not. It's creepy. not creepy. It's like, hey, man, I appreciate you. You're a fan. Cool. Like, I'd bro down with him for a minute or two and say, I'd feel safer him flying the plane because he. What the fuck are you doing? Because he likes that's my, it. That's what I'd be. I, that's what I'm gonna be. No, I. I need to be. It's not. It's not creepy. Role play. It's not creepy. Role play. Uh, where this is going? You're a pilot. Keeper. You're a pilot. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You're a pilot. Oh, Wayne Gretzky on the flight. Are you going back to see Wayne? No, probably really? not. Probably not, man. Bullshit. Uh, yeah, I call bullshit too, Tony. You know what? Okay, like Wayne. Yeah, oh, okay, me, let's say the, you hit the, me the, in a soft spot. Waffle, Wayne, waffle, 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 waffle. Wayne and Hagar. Okay, let's say Hagar. No, those are about the only guys I'm doing it for. And Wendell Clark, the lead singer of the and dude, Gord, Canadian. and Gord, there and you Gord, go, Gord, and Gord. Okay, okay, so Gord. There's four people in the world. I am not Steve Mathis is not in the category of Gord Wayne. Sammy, who was my other guy? Uh, the, 
the oh Wendell yeah. Wendell Clark yeah I am not in that category you do not need to come back and see me I'm good but I appreciate it okay listen well, to the show sports sponsors. I appreciate everybody come to me I think it's cool and I like it and I like talking to people you do and you answer these people's emails and you see them at the track I like that all right can I just refer can, if someone comes up to me <laughs> I can friends. I say hey call Kiefer <laughs> there you go no, listen, I just, I, I don't, I'm not worthy of that. It's I awesome know. you guys listen. I know. Everybody supports the show. You're sponsors, a humble guy. Our sponsors are, are stoked. If you notice, we don't really have anybody that drops off. They all stay on, right. which is another problem. But, but everyone's on because they get good responses because it's you people, and I thank you people. It's awesome. Don't need to get back. Just focus on starting that plane, turning it over, going. Copy. So, all right. <clears throat> What's up, Hope and Mix? Um, I was going to go for the, the Kiefer story. I was going to try to beat it, and then I listened to the radio show. There's there's no chance I'm going to be able to beat that um, virginity story. But pretty, pretty anyways, cool. Steve, anybody, whoever's in studio, Spank Dog skips Arena Cross. He rides a 125 East Coast or West Coast. Does he make Stop a it. 250 main event? On a 125 in Supercross. Stop it. Maybe. Stop it. Stop it. You have a good day. Possible. Stank's riding well. He's doing a good job. Right. Stop it. But I'm saying he probably could make a main. (sighs) I think he could. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think he could. I'm going to ask JT. I hope he doesn't, but I think he could. (laughs) Hey, Steve. This is TC in Oklahoma. What's up, TC? Um, I was going to listen to the Rob Bidas uh, podcast. I think his idea of the old guys on tricked-out works bikes, that would be awesome. Uh, I think that would be the sweetest thing ever to just run that as a, as a works class and let them just come up with some really cool stuff. I think that would be awesome. And... Also, during that podcast, I thought it was weird. We were just talking about CR60s the other day. We used to have one. Uh, I think it was pretty cool. Dad had totally restored it and everything from my little brother. It was sick, and somebody stole it. So, oh, anyway, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, yeah, I think the works bike idea is, is really cool, something that, that should be looked at. That would be really awesome. Anyway, have a good one. Cool. Thanks for listening to Rocket Rob Bite. It's one of my uh, one of my favorite podcasts. One of my favorite people in the pits. Uh, hey, the Gear Ally Cold Call. Um, you called it, Kiefer. You called it about the Calling Gear Ally Cold Call. Cold Call. Austin Cuba. Austin, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, how's it going? Good. Thank you for uh, coming on the show. We cold called you, bro. You were busy. Yeah. And well, it's funny. My um, my room is like downstairs, and we don't get like that good of service. So sometimes, like my phone will just pop up mm. with like a voicemail without even showing a call. Oh, okay. And uh, so yeah, I just happened to check it. I was doing some motoing on the PS4 actually. So <laughs> nice. Well, hey, we just wanted to call you. We have a segment every show, and uh, I just want to call and say thanks for running the stickers. Uh, appreciate it. I wanted to find you at Washougal, and I never got a chance to. Um, and uh, it's JT. It knows you a little bit, and. Uh, yeah, good job this year up in Canada and even at Washougal, bro. That's good. Yeah, thanks. It was fun. I uh, I just wanted to like make it in, you know. That's like that's a my level is just trying to make it in and just mm-hmm. you know kind of enjoy it. But um, yeah, it was fun. I uh, I'm sure the pulp stickers are a little dirty from all the roosts I've been taking, but um, <laughs> right. it's funny. Like right. I get so many people that ask me how I got them. Like, uh, it's like a Red Bull sticker. Tech, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like at Tech at Washougal. This guy's like, 
hey, where'd you get that sticker? And I was like, oh, uh, Steve sent it to me, you know, and it's, it's just kind of funny. Like, and people just like look at me and I don't know, like puts like pressure on or something. I don't know if it's like an exclusive deal like, or what. But. They're probably like, why do you have this janky radio show sticker sticker on? Uh, uh, you know, that's awesome though. No, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I sent you a bunch and uh, uh, hey, you had a, a good Canadian series too, like a couple some top tens near the end there and everything. And hey, it's a nice series, laid back, lots of fun. Uh, you got to be stoked with the results up there. Oh yeah, yeah, it was totally fun, and it. Me and my brother just um, stayed in a box van the whole time up there, so it was good for us to, you know, be able to do that together. And um, it, luckily, it wasn't too hot or anything, so we were able to like, we weren't too exhausted, not having mechanics and stuff. But it was fun, and it, it's cool that you can go up there and be, you know, get top tens and get some recognition, yeah. even if you're not, you know, a top twenty AMA guy, but. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna, you're gonna have a Canadian national number next year, bro. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I was bummed. I didn't get to run. Um, I went up there in 2014. Okay. And um, but I I didn't have as good a results. I some for some reason I always do the best at Nanaimo, and I don't know why, but that's like the worst track ever. But I was um, good, bro. Yeah, I just had. I was more consistent this year. Yeah, uh, Kiefer is up here. Chris Kiefer's in studio. He hates Nanaimo. I love it, dude. It's like home. It's like California <laughs> you, slick yeah. bullshit. Yeah. You're the one guy well, that everyone said, yeah. Yeah, it's all fine with me. I'm used to it. Yeah, it's and honestly, like I, I don't enjoy riding it. And like when you get hit with rocks, it's not fun. But I, it, that's how it is in Idaho. We, you know, they don't even rip the tracks around here. So it's just concrete. So it's like you hate it, but you're like comfortable on it, you know? Right, so. right. So you and your brother just slept in the box fan like on Saturday nights? Just Well, yeah, we, we actually get a hotel okay. on Saturday night. Um depending on, you know, because yeah. usually Saturday night, then we'd, like, shower at truck stops or something. But, yeah, it's just this van that we bought for, like, 1500 bucks and put beds in it and <laughs> pulled a little trail. It was it was I pretty, like it. yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, it was it was cool. And um, no AC or anything, though. So, like, <laughs> yeah, driving back when it was, like, 100 degrees. Yeah. And at Kamloops, it was, like, 104. So, like, it was, yeah, it was pretty, it was fun, um, you know. At some point in Washougal, I saw you and Entenab weren't too far apart. I'm like, hey, look at Team Popo Mix right there. I know. I was, I kind of crossed my mind. Um, I was like, because, you know, obviously I, I listen to the show all the time, and um, it's just funny because I was like, oh, the two, you know, Polk guys or whatever, yeah. <laughs> right next to each other. We had two out of the Taking top over. 40. Two of the top 40. That's uh, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, suck it, everybody. Suck it, Red Bull and Monster. <laughs> um, no, hey, hey, and you're a student. You're a full-time student at Boise State. Yep. Yep. Um, That's awesome. I'm actually, a, yeah, I'm, I'm a junior right now. So, um, what's your yeah, major? I got another accounting. Oh, wow. I'm uh, 25% Asian. So it just kind of comes natural. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're like smarter than the average motocrosser. You, I don't know what you're doing riding, dirt, riding dirt bikes. You- yeah. I, I, it's funny. Um, I just, you know, I don't know. I've always kind of just been into that, like, business type stuff because that's what, like, my dad's into. And you know, a lot of people are like, dude, I think you're the only person that studies accounting that rides dirt bikes. So I'm like, yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah, yeah, really right. Um, but, do you have some of the new 2017 fly gear? I don't. I oh, do not. JT is slipping. we got to hit up Max. No, it's Max. Max, you're slipping. Max. Come on, no, Max. No, I it, – uh, it's funny. I was – you know, I, I know that they have their, you know, select guys that everyone can't be in it. You right, know, at of Washington, course. But, yeah. but, um, but that stuff is, yeah, that stuff's pretty sick. I got to I gotta get on that maybe before. Yeah. 
So, um, what's your plans for the rest of the summer? What do you do now? Um, there's this local kind of regional series that we do that, uh, and they, they do like long motos and they rip the track super deep. And, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if you know, um, like Morgan Berger or Riley, yeah. but they are no, kind of yeah. like my, you know, group yep. of riders. And, uh, and so that's like how we, you know, can ride and get better and race each other. Cause we all race, you know, together at this mm-hmm. little series and they've got, you got two more rounds left. So we'll probably do that. And, I think I'm going to do the Glen Helen GP um, once I get all set up on that. So, um, but yeah, other than that, probably just, I start school in like two weeks, which is kind of lame, but, um, are you into Boise state football? A little bit. I, I don't usually go to the games like live, but you know, I'll watch them on TV, but, um, yeah, I'm not really, I mean, I'll watch, I got into NFL a little bit last year, but I mean, I couldn't even tell you 10 players out there. I just, kind of root for whoever you know well uh, let's get uh jt you're on the line what's up jt what's happening austin kuba on the gear ally cold call <laughs> all right well that's, it's all right don't feel bad austin i don't uh i don't necessarily care about bsu football either so oh. <laughs> uh, jt's a gainesville gator guy and you can't switch it's not a gainesville gator Whatever it is, I'm, in Canada. <laughs> I'm from Canada. Maple Leaf. <laughs> we don't have that in Canada. We don't. We our our, our championship is called the Vanier Cup. You're a what? <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, hey, we got to get on Max tomorrow. Uh, JT Austin doesn't have any of the 17 fly stuff, so he needs it for this series uh, ASAP. Yeah. All right. He has to beat well, Berger in that strict racing well, wait, gear. You can't be looking at yeah, that Berger, shit. Yeah, Berger used to be a fly guy. Now he's strict? He's like this gold chain looking crap. Okay, wears. so imagine if Kuba shows up with 17 gear to rub it in Berger's oh, face. It's just a mental fuck. Right. Like he's going to jack him over. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, hey, Austin, thank you for calling back in. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, no worries. Um, good luck with everything, man. You sound like you got your head on straight. And uh, thank you for running the pulp stickers, too. That's awesome. Um, yeah, no worries. I was pumped. Thanks for uh, thanks for sending them. And, yeah, thanks to JT for I would have never even gotten in touch with you if it wasn't been for him. So Yeah, that's yeah. See, JT, look what you're doing. You're putting Making people together. Happen. Um, yeah, but, between, matchmaker. Between the seven deuce, deuce and Kuba, we had 38 out of the uh, or two out of the top 40 JT at Washougal. So I like it. Not so bad. Thanks, Austin. Uh, good luck with everything. Keep in touch, man. Uh, if you're coming to Glen Helen and stuff, uh, uh, let's uh, meet up for sure. All right. Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you, man. See you, man. All right. Thanks, man. See you. Austin Kuba, everybody. Good rider. He's like a good kid, too. Yeah. Good good guy. Um, no, he's really good. It's, he's Man, his family is so awesome. He's just uh all-around good kid for sure. He definitely gets it as far as there's so many punks in the sport <laughs> running around with. Right. Think they're think they're awesome. He's just not like that at all. Uh JT, how is the seventeen stuff going? Is it is it going well? What's the Yeah, it's good. I mean it's I think for everybody really right now it's all like been pre sale, you know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully people go into their, you know, local dealer or go on their favorite website and buy it. That's that's when you really find out if it's working or not. So Um Well, good to good to hear. Um yeah. so Kiefer's in studio. I don't know if I told you that. Kiefer's here. Um I heard him. I heard him there chiming in. Okay, let me let me go with this, JT. Okay, um, the Designations team. Pretty sure it's Amart, Webb, and uh, uh, Eli Tomac. Yep. Joey Savacci, screwed or not? Um, I don't think it's just. Uh, I don't think it's black and white that he's screwed. I think 
if you're Joey Savacci, definitely you're kind of scratching your head like they weren't even going to talk to me. Um, but I don't, I mean, I think Amart's been really, really good. So, I mean, he won the last race, you know, mm-hmm. so while I don't know that he's the absolute best decision, I don't know that you could say Joey Savacci was the absolute best decision either. So there, there's enough gray area there where it's kind of like, eh, all right. I mean, if that's the way they want to go about it, sure. How do you feel about the team as, as an American who gets, has gotten very upset at the, at the results and, and stuff of Team USA? How do you feel? Uh, I think it's okay. Um, you know, the biggest thing for me, and, and it really hasn't happened since, you know, this is what our fourth year in a row going together. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish, and and I know you're big on this, is having the best of the best team we can possibly, you know, assemble. Uh, that That's what I wish we could do. And, and I, I'm not, that's no disrespect to the guys that are going, but I mean, I also don't think that Cooper Webb is the absolute best 450 guy we could send. You know, I'm not saying who is, but, um, you know, if, if we could ever get a team like, you know, Dungy Tomac and whoever the 250 champ is. or Webb. Yeah, you know, Webb on a 250. Yeah. Super teams, yeah. right, like a super team. That's what I think we don't do anymore. And I know it's all politics, and I know there's sponsors and, and guys switching teams and all kinds of factors. I get it. It's just it's a bummer because it's, you know how it is. We're both there every year. It's a big deal when you're there. I mean, a very big deal. And when you go there and you don't win and you look back on it, you're like, man, if we had our best team, I feel like we could have won today. It's just not yeah. a good feeling. So. Um, can you believe, I saw the press release this week and we talked, we talked about it earlier, Dungy is going to that SMX Cup, as is Anderson, Osborne, and Marv. Yeah, it's politics. Dude. And he's skipping the Disnations, you know, one week earlier. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. It's all politics. It's all sponsor tie-ins, and you got to go to this race because our title sponsor is the title sponsor of that. And yeah, that's bullshit. That's all that matters anymore. It's do all you, money. Do you, if Dunge gets heat from fans, do you understand it? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying you have to go to Motocross Nations. I get it. Like it's yeah. a long season. Yeah, yeah. But don't throw in the SMX Cup and and bypass Disnations. That's that's to me is just. Out of control, silly. To me. I mean, I I know from people close to Dunge, he doesn't want to go to the SMX Cup. KTM is no, yeah, yeah. KTM not. is saying we need not. you there. Right. Um, but I have no doubt about that. But I don't know, man. I think uh, you got to go to Disnations if you go to SMX Cup. As a as a fan, and that's the only reason I'm going. Yeah, I will do some work there. Don't get me wrong, but I I, I would pay my own way if if needed to go to this event. And when you sit back and you look at, man, when you're at that event, you see how big of a deal this is on a world stage. To know that he's going to miss that, to go to a one-off event that who knows how it's going to be. I mean, I, I have my doubts how great this thing is going to be. Um, you, regardless, it's just a one-off event that means nothing. Mm-hmm. Do you know so, which you know, stadium it's at in Germany? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's in a... Uh, an arena called Shiki. I actually raced there before. Oh, did we go there? Um, was that the night with? Did we go there with? Yeah, with yeah, 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 yeah. That was when Nick Way won the first one and thought he was going to kill everybody. And then, <laughs> then hey, then Joaquin Rodriguez happened. Joaquin later. Yeah. Later. So is it a, is yeah. it a big stadium or is it yeah, like a no, typical it's Germany? No, no, like, it's a it's a big no, arena, it's, oh, big okay. stadium. Yeah. yeah. Um, dude, I I mean honestly, like I, we talked about this again at the beginning of the show. These USGPs. Like no one wants to go. They're only going because Monster's making them. I've talked to yep. I've talked to two or three guys that said they hope they they can fake an injury to get out of it. There's no money in it for them. Now you have the SMX Cup. You got the Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Uh, Red Bull the, Straight Rhythm is no different for Red Bull guys. They don't want to go to that. 
Yeah, they, well, I, they do not want to go to that. They I might not. They might be okay with that one because it's so slack and easy. But but the teams. What about the mechanics? What about the teams? What about these truck drivers? What about everybody just adding on these races, man? Something's gonna have to give. You can't. But you think you think you think those guys want to go sit in Fontana at 112 degrees all I, day long at a race that they don't have to be at? I no think ch- it's 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 at least tolerable for those. It's dudes. different. You know. Yeah. The amount of effort isn't isn't high, but um, you know yeah. whatever. I'm just saying, you had the two USGPs, you added Motocross Nations, you had an SMX Cup, Red Bull Straight Rhythm, and Monster Energy Cup. I mean, come on. Something's going to end up breaking here, and it's going to be riders. Well, I just think they're they're going to start putting in their contracts that you can't add races. I mean, no one knew. Like, Dungey, when he did his contract and when he went into this season, he didn't think he was going to have to race this SMX Cup, you know? Right. That's, well, a, that's yeah. a huge undertaking. You go to your uh, train, you know what I mean? Like, it's a... It's not just driving to Fontana, you know. As much as I said they don't want to go to the Red Bull Straight Rhythm, going to Germany and racing a Supercross, you know, in October is a whole different deal, you know, and it's not something you planned on or necessarily want to do. I think uh, it's a joke. I think it's a joke that I do too, that, especially when you take into consideration that it's pretty much at the cost of doing a race of designations. You know, that right. it basically makes designations a complete impossibility. There's right. no way they're doing both. Yeah, that's the bummer. No, and it's 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 whether it's. It's uh, energy drink assholes or promoter assholes or OEM assholes. It's everyone's doing it for their own purpose, and the victims are the riders and teams. They all, yeah. they well, all got their dicks out measuring each other, and it's costing – it's at the teams and teams' expenses and riders' expenses that this is happening. And I just I – yeah. I can't believe it. Would you agree that it's – and I don't have a dog in this fight, nor do I dislike or like any of these people – um, but it's, I definitely see it being between Monster and Red Bull just trying to one-up each other. Right. For events. Right. For, for events. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, we have Monster Cup. Okay, we'll do Red Bull Straight Reds. Right. Okay, well, we're going to have USGPs. We're going to make our Monster guys go. Okay, well, we're going to have the SMX Cup and make all the Red Bull guys go. You know, it's just like one after the other. It's pretty, uh, it's, it's like tit for tat, and the only people that are losing are the riders. That's what I said. Yeah, exactly. It's a joke. It's a joke. Um. Hey, JT, uh, the Canadian series is wrapping up. It's got one round left. Um, you got to say, you called it, man. Millsaps, uh, look, he crashed hard at Glen Helen, and it hurt him for a round or two because he couldn't practice much and his, wrist, his, his ribs were sore. Um, you know, I, I thought that he would win, um, but you were pretty adamant that he was going to win and win, I don't want to say easily, but it's happened. He's, he dominated the series basically from start to finish. Well, the only reason I thought he would win is that um, J.D. Miltas is very few and far between years has been at 100%. And where he's happy on the bike, he's happy in his personal life, he's healthy. You know, there's all these factors that have to be exactly right for him to be at his best. And I feel like he's kind of there. Like, I think he, he really likes the KTM. You know, his family life and everything, he's really happy and stable, and he's you know, he got his leg fixed, so he's healthy. And when he, when all those things come together, I mean, he's a world-class guy. He's won, you know, how many races at, at the highest level in the USA. So when you look at who he has to go beat, uh, which is, you know, Matty, who is, you know, he's older now. He's in his 30s. Matt Gerke, who I think is absolutely capable of, you know, really good things. But um, I really felt like if he could beat Matt, he would have his way with this thing. And, and obviously we've seen that play out, but I just looked at who he had to beat. Right, and, right. you know, Michael Essie's not the Michael Essie he used to be by any means. So 
um, he's going up there with a full factory motorcycle, and and there there was just a lot of things going his way. And and I I I realistically saw your point too. I thought he would have some bad motos here and there, and he really hasn't. He's had oh, one he's or two in there where they're questionable, but man, he's been he's um, been really good. And get well soon to Medi jacked up. So. Yeah, facial fractures yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But he looks pretty good. Like in his pictures that I saw, yeah. he looks pretty good. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, happy to see that. JT, harder to make a main event in on a 125. You're 125. You're Stank Doc, okay? So you're Stank Doc. You have gnarly hair. You look, yeah, you look like Jesus. Um, <laughs> is it harder to make a one a 250 main event on a 125 in Supercross, or is it harder to get in the top 20 to national? What's harder? Ooh, um, I would say it would be harder to make a. Oh man, it depends on the skill level too. Because that, man, that's a that's a really good question. I know. Think, think East Coast round six. Yeah. See, that's easier. Yeah, I would say probably. Why do you say? Cross, why given, do you mean that? Depending on the coast. Um, okay. Right. Yeah, I guess so. It, it's tough though because I think there are tracks like Southwick, a track like Southwick, where. I think 125, you just hold them pin and they handle so well. Because I, I know I, I battled that against 252 strokes on a 450, and the, the two strokes were just so wide in the front and handled so much better than my bike did. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm going to give it to Supercross, but I don't think it's – I think they're pretty similar on it. I think they're you're taking a knife to a gunfight in either situation. Right. So. Uh, yeah, I think it's easier on it in, because, let's Supercross. say – Yeah, it's Supercross. Because, com- you have half the competition. Half the competition. Well, yeah, if you ride right. the 125 you had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's say, if you ride the legit 125. Jab, jab, jab. That's uh, all JT does is jab, jab. That's good. It's, that's a good jab, though. Yeah, jab, jab. Um, and then a lot of guys are hurt, and some of the LCQs are, are pretty weak. And especially, I saw some this year, and I'm like, oh, it, it wouldn't be a problem for him because he's a good rider. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, he can make you're up You're probably for right. I'll give it to you. So. Um, but he, has got, he has gotten points. So. We had Cooper Webb on earlier, JT. We asked him the million-dollar question. Break check or not break check? Yeah. Uh, he said break check. <laughs> so why can't? Yeah, why can't? You know, why can't? Um, was saying, oh, I don't know. I watched it a bunch. Uh, you know, but. I wrote, I mean, I wrote that he break checked him, so I was hoping that was right. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was obvious when you looked at it. Well, why can't was on the fence, bro. He's just a. Um, he said break check. He said, yeah, you want to mess with me, uh, you know, in that turn? Uh, I'll, I'll mess well, with yeah, you. Well, so. yeah, if, if it would have been anybody but Cooper, I would have, I probably would have hedged my bet a little bit. Yeah. But I just know Cooper, he doesn't care. Like, he yeah, is, yeah. He um, doesn't. He really doesn't care when it comes down to it. If somebody pisses him off, every, all bets are off. Doesn't matter. Championship, who cares? Doesn't matter. All that matters is right in that moment. Um, we uh, we discussed Webb's new team. Uh, we Chad Reed and him, of course. Which yep. guy drops bombs on social media first? I don't know. I think. One of them tweets it, and the other one retweets it. <laughs> <laughs> one of them says, these Feld guys are a joke. Right. And then the other one hits retweet super fast. Right. Is yeah. It? Oh. It's going to be interesting. I hope that nothing happens between those two. Like, they, they work together, and nothing stupid happens on the track, because that would explode everything. I, uh, completely sideways. I think they'd be good. I really do. Yeah, I think. I think they'd be good. Yeah, but you never know, right? Um, no, I, I think they will be, too. Yeah. I, I know they like each other. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it's going to be interesting. Those two are both very willing to speak their minds, so it'll be fun. Should be, no doubt. 
Uh, silly season a little bit. We're going to do the X-Brown goggle tear-offs here coming up. and uh, uh, But silly season a little bit. I hear Yosh is leading towards an all-250 team. It's a pretty good source as well. Suzuki. So, yeah. Suzuki, uh, they'll be a run a, they'll run a 250F team. I would think Bichelia has got a spot. Yeah. Boom. Maybe uh, what's-his-nuts from Europe. What's-his-nuts. Yeah, the Suzuki kid. Young kid. He's 15. Sure. No, he's... Uh, he was at those off-season supercrosses. Why is it? Not oh, Sue. 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 Sue, Brian Sue. Oh, Sue. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know who else. Would it, what do you think, JT? I mean, Luke Reslin leads a ride, you know, um, these type of guys. Bowers. The Bear? Would you get Why the not? Bear? Uh, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a, a podium-level guy on that class. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that's a – I have zero information yeah. pointing that way. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying there are, there are guys available. Yeah, yeah, should be interesting. He's one of the only guys that can win, I think, that's available. Put Stu on there? No. Okay. What's up with Stu? That's your guy. You tell me. <laughs> I don't know. I hope Stu can get the magic back. That's all I got to say. Stu's coming back, with, though. With Big James, he should know. Yeah. And, yeah and he's back on Suzuki's. That's what we, we yeah. know, right? Um, What? Stu back on Suzuki? I don't know. No. I thought that's what he said in the interview. He's Are like, you breaking news right now? You know, I thought that's what he said. He's like, hey, I'm going to finish my career on this bike. He did? And Don interviewed him at Washougal, and that's what he said. I think you should tell the Suzuki guys that. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he really say that? Yeah, in the interview. Okay, and he well. did in the motorhome. He's just like, yeah, I want to finish my career on this bike. And I'm like, all right. All right. Um, what else, uh, JT? What else did we talk about that I want to get your opinion on? Did you watch any of the GP, JT, uh, from Switzerland? I did not. No, I saw okay. like little clips here and right. there, but uh, I didn't watch. Bravo, Antonio Caroli. Take it, <laughs> yeah, taking a win. I was pumped on that. That's yeah, that's nice. awesome. That guy is it's amazing. I'm on record to say how awesome that guy is. That's yeah, fun. yeah. Good to see him do that. Faber and Geiser. Geiser had a good race. Yep. Second moto, that was good. What's uh, what's Geiser's plan? Anybody know? Well, depends on who you talk to. I the Honda guys over here are like he's going to do the Monster Cup, and that's about it. And he'll probably be over full time in 18. I think, mm-hmm. uh, but people in Europe are like, oh, he's going to c- come do opening supercrosses. And but you know, the, the GP season starts so much sooner than it used to. You can't really do three, four races in January and then have enough time to go over and get ready for Qatar, which is what late February. Oh, yep, yeah, it's always the weekend of Atlanta. Yeah. So I think he just does the Monster Cup, and then he's here full time in eighteen. I really do. That's what I heard too. That so, was from a Honda dude. So. Um. All right, let's do the X Brown goggle tear-offs. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid fire. X-Brand Gog is a choice of champions everywhere, like Brock Tickle. Fast Freddy Norton wears X-Brand, and guess where he's riding this weekend? Factory Honda. Factory bike for Fast Freddy. Wearing his X-Brand goggles, EKSBrand.com. The choice of champions everywhere. Kyle Chisholm, who's rounding into form, wears X-Brand goggles. Bichelia wears X-Brand goggles. If Bichelia and Chiz and Freddy... And, well, Tickle's not coming back. When's the new X-Brand goggle coming out? I think September. Okay. You mean the Scott Prospect Killer? Because that's yeah. what I'm calling that's it. That's what you're calling it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, JT, didn't see you at the pros- Scott Prospect launch. Uh, yeah. I have a full-time job. That oh, thank you. That precludes me from being at events that don't concern me. Seems like you travel quite a bit for a full-time job. So. Yeah, for work. Uh, all right, these these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. He's on vacation, so the questions could be 
all uh, over the place. That's where he's at. Okay. Yeah. But uh, we thank uh, Moser. We thank X Brand Goggles. Pulpamex16 is the code to save big at xbrand.com. EKS Brand.com. What's wrong? I was looking, I just want to hit the dog. Oh, okay. All right. 30 seconds, JT. 30 seconds. Mm, I'll see about that. 30 seconds? Yeah. When do we go up? I went I, I went longer because we've been having issues with people answering. So I went I went 30. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh Steve, yep. If you get invited to a fox party and a fly party on the same night, which one do you attend? Um good question. Uh probably the one that invites me first. What about BTO and motorcycle superstore? Again, same same dilemma, same same thing. What if they both advertise? Well, they both advertise. Yeah, superstores oh. on my Razor X podcasts. That's right. Fox does the research. for your health if you choose wisely, so I can tell you. Right. <laughs> JT, with all the heavy hitters at Star leaving, who's their standout rider next year? Their standout rider? Uh, you got to think they have pretty high hopes for Plessinger. I mean, he's, he's big for that bike, but he's capable of winning Supercross. I mean, he was in the title hunt, so you got to think it's, it's Plessinger. 14.8. Good job. Kiefer, when you met Moser for the first time at Washougal, what was your first impression? Uh, he's he's a better looking man than I thought he would be. Actually, he's hmm? good huh? lo- good looking dude. His attire. That's nice. right. So yeah. All right, nine point eight. Steve, if moto was an Olympic sport, how would you structure it? Supercross, motocross type of track, laps, minutes, etc. Uh, I don't know. Awful. Good answer, bro. One, Good one, answer, Steve. One point eight. I, honestly, I, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Keeper, do you think there's a chance that you get shot in the shopping cart debacle that you're embroiled in? <laughs> Man, uh, possible. You, yeah, you but need, it, you, you're going to get in an altercation. No, I'm not. How am I? I mean, just altercation. Yes, shot. No. <laughs> you're yelling at strangers. <laughs> hey, in the high desert, JT. In the high That's desert, get shot. Put your shopping cart in the fucking rack. That's all you got to do. Dude. Don't bro me. Alright. JT, who will have benefited the most from the time off and who partied the most? Mm, that's a good question. Um which class are we talking? Um, does it matter? Nah, it doesn't matter. Um Moses ten. Partied the most, I have no idea. But who will benefit the most? I'm hoping Cincerillo. I I really want to see him get in the mix before this thing's over. Getting close. How about uh, DV's tweet or just mocking you in the shopping carts? How does DV even know if he doesn't listen to the show? And he doesn't follow me, so how the hell does he know He follows that? me. Oh, okay. I've been retweeting it. Got it. Yeah. Kiefer, have you ever been without a condom and had to improvise? I don't know what the improvise means. Like, I didn't have a condom. I just did what I did. Yeah. I just left it off. Raw dog. There you go. Sketchy. Steve, who's the favorite to win? Who's the favorites to win the two MXGB classes in Charlotte and Glen Helen? Oh God, I don't care. You, don't, you can't have two. I don't know, so you can't do it. I know, he's honestly like, who gives a shit? Um, Aren't you going to the race? I'm going to Glen Helen, I think. Um, not, not Charlotte. No, 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 no. Um, oh, I thought you were going to go. Uh, Geyser's good. This just in. Geyser's really good. This <laughs> just in. Um. And then 250s, uh, who's doing them? I don't even. So, who's doing uh, them on the U.S.? I think I think Aldridge and Tonus are doing them for PC. 
until Ancy wins. Does, does does Nelson? If Nelson shows up, maybe he wins. He won Glen Helen last year. He rode pretty well. What should go? Yeah. You know what? I don't give a shit. That's who wins. You're <laughs> terrible tonight. Yeah. I, I don't give a shit. Followed by uh, who gives a fuck wins the two fifties. It's like it's close. Can you battle. please hold back your comments until we get our press passes approved. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably a good point. Seriously though, like like. The GP series is over. You know, Hurling's actually, he's only 40 up right now. 47. Right? Yeah. So that thing's not quite open. The 450s is over. Yeah. No one gives a shit in the American guys about what happens. You know what I mean? Like, so the intensity will be like Glenn Helen last year at all-time low. Right. And who cares? Oh, everyone on Vital will go screaming about USA versus Europe, though. And, and, and USA had four of the top ten. and four. Th- who cares? JT, what will be the biggest positive influence Reed will be to Cooper Webb? Um, I think with the bike, I think with the bike, I think Cooper is uh, headstrong enough that he's not scared of anyone. I really don't think he's intimidated by anyone, which is a, a good quality to have when you move up. But I think with the bike, the 450s handle so much worse, and there's so much more, um, there's so many more intricacies with the 450 setup than the 250, so I think he'll have a lot of insight for him. 27 seconds. Good job. Last one. Kiefer, what is a bike you are looking forward to riding that you've never ridden, and what is the most excited you've ever been about riding a new bike? Uh, I'm looking forward to riding the Honda. That's coming out. Um, Really? What? Really? Yes. Okay. All right. You sucked it up for two. All right. And what what was the second part of it? What? Yes. What is the most excited you've ever been about riding a new bike? Oh man. <sighs> Probably when I was uh back when two strokes were transferred over to four strokes, um I was really excited to ride 250Fs. So that was probably the most I've been excited about riding new bikes. All right, that's it. X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions everywhere. X-Brand.com, EKSBrand.com. Please get X-Brand Goggles and experience goggle comfort like you've never experienced before. It's like pillows. What's with the hands? It's like pillows are on your face. They just float there on your face like pillows. Really? Yeah. With with Archie Piss that you wrote the Scott thing? Yeah, he was. He was bitter. Yeah, he was bitter. (laughs) He was very, very bitter, but... I mean, seriously, again, Scott's an advertiser. And Knowles, yeah, of course, what are you going to do? Hey, and Knowles wanted us there. Like, yeah, he did. Well, I'm not you so much, JT, but you were on those group no, texts. No, he was texting me, can you come? I was like, no. Yeah, he was. He said, he's like, if you don't show up, Mathis, your fucking check will be zero. <laughs> basically. And I'm just like, fine. I did not want to travel after Washougal, but I did for my buddy Johnny Knowles. And, hey, the goggle's good. The goggle's good. Um, if I was on your schedule and I didn't, you know what I mean? I would have gone. I did. It's not like I didn't want to go. Yeah, yeah. Gone. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, all right, let's do the NFAB uh, JGR check-in slash question of the day. The NFAB question of the day. I got a text that said I that my answer to the USGP questions are not good. You had some uh, fire from a couple <laughs> things tonight. Beginning of the show, just those questions. Honestly, though, like... I thought uh, they were very much from the heart. Geis, oh. Geiser wins, I think, 450s. Right? 
He probably beats Barsha. Bevra's going good, though. Bevra's back, yeah. Bevra's yeah. back. He's got experience on Glen Helen. Yeah. Um, do they beat Barsha? That's the qu- Pike. Yes. Yes. Pike, Nicoletti. Yes. Uh, they beat them. Chad. Yes. What's with the laugh, bro? Well, Chad, like I said, Chad hasn't trained. He just said it. Webb said it. NFAB, proud sponsor of the Factory Yamaha JGR guys, uh, and they're a big part of the NFAB uh, uh, Ampro off-road team, of course. If you need something for your Jeep, truck, or SUV, go to n-fab.com, at NFAB Inc. on Instagram and Twitter. Thomas and the guys at NFAB, big sponsors of the sport, and uh, they really support our programs no matter what we do, and we thank those guys. They have LED roof mounts and bumpers and steps, and i got a set of steps on my Ridgeline. I've never been happier. Uh, please check them out, uh, n-fab.com. you want a deal from NFAB, uh, email me, and we'll hook you up. So uh, no race to talk to the JGR guys, and I was too lazy to call them to record it for the show. Uh, but we have the question of the day and the JGR check-in. Let's combine those. If you're Coy Gibbs and Jeremy Albrecht, um, Kiefer, I'll start with you, and all the riders that are left are the same price, Bogle, Pike, Wilson, uh, Brayton, uh, Weimer, Tickle. They're all the same price. Who do you hire? They have one spot. I think Phil's going back is that same fill-in deal. Barsha's locked in. I got one guy. Okay. You actually said I got one guy to choose? Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to have to go. Is this Supercross out outdoor? <sighs> yes, Kiefer. I want to say Dean Wilson. For the simple fact that I know he could probably, result-wise on paper, I think he looks the best. And I know speed, he can he can get that back up, no problem. And he wasn't doing horrible before he hurt his knee. What He got a sixth. He won a, he won a heat race, too. Yep, so I think he's the best bet for my money. All right, JT, what say you? And Both I you guys want to say... It's tough. Both of you guys are like, oh, God. Well, it's such a silly question because none of these guys are the same money. Well, okay. Well, that's why I mean. They're not even close. Well, whatever. That's fine. Um, I would say Dino because I like Dino. Like, that my heart says Dino, but I think if I have to go rational, I, I take Bogle. Okay. And you know, those two guys are probably the, the most um, better looking on So they're paper. the youngest. They have, you know, I feel like the most upside. Um, so I would, the only reason I would, the only possible way I would be scared of Dino is just the injury thing. I mean, that's the obvious, you know, it's the elephant right. in the room. Right. Um, uh, but I feel like Bogle's so young, his starts are so good. He's always at the front of the start, which is half the battle. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, that's where I'd probably end up. Supercross only, I'd take Brayton. Always there, solid. He can't go back a third time, though. I should have almost ruled out Brayton. Yeah. Because he'd, he'd go there three times. Um, all right. I, I might stick with Pike. Same price? Pike? Got some fans? Yeah. You know, eats nails? I'm, I'm good with what, that. What is he eating? What's this saying? Concrete. He eats concrete, yeah. right? Shits out nails. Um, I might go with Pike just because he's familiar with my program on the bike and I'm not starting, I'm not starting all fresh again, you know? I mean, Pike is Pike – is- you know, my one of my marquee riders, so I'm, my money's already there. So, I mean, look, Pike. Uh, I think I think it's fair to say in 2015, Pike killed it. Did a good good yeah, did a good really job. Good. 
This Absolutely year, did. this year, not so good. Uh, crashes, some finishes here and there. He just got what fourth overall. What should go fifth overall? Yeah, he, he did great. Um, so, you know, maybe I give him like another shot. Like, hey, we had one successful year, one year with injury. Let's roll the dice and see what we get for the third year. You know. I kind of think they're going to yep. keep him anyway. I think. Do you? Yeah. I feel like they. He knows. Like you said, he knows. They know right. the program. They like him. Right. So. The whole thing about it is that just like, you know, basically what's happening, it's, it's you know, six and one, half a dozen the other. Mm-hmm. Who, who wants the deal? Somebody come sign this thing. <laughs> yeah, you're all yeah, the no, same. Yeah. yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? You're just, you're, all you guys are so close to the same person and the same results that just someone come sign this thing and let's be done. Don't you think, and don't you think Tickle ends up back at RCH, whatever they're doing? So that only leaves like one spot, dude, for all these good dudes. Yeah, I mean, if, if RCH is around and they're doing, they'd be silly not to sign Tickle. I agree. We're going to have like random riders riding for Moto Concepts for Cycle Traders. It's going to be like Cycle Traders uh, keeping Tommy Hahn, right? Yeah, they're 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 back on that ship, and that's that's what they're going with. <laughs> solid, bro. Yeah, solid. he's back next year. Yeah. Yeah. So they decided that with all these great riders, they're going to stick with Tommy Hahn. Only one four fifty guy. Yeah. Okay. And then they got that Taft. They got somebody else too, another amateur. Taft, Taft is good, I'm telling you. Yeah, Taft He's will be bad. good. Uh, we haven't even they talked. Keep cold Nichols. No, Nichols going to star. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, you did. I don't think I did. Yeah, you did. You're just you're drunk tonight. Um, All right. So that's been the NFAB JGR check-in slash NFAB uh, question of the day. Uh, I say Pike. Kiefer says Dino, and JT says Bogle. Travis, what do you say? Uh, I don't Have know. you even paid attention? No. Okay, thank you. What's up, tits? I'm building your app. <laughs> That's What's up, seriously, tits? Seriously, that is such a tits. He hired me. <laughs> he did, yeah. <laughs> His protege. So you're actually working on the app right now, so you're working on, like, I'm paying you for the show, and then I'm going to pay you for yeah, the app. Yeah, so you, you said that last time and tried to get upset, but I really don't care. All right, there it is. You know what? That's There's a lot of, it's this theme going around tonight. Hey, I don't care. Pay attention to this. I really don't care. Oh. That's tits. Yeah, I need to go back to back with that. Yeah, there we go. Who, who texted you and said your answer about the GP sucked? I can't say. <laughs> Somebody that, yeah. Waffle, and, and, waffle, and they waffle, might have waffle. a point. And they might have a point, okay? But I need the credentials for, the, for these races. Um, <laughs> Somebody listening live, which means that it's probably not anybody important. Yeah, nobody they, that they can take the credentials away. No. Coincides, yeah. No. Um, you think Giuseppe's listening in Monaco right now? <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> I think he's counting. He look, I said earlier in the show, he's counting his money from the Dis Nations and then being like, well, fuck, that works out pretty good. Let's do a Supercross Dis Nations. Yeah. <laughs> let's take. Let's let's rely on everybody's pride for their countries to spend shit tons of money to come here. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. Brilliant idea. Um, all right. Let's get to a phone call here. Uh, Dark Side, what's up, bro? What's up, guys? What's happening? Hey, first of all, for the next year, can you please call me Fly Racing's Dark Side MX? Yeah, we can do that. Fly Racing's Dark Side MX. I'm, I'm under contract now. I'm, I'm just waiting for Kennard and the got those guys to call me to come hang out. Okay, all right, fantastic. Speaking of Kennard, <laughs> hey, um, speaking of Kennard, JT, is he back this weekend? Oh man, I wish I knew. Uh, I think. I mean, he should be right, and Bogle should be. I hope, or maybe that's why they put Fast Freddy in the semi. They're just like, wow, well, we we got to get somebody. I don't I think either of them are back, honestly. Really? 
Yeah, I don't think either either of them are. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. It's longest. Trust me, uh, anyway. some of the Honda guys don't even know until Friday. Jeez. All right, Dark Side, what's up? Hey, I was listening to the show two twenty two, which was last year about this time, and Eddie Ray asked you what you thought about changing. The discussion was changing the team manager for MX Nations. Yes, Eddie is Have very. Have you changed very... your opinion any 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 year? You think? Like Supercross, maybe we need a change? Nah, whatever. I mean, <laughs> what you you're just all about whatever, fuck it. I don't know tonight. <laughs> no, listen, um, when you go to these races, I think you understand that Roger picks the teams, but like most of the time it's a pretty self-explanatory team like, that you should pick. Uh, I wish he would put 450 guys on 250Fs more. Yeah, but, mix like, it up. That'd be fun. But, but. But when you get to this event, like you realize that Roger, like these guys aren't like all kumbaya. They're all pitted in separate areas. They all have their own team managers there. Roger gets them together and says, "Hey, don't take each other out. Good luck. We're gonna go with this guy on the inside gate." Like I don't think it's as big as a deal as everybody thinks. You know? But, but don't you think if like just listening to what Eddie's opinion was, you know, if they took somebody like a McGrath or a Wyndham or somebody that's more somewhat current to these younger guys. That maybe they would bro down more and be more of a team. Yeah. Rah rah. No. You don't think so? I don't think it's going to affect the way no. they ride on the track. Exactly. Uh, That's I, what I think. And Eddie, Eddie, okay. Eddie, Eddie talked about Roger, and you got to get an American in there, bro. Eddie's been Costa's been in America for forty years, and he's an American right. citizen. Like than Eddie has. <laughs> exactly. I'll. You know, like, yeah, he's born in Belgium, but Eddie's point about, let's get an American in there. Sorry, E-Ray, can't go with you on that, you know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. JT, what do you think? Uh, you know what? If I think Roger has earned the right to be the team manager if he wants to do it. But I certainly would be okay if, if there was a change at some point, you know, which is inevitable, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably I'm good with it. If they want to mix it up. I don't know who's going to be that guy, uh, but I, I would be good with the change, too. Yeah, but has anybody even showed interest? Probably not. Oh, I think there has oh, been. I'm yeah. sure oh, there, really? there has people been. That are interested. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's like saying, is anybody showing interest in Irv's job? There's interest, bro. You got that. Yeah, yeah. I read that three-year deal. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know what, Dark Side? I, I don't think it affects... Do Kiefer or JT, do you think it affects the results one bit? No. Roger being the manager? Yeah. No. Definitely not. So, there you go, Dark Side. Okay, man. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, we're going mean, to get It affects oh. maybe who the riders are sometimes. Think, yeah. But. Yeah. I'd like to see a little bit more, like uh, like I said, put a 450 guy on a 250F like other countries do. Mm-hmm. You know, if you really. We used to do yeah. that. But, dude, think about it. I, like, I just don't think they, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. But they should. Well, should is a very subjective opinion. You know, the should is in your opinion. Yeah. For them, I just don't, I think. There is not the sense of pride with this race anymore that there used to be. Thank you. I, re- I, I really believe that. We just and we just talked about that earlier, yeah. Yeah, yeah I wasn't listening, but, I mean, that that's the missing ingredient to me is these guys. I know David Bailey has commented many, many, many times about how just the overall opinion and, and feeling of this race from the rider's side is different than it used to be. And it's unfortunate. I can understand it with all the racing they have to do, but it's un- it's unfortunate as a true fan like i consider myself i and steve obviously you can attest to this how angry and disappointed and just bummed out i am when we lose oh my god yeah 
it's uh, but that's I mean I just, I just want our country to win, and I I think back then those guys were willing to go out of their way, ride whatever bike they had to to win, and I just feel like that for whatever reason you know has, has faded a bit. Yeah, money. I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I probably would need a soapbox all the time so people can see me. But right. I'll get off my rant. Yeah. Uh, all right, buddy. Hey, thank you for uh, coming on tonight. Flyracing.com. Please check them out. The 2017 stuff is out now. Go to your local dealer or your favorite online store and uh, get out some of that. Uh, get some of that stuff. I I second those thoughts. Um, oh wait, wait! Before we let you go, we're going to give away an Andrew Short replica. Uh, it's it's is it one of Mips JT? Does it always have Mips? Yeah. Those ones? Okay, yes. the replicas always have Mips. Okay, F two carbon uh, with Mips. Uh, we're going to give away Andrew Short replica in honor of Seiji coming on the show tonight. Uh, Seiji dropped some knowledge on us, JT. Not scared at all. Um, and uh, so we're going to give away email contest contest at pulpamexshow.com. Random email uh, contest at pulpamexshow.com. If you want to win a uh, brand new Andrew Short F Carbon F2 Fly Racing uh, MIP with MIPS replica helmet, good looking lid. So yeah, it's a good looking lid. Uh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate you it. Make, you want to know how uh, Andrew chooses his uh, replica helmets? By the way, yes. yes. Little inside info. Whichever one do you think is going to sell the best and make me the most money? Just pick it. I don't even want to see it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. Oh wow. Jeez, you just brought our world down. You just brought. That was gonna be something really cool. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Oh, he was. He was. He came in here. He designed it for hours. Yeah. He took some clay and he molded it. No. Nope. Um, you guys are the sales experts. You tell me what's gonna sell the most and make the most money. I'll take that one. Yeah, you'll do it, right? Um, all right, buddy. Hey, thank you for coming on, and uh, we will. I'm sure I will talk to you probably in the morning on a group text. All right. See you guys. See ya. Jason Thomas, everybody, flyracing.com. We're going to take our second commercial break of the night. Come back. we got the uh, BTO tweet at the Travis segment. Uh, we have the um, uh, that's it. And then we're going to do virginity contest, keep for after dark. So just warn everybody. Turn off your radio. Turn off your radio if you get mad. Or turn off Talk a radio. little bit of moto when we come back, and then we might slip into the Kiefer world, netherworld of Kiefer. And, uh, and yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Again, contest at pulpamexshow.com. If you want to win a uh, Fly F2 Carbon Andrew Short F2 Carbon Replica Helmet. And uh, I'm going to try to change my attitude in this commercial break. Are you going to switch it up? I'm going to try to be more... you snacking you? A little more what? What do you want me to be? More assertive? More... Just a little bit more upbeat. Angrier or no? no. Less angry. Le- no, a little less angry. Yeah. A little more patience. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, more upbeat. Like Axel Rose said, dude, patience. That's patience. all we need is a little patience. Yeah. All right, we'll take a commercial break. We're right back with Travis and more. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 Carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. 
Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. And Fab.
Web is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved the weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within usually safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility notice how we said usually the all new line of atlas braces are 20% lighter have three times more suspension in them maintain the much needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition 
all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michelia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX.
Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock up Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Pulp MX Show. Yamaha. <laughs> That's what people think. They do, don't they? Oh, Have you run into uh, Pulp fans at the track lately? All the time. All the time. Every time you go out. 90% of the time I'm out of track. Someone, we talk about Pulp. Hmm. They come up and ask you about Air Forks, and then they run away? No, they know better. <laughs> NitroCircus.com, please check them out. They're, uh, are they still going? We should really know this. Hold on. Nitro Circus? Yeah, they just had the Nitro games and stuff. I think it's done. Well, then why are they still advertising with me? They want to get up on that business still. The tour, North America. See the Rio. Hold on. Maybe it's... You a... guys got to check this out if they're anywhere near you. I need to go see it. I haven't even seen it yet. Oh, you got to see it. Oh, yeah. Wait. Yeah. We're they're up go... in Canada right now. Oh, there you go. Uh, Quebec, Quebec, Thunder Bay. 
Then they're in uh, the late August. They're in uh, Connecticut, Maine, South Carolina. How long are they going to? North Carolina, Alberta. They're in Regina. Oh. But you'd have to get in some Regina. I love that. Uh, Victoria, Canada. I've been there. Then they go to England. NitroCircus.com. Please check out this tour, everybody. It's great. Does Travis go to everyone? I would think so. He's the number one star, bro. Yeah. NitroCircus.com, two under, the number two UNDR, the best men's underwear out there. Please check them out online. Use the code under sponsor deals. Uh, you can go and help yourself. Help yourself. Help your boys with two under. Uh, Travis Marks here in studio tonight at Pulp Mech Show. Works Connection, Mission Starcross 5. Yep. Our promo deal is over with Michelin. Uh, buy a set of Michelin Starcross 5s, get a pair of X-Brand goggles. It's over. Uh, it was a huge success. The guys at Michelin were stoked. Uh, to see you guys do it, and uh, thanks very much for everybody for doing that. So, but you can still get Michelin Starcross fives. And still experience the tremendous gripability, the grip. Twenty-one sizes, hard, medium, soft uh, tires. Chris Kiefer had a hand in <laughs> what? Well, just the way you said that, you you said tires last. Twenty-one different sizes, hard, medium, soft tires. I was like, all right, where are we going with this? Yeah. And you said tires. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you like that. Uh, Michelin Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Please check them out. And Guts Racing, of course, uh, official seat foam of Monster Energy Pro Circuit. RCH guys use Guts Racing as well. And uh, Race Tech Suspension. What more can we say about those guys at Race Tech? So, uh, BTOSports.com, proud sponsors of the BTO Sports KTM team with uh, Shorty, Benny Bloss. Killing it. That's not guys going to Justin Brayton. Uh, we thank those guys for BTOSports.com for, uh, for helping out and uh, coming on. And you got to call them. If you call them and say you're with Pulp MX, they'll give you a killer discount on anything and everything. And they even got OEM parts down there and everything. And uh, we thank the guys at BTOSports.com again. So this is the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. Here's the tweets at Travis. Great uh, guys at BTOSports.com. Uh, these are questions submitted to at Show on, uh, on Twitter. Travis takes the best ones, and uh, he's going to ask me and Kiefer all about it. Um, Kiefer, yep. Michael wants to know, what Colorado tracks did you go to while you were on vacation, and what did you think about them? Uh, went to all of them, pretty much. All of them. No, I'm sorry. Went to all the ones close to where I was. So went to Thunder Valley. I went to a place called Tacono. I went to a private track that was... Uh, by they called the Pinery. Um, I went to Brush, and I went to a local sand track that was by some guy's farm. Um, and uh, there was another one. What else did I go to? I think that was it. Yeah. So I went to like five, five by, or six. Uh, by a guy's farm. And they're all great. Yeah. yeah which one did you like the best? Uh, I love Brush. Brush MX is great. Um, the Sweeney's are always the family owns the track. They were a bunch of great. Great, great people, and uh, hooked up with them for a couple of days, and you know their sun rides, and yeah, it was just a, it's like a sandy, clay based, just tons of traction and fun, flowy track. I had a great time. It's good. All right, Parker wants to know: uh, Do you guys think having a baby will motivate Stu to train or work harder, or does it make him want to step away from the sport and focus on his family? Uh, I don't know. Um, it depends. Either one. I mean, he's got to make a living, right? He's done the last year of his deal. Like, yeah. I think it can motivate people. Obviously, you want to set an example. Obviously, it, you know, baby's really young, so it's not going to know. But 
you have more to fight for. I know that's kind of how I was. Like I wanted to do better. Um, and also on their side of it, it some slows the other guys down because you got to do more shit. You know. All right, uh, Kyle wants to know, Kiefer, what Olympic sport do you think you'd be good at? Uh, we can have Steve answer this one, too. I don't even know. Jeez. Volleyball, I guess, because I was pretty good at volleyball. I had a, a girlfriend that played uh, college volleyball, and I used to play with her all the time, and we used to I bet you did. go back and forth. So, yeah, maybe maybe volleyball. Steve? Uh, hockey. Hmm. Summer, Steve. Mm, volleyball, hockey. volleyball. I, uh, you know, Kevin Barnett, who used to do the uh, host of shows with Jim Hawley, the Supercross live shows. He is actually a former pro volleyball. Who he's in Rio right now. He works for NBC Sports. Calls all the action. I texted him the other day when uh, Canada beat USA in volleyball, men's volleyball. So suck it, America. Anyways, I told him I'm like, hey, I'm good at volleyball. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I used to play in high school, in junior high and high school. Were you outside hitter, setter, what? I was mostly a setter. I said, uh, bring a volleyball. I'll show you. He's a former professional volleyball player, Kevin Barnett. I'm, I didn't really think he would do it, but he brought a volleyball to Seattle Supercross. <laughs> and he's like, all right, let's go. And I'm like, whew, rusty. Did you set him? I set him. Like, that's my form. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I spiked it, and we played some pepper in the parking lot. Yep. And he was like, wow. He's like, I'm actually kind of impressed. This is a pro Former pro men's volleyball player. Huh. He said he was actually kind of impressed. I said, told you, bro. Told you. Wow. Yeah. I thought the setter was like the second tier player. No, the setter is you setting the people up for the spot. I know what it is. Oh. I'm just saying that's usually for the people no, that aren't good to be. No, it's very important key. Oh, yeah. You got to set it. You got to know exactly how much pressure to put, how much high to put it, where the guy likes the ball. It's yeah, the setter important. has a lot of shit to Where do. do you like the ball? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Uh, time yet? <laughs> Ryan wants to know, other than the possible chase, do you guys see any big changes coming to the sport? A new points format. They're going to do a new points format. Whether it is, I don't know. When's that get announced? Uh, I spoke to someone pretty high up in Supercross. They seem to, they're trying to do it this year, but they seem to think it's going to be 18. So we might not have anything new for 17? Huh? We might not have anything new. I think a new point system for 17. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. But not the... Not the chase. Okay. We'll see. He's, they're trying. So, um, Spoons wants to know, will we ever... Spoons. S- Spoons. Yeah, it says Real Kyle Kiefer. Uh, will we ever see helmet radio for riders like in NASCAR F1? Nah, I don't think so. Why do you think that is? Uh, for one, they don't work that good. And JGR's tried it. Different mm. people have tried it. Bikes are too loud. It's tough, yeah. Tough to uh, Two, privateers won't be able to afford it. And now you're having a competitive advantage for factory guys a little bit, you know? You know, I wish I would have known which one I tried. I tried some trail riding. Uh, We tested some, and it wasn't my job to write about it. It was Denison's, but it actually worked pretty good. I mean, I could hear, and it was voice activated. So um, as soon as you started talking, I could hear him. Uh, But, you know, we were trail riding with three people. It wasn't like 20 guys around me. Um. Matt wants to know, do you think Roxon has ridden the 2017 Honda? No. no, I wouldn't think so. You think you would have rode the 16? Would they even have bothered? I mean, maybe, but I mean, you know, I just it wouldn't make sense anyway. Uh, it's a different bike. You're excited to ride the new Honda, huh? I am. Right, Very excited. Yeah, I can't wait. That's going to be great. I love it. Yeah, right. Can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. That's going to be great. Uh, uh, it's like Christmas time. <laughs> Damon wants to know, uh, I'm out of the loop. What is Monster SMX? 
It's uh, fucking in Germany. It's a man-made supercross track with a three-man team of each country, like the motocross the nations. Aren't all supercross tracks man-made? Whatever, bro. I'm just saying. Uh, Brody wants to know: Does Marvin ever win a 450 title, supercross or nationals? Or do you think he's peaked? I don't know if he's, he's peaked, peaked, but yeah, it'll be tough. Dude, no. remember that? Like, uh, there's a three or four race around that Atlanta when he almost won Atlanta. Mm-hmm. There's like a three or four race. Uh, Started getting close, dude. He was good. Yeah, yeah, real good. Riding to the front too, not getting good starts and hanging on or anything. Like going through the pack. Does Marvin look at me at Anaheim one press conference next year? Oh god! Or do dude. I just go somewhere else? I I don't know. That was terrible. I think I should get a, I think I should ask him another question to redeem myself. I don't know. Can you can you can you clear it with me before you do that All so right. I can make sure it's not weird? <laughs> okay. Uh Darkside wants to know does Chiz get back to 100% and make top 15s in Supercross in 2017? Yes. I think Chiz can. Yeah, I think Chiz can make mains out of 15 or 15 17 like whatever. He can get yeah, 15. Yeah, he yeah. Can, he could yeah, no problem. Yeah. Um and Steven wants to know Will Dungey ever win another title? Oh, God. <laughs> Duh. Yes. Well, why would you ask that? Sometimes I like to throw a silly one in there just what for What about funds. the guy who said you never ask his questions? Uh, maybe his questions aren't that good. Can I you don't... just throw him a bone, though, to our listeners? You're always such an asshole to all of our listeners. Can you oh, at least? I'm an asshole. Yeah, uh, you're an asshole. <laughs> I thought you were going to calm down this time, this segment. <laughs> you're right. I was supposed to calm down. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I saw that, and I was going to save one, and I forgot, so I apologize. <laughs> so you don't even know who it is. You forget who it is. I, you know, yeah. I got a lot of stuff going on. Right. You're very so busy. He wants he's to doing apps, no, doing all kinds of shit. He he's getting me. paid by me to be on the show and, and produce a show, but then he's also getting paid for me to buy that, to build the app. Uh-huh. So why not do both at the same time? So give yourself extra like, time. Double no, dipping. You know, pay half attention to the show and half attention to the app. Okay. Should be great. Right? Yeah. Should be no problem. That way, when you have off time, you don't have to work on the app. Exactly. Right. Thank right. You. Yeah. See, so I'm, I'm getting already pl- here. I'm, I'm getting premium well. service <laughs> here. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's all. That's it? Yeah, that was like 11 questions. BTOsports.com. Please call them and tell them you with Pulp. Tell them you know Kiefer. And they will give you a hell of a deal on anything they carry. BTOsports.com. And they carry a ton, a shit ton of stuff. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. So uh, they've got a lot of great stuff. Um, BTOsports.com. We thank those guys for. Uh, for making it happen, and uh, yeah, it's great to uh, to have him on board. All right, um, let's see. We talked to his nations. We didn't talk with Redis. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there. Chase Sexton's going to debut this weekend in Unadilla. Yep, Chase and Taft. And Taft. Yep. Okay, where are they going to go? Where are they going to finish? Uh, ten to fifteen. Yeah, I think you're right. That's where I'm going to put them. And who finishes? The thing is, I'm trying to think who finishes better, Sexton or Taft. Correct me if I'm wrong, but was uh, Sexton not universally better than Taft? No, Taft has been pretty much winning everything. He's he's been racing this year, so okay. Uh, but Sexton pretty much killed it, you know, in right. in the pro sport. I think that's or I don't remember which class it was, but mm-hmm. he pretty much went like one one two, so he killed it. Okay, all right, um, all right. Let's do. Uh, to the virginity contest. What about Robbie Raynard riding 125? Dude. Okay, let's talk about that real quick. Do you see his Instagram post he put up tonight? No, I didn't okay. see it. Pretty good post. You check it out. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, Stroop won the first moto. Right. Burner won the last moto. Burner was probably the fastest guy, I've been told, but he had shit luck in the mud in the first one. Michael Stryker, former mechanic, or I think former mechanic now, I think for somebody. I, I know. Won. He, yep. Uh, and Renard should have won. 
ripping through the pack. I guess he let everybody go off the start and then just rode. Oh, he like, let people go. Okay. He let everybody go off the start. Oh, first okay. one, anyways. And then came through the pack. Oh, wow. And should have, and he was in position to win the overall in the third moto. His bike blew up, what, four laps from the end or something? Yeah, I, I saw a video of him ripping. I was like, I can't believe he's on a 125. I didn't yeah. know he was doing that. He's not exactly stealth either. He's a bigger guy. Right, he's 200 pounds, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So, Great job by that's Robbie. That's impressive. No, that's good. It was Robbie Renard. Right. I mean. Yeah. Looked good doing it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, great great job by him for sure. Um, um, a bummer for, uh, if I told you guys once, I told you a thousand times, those two strokes are unreliable. Yeah. Unreliable. Yep. Blown up. Just blown up all the time. Uh, Eddie Ray, I talked to Eddie Ray about it a little bit, and he said that, uh, that after Renard's success in the first two motos, like, they, like, pulled the bike down and, like, changed it and jetted it and everything else, uh, you know, to to try and uh, do, dial it in. But it looks like they didn't, they didn't really get it right. do enough. But great job for Robbie, man. That's awesome. Um, I think that that's cool. Um you know, and what about, Stroop? what about Stroop coming back too? Yeah, like, and he won. The, you know, you know. Like, I thought geez. that was cool too. I um, Loretta's is the new thing to come back to. I guess I don't know. Well, I just hope Stroop, like, yeah, holds it together. I hope you know? he. I wonder if he is going to race again, like professionally, or just going to do his I own mean, thing. I don't know. Hopefully, and we had him on our show, of course, a few times. You know, yep. when he was coming back and everything fell off the wagon, and so I don't want to, you know, start proclaiming him, quote unquote, better. Just right. Day, I, I always liked the kid. Yeah, he was yeah. always nice. When oh, I always a nice kid. Yeah. yeah, always a nice dude. Um, but Renard winning on a 125 in the mud, <laughs> letting everybody go. Like, it's a pretty cool story. It's insane. Yeah. He almost did it. So, um, so a couple shows ago. Well, for, okay, first off. Turn your radio off. We're going to get a little graphic here, folks. Right. So if you have children in the car right now, turn the show off or earmuffs for them. Right. We're going to have Kiefer After Dark here in a little bit. We're going to talk this virginity segment. 18 and over. Don't write anybody, emails anybody. Don't complain to our sponsors. Don't say it sucks not it one, doesn't. Not one sponsor has dropped us. They're not going to drop us. They're going to, tell, they're going to take your email, tell, them, tell you that they're concerned, and then, and then tell me that, they, that the email that you wrote, that you need to pound sand. So no one cares about your emails. Okay? So things are going to get a little weird and... It's not that weird. No, it's not, but whatever. I, so we'll we'll just wait. We'll just wait okay, to turn the radio on. off. Okay. There'll be signs. And we're back. There you go. With the Virginia hey. Uh so what we're basically gonna do is Kiefer Kiefer dropped a, a um Kiefer, Kiefer dropped a story that was <laughs> unbelievable. And uh about the first time you Me and Christina. You and Christina. Yeah. And you I set the mood. You were so her. upset at were so upset. The song. She didn't want to do it anymore. Right, right. Um, so we said, hey, if you got a better story than Kiefer's, call in, and the winner gets a $100 gift card to one of our sponsors, who we can't talk about, but we'll, we'll hook you up. Dude, honestly, it gets a little flutter in my chest when this song comes on. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Hold on. Wait for it to kick in real quick. Here it comes. This was the song that Kiefer was playing over and over, trying to get over Christina. And I had a tape. It wasn't a CD. It was a tape. And I just kept rewinding it. And I had to find the right spot, you know? I got a song like that too, Kiefer, so don't worry. Can I? Can we reveal it or no? No, I don't want to reveal the story and everything else. But it's a song where I was very emotional over a chick. So. Oh, that's a good song, man. God. So, we had a... 
We had so many voicemails that the voicemail box was full. <laughs> That's awesome. And I didn't check it, so probably some people were like, what the hell? Right. So we apologize for you people uh, who couldn't get in and leave a message, but um, hold on. Uh, Got it. This guy uh, said, hold on. Andrew sent this in as an email. We'll read it. Hey, gentlemen, uh, I was a 16-year-old teen, nervously tiptoeing my way through high school, never very popular, but if given the chance, we could party with the best of them. I had been seeing a girl for a few months, and one evening while in my parents' basement, we decided that tonight was the night. Excited as I was, I was also a tad nervous. I was definitely no kefir at the time. So as I fumbled to get the condom on, I was unable to stay erect. Right. Very embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, after struggling with the condom, we decided I would enter with no protection and for her, no birth control. <laughs> During the minute, we were both in a state of euphoria. However, once I finished, only me, by the way, we began to think about what just happened. 16 years old and pregnant was all we could think about. The two of us held each other and cried. <laughs> For, for several minutes until we decided it was best she went home. She, <laughs> she dumped me the following day and we have never spoken since. Oh, shit. Which is awkward since we saw each other almost every day at school. Oh, my God. In the end, she was not with child and life went on. Dude. Andrew. This guy should have voice. If that was the voicemail, you would have won, dude. We held each other and cried. <laughs> we held each other. Oh man! Oh man! Um, so we asked you guys to call in, and you did. You filled the voicemail up. Now I didn't want just Kiefer's opinion on it. I also thought, who, who else could? You know, right. who have, possibly who could, could possibly have the mind of Kiefer ish and offer an objective opinion on the winner? Uh, um, and so we went with Moser, of course. <laughs> Shocking! Shocking! So we went with Moser. Um, but actually, Moser picked two opposite. That you you picked two. Right. I said I said to you, here's just, here's the thing, pick your two favorites. There was 40 minutes of, of voicemails, and you guys, which I listened to immediately when you said, oh me. yes, your answer. I didn't wait. No, <laughs> 40 minutes later, your email came in. Yeah. Um. Uh. Moser picked two different ones that you picked. Oh wow. Which so now we got four. Yeah. So maybe Travis and me and you can get the Narrow winner out of these four. Okay. Pick the winner out of these four. Um. There was one guy though. I didn't. He's not in the final four. He left a very good story that I was excited about. Right. As the winner, and both you and Moser shot him down. Oh, so you did? He, Moser didn't pick that one either. Moser didn't pick him either. Okay. There was a guy who called in who said, yep. the girl was uh, his girlfriend was preparing him for the night in a bath, and um, there was a knock on the door." First of all, he was scared because his, her, her dad was like gnarly dude. Yeah. So there was a knock on the door. Yeah. And he thought it was the dad. Right. But it wasn't the dad. It was the sister. And they both deflowered him together. Right. Now, I thought that was pretty good. Kiefer and Moser both thought. That's I forgot your name, guy. Whatever the guy's name was. Kiefer and Moser both said that you made it up. There's no way for your first time to you. Does that happen? There's just no way. And one, you would be so out of your league slash nervous, you wouldn't even know what to do. There's no way. Just like this guy said with the condom, well, I believe this guy with the condom and he went limp. That's the kind of shit that really and happens. And cried and cried. Because and, 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 you're like so nervous right. and you're trying to get on because you don't really know so how to. My initial thing was, hey, this guy's going to win. Like, 
this dude's got it on lock because I love that story. And then you guys uh, uh, listen to it, and I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Neither one of you um, went for it. Right. You guys were just like, nope. No, we knew better. So he didn't make it. He Sorry, made the buddy. cut. What do you think, Travis? Like you didn't hear it, but does it sound like uh, I'm gonna trust Kiefer and Moser. Yeah, on this one. Okay. If it I, sounded like, do you not want to say anything because your wife's listening, you can get in trouble. No, she'll think it's funny. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> um, so, uh, so that guy didn't make it. My, he was my pick. I'm like, oh, here's the winner. And you and Moser independently were like, no, he made it up. And okay. I'm trusting you guys. Yeah. You you two have the special minds. Yes. Where you can You trusted him with the app? Yeah. Trust us right. with these kind yeah. of decisions. So, so that guy didn't make it. Uh so without further ado, here's the four best first two are Mosers, last two are Kiefers, and uh we'll uh, we'll try to figure out which guy gets the win here um um after playing this. All right, let's go. Let's go, Travis. Time that perfect. Hi, my name is Jonathan. I'm from Western Colorado, and I just wanted to give a, a big thank to you guys for the BTO Sports. Um, I've never ordered from them before. I called them up, told them I listened to Pulp and Next Show. They saved me a lot of money. I just wanted to say thanks. And I want to give you my virginity story. I was uh, about 14, headed over to my girlfriend's house, and uh, no one was home. We started fooling around. Next thing you know, we started going at it. Going at it for a few minutes, and then one of those stories, first time, got off fast. Ah, but I didn't want to stop, just kept going. And then all of a sudden, condom, the condom must have came off. And I just kept going, didn't know it. And when I got done, I was like, oh, shit, where's it at? And she started freaking out because it was inside her. She called her friend. Her friend's like, well, you need to have him stick his fingers up in there and pull that thing out. And... uh yeah, it ended up being not too good. She never wanted to have sex with me again. But, <laughs> yep, just wanted to give you a thanks for the BTO Sports coupon. You guys have a great one. I look forward to listening to your next show. All right, so that's, that's Moser's first one. That's good. Yeah. See, I, I laughed out loud on that one when yeah. I listened yeah. to it, but, but it, just, not, just, it yeah. wasn't impressive enough right. for me. Hey, Steve, it's uh, Janky Mike. I had a virginity story. So uh, I was 16, she was 15, and... Uh, We've been planning this, you know, we're going to do it and we're going to, we're just going to handle it. And then she came over and we were about to handle it. And then it was shark week. So I told her, you know, Hey, it's no big deal. So we started watching a documentary on Hitler, which was a by, uh, extra credit project from school. So we're watching this documentary on Hitler. The next thing I know, she spits on her hand and we started uh, playing in the other hole. <laughs> So that's how I lost my virginity. I don't know if that counts as losing your virginity, because it wasn't really... We, we went to the judges on that, on whether it counts, and, and you and Moser are 100%. Yeah, that's a it, hole. It counts, right? Good, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. The right hole, but I say it counts. So I lost my virginity in the butt to a documentary on Hitler. Anyhow... I mean, when he when he spells it out like I lost my document, I lost my virginity in the butt to a documentary of uh, Hitler. It sounds like one of those uh, clue things uh, in the library with a candlestick, (laughs) doctor, uh, whatever, you know, but that's impressive. Yeah. So those are two of Mosers. Okay. And here uh, comes uh, we got Jonathan. Number one, Janky Mike. Number two. Uh, All right. Number three. Mathis. This is Kyle. Got a virginity story for you. Uh, Dating this girl right after high school, and she wanted to have what? sex, didn't know how to 
go about it. Neither of us had ever done it before. She was afraid she was going to get pregnant. So she told me, we can't get pregnant if we do it in the butt. So <laughs> that's how it went down. And uh, I wasn't sure how to feel about it afterward. Uh, I knew I had like a freak on my hand. So I put a ring on it. <laughs> now, now, that's what, now, the... The ring is what does it for you. That's what does it because right. I was like, I wasn't impressed. Because the honestly, very like Janky Mike's Hitler documentary story is the same, but they were watching Hitler, so I give him the edge. No, th- but, but I don't give him the edge. When Kyle said I put a ring on it, oh my god, I was like, boom, he's in my top, right? Yeah. Because he's like, I'm locking this shit down because she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Crew Blake from Maryland here. Just got done listening to show 263 and. uh Heard you guys wanted to hear some stories about losing your virginity. Thought that was pretty funny since, coincidentally, my racing number is 263, and I've got a pretty great story of how I lost my V-card. I was 16. Uh, my parents went out of town for the weekend, and it was our homecoming weekend for football. And perfect storm, my older brother comes back home from college for his 18th birthday and decides to throw a party. So I get home from the football game, and get to our house and there's like 100, 150 people in our barn for this party that my brother's decided he's having. So I walk in, I'm freaking out thinking my parents are going to find out and we're screwed and he hands me a fifth of Bacardi and tells me to go to town. So I start drinking this thing. I've barely drank before. I get pretty hammered and just go down like I need to pass out. I'm done. Get a phone call from a girl who tells me she wants me to come over and hang out. So, you know, of course I'm going to do that little background her father is the principal at my high school and her mother is a teacher there who i had her for spanish (laughs) the year before so i get another girl that's at this party who doesn't even have her driver's license has her learner's permit to drive me over in one of my parents cars to her house where the principal's daughter sneaks out of her house meets up with me and one thing leads to another and we start having sex on the side of the road in a little grassy patch underneath the tree. I'm talking 15, 20 feet from the road. So You just got to stop? I don't even remember how long it lasted or anything like that. All I know is, shit, that happened. So I call, I get the girl who brought me over there to come back and pick me up after it happened. (laughs) I'm heading back to my place, and all she's telling me is, you can't tell anybody about this. Nobody can find out about this. That will end so poorly for you. So I'm just like, okay, okay, you're right, you're right. We get back to my house, I walk in the door, and the first thing I yell is, I just fucked the principal's daughter. <laughs> and everybody loses their shit. Right. I pass out eventually later that night, wake up the next morning thinking it's a dream, and everybody just starts telling me they can't believe I did that. Get into school Monday, everybody knows. A few days go by, her dad finds out, her mom finds out, and it leads to a very awkward situation for the rest of my high school career. So, yeah. That's how that went down. Uh, feel free to play it on the air. I think some people get a kick out of it, especially Kiefer. Thanks again for everything you guys do. Keep it up. And the reason why I like that one yeah. is because there's all odds against this guy. Shit storms are happening left and right on this guy. You know, you... I, I I don't drink. I took a little drink. I got shit bombed. Yeah. And then I got. I don't. This chick doesn't have a license. She drove me over there. He's doing everything he can to get some. Yeah. And it happened. You um, you didn't look the one with the puppy in the backpack. <laughs> 
and the puppy got away. <laughs> that was just it was no, it didn't do nothing for me. Okay, all right. And the sisters, forget it. The sisters would have been good if it was like... You don't think it was real? I think that's like a fourth or fifth time right. thing. Right. Okay. okay, so we had Janky Mike with Hitler Doc. Jonathan, number one. What was his deal? John was the... Um, the very first one. Wasn't that just in the butt? Here. Yeah, there's two butts. No, that was... Then that would have been two. Hitler. Janky Mike and Hitler. Yeah. Kyle. The ring on it. Yeah. That's one you like. I like that. Then Blake, just right now. Yeah. I don't uh, remember John because I didn't really. Like, that's the first one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Skippy, you there? Yeah. You have a story, Skippy. I, we, we this isn't really this isn't really following the rules, but maybe we can let you in. Well, that's why I was calling. I was like, man, I didn't even know it had to be a voicemail. What the fuck? You didn't know it had to be a voicemail. We only said leave a voicemail fourteen times. <laughs> well, I'm talking about for like the content. I must have missed the uh, Seven News Two show, so that's my bad. Okay. Uh, no, but the, it was the, the second the second uh, butt story was uh, Shark Leap was going down, so they had no other option. Yeah, Hitler, right. the Hit- Hitler doc. Right. Okay, well, yeah, I, I actually called in, and uh, I was uh, the one that asked. I was, uh, I think that was, in fact, question of the day was the how Keeper left the virginity. Well, I lost mine in the doghouse at the races. Oh, that's right. I remember this. Oh, one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was worthy. You know, I was like... Oh, that was good. No, that's good. Yeah, we asked you about... Yeah. You, so yeah. You're, you're, you started us all this shit. That's what happened. Yeah, you did. That's, that's right. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> or I'm not going to say unfortunately. It was a great story. Now, the, the thing was, man, like, I rode 80 Beginner for five years on, like, four different bikes, like XR100, back to, up to a YZ80, before the 85s are out. Dropped down to a TTR125. Like, I was just the guy that was a squirrel. But my race bike, my TTR125, was also my pit bike. So when we went to the pit bike track, shit went down. And we had, you know, Teddy Parks, uh, fucking Jake Lowry. Great story, Skippy. Thanks, man. Where are we going um, with that? I don't know. Awesome story, Skippy. Couldn't, couldn't get enough of the TTR. <laughs> These trips just stung up on Skippy. Okay. Um, so $100... For a vendor that we have, a sponsor that we have, Travis, what do you think? Am I just picking my one? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with number three. Put the ring on it. The ring on it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. I'd go with Janky Mike and the Hitler, (laughs) but Moser went with number one and number two. Um what do you think, Kiefer? I'm going to go with the ring on it, too. I like that guy. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm not. Uh, but that's the winner. That's the guy. Kyle. Kyle, you're the winner. $100 gift card. Yeah. He did it in the butt. He, and the, he, didn't, he, the didn't, whole... he didn't experience the vagina yet. And he just said, F it. I'm going to lock it up. I'm going Put a there. ring on it. His wife must be so happy to, uh, <sighs> to be listening. This is awesome. Good for you. Good for you, Kyle. Good for you, Kyle. Do you, do you Kyle. think she knows that he called in and told the story? I hope so. I don't know. We should get him to call in. With her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way you got to redeem, uh, redeem your card. Yeah, so uh, Mike, you win. Uh, Kyle, you win. Sorry. Kyle, you win the $100 gift card. We will uh, purchase the gift card for you. Uh, we have your information, but uh, email the show uh, if you can, please. Uh, use the contest at pulpamexshow.com. Um, email address and uh, we will get it straight and get a, a mailing address and all that stuff for you and uh, congratulations thanks to everybody yeah thanks I was really I, I had a me and Heather were laying in bed listening to all these and it was a really fun experience which one Heather like 
Uh, she actually liked the the last one. Oh, uh, v vice principal. Yes, principal. vice principal. Yeah, yeah. So. Um. All right. Yeah. No. I. I. I honestly. Kyle would be my third choice. I like the principal one. I like the, the Hitler doc. But hey, you two. I just think it was. There's three of us here, and you two guys picked the, put the ring on it. So Yeah, it was an average story until he said put the ring on it, and then it uh, got me. Yep. Skippy, your story of the doghouse was great. Skippy you, started. Thanks, Skippy. You started this whole thing, Skippy. You were the uh, you were the pebble in the ocean that started the tidal wave. Yes. And uh, we thank you for that. And uh, thanks to uh, Kyle, man, for uh, for the win. Good job. Good thanks. job, Kyle. Thanks, everybody, for uh, emailing in. It was yeah, awesome. Thank you. We uh, we really had fun. It was uh, pretty good. Who picks these questions? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Some, <laughs> somebody does on this show. So, um, yeah. So, again, uh, Kyle, email the show. We'll, uh, we will dial you in. Uh, what else, Kiefer? Um, Austin Kuba was on the night. Um, Cooper Webb. Coach Sagey, Jason Thomas, all uh, on board. We thank those guys for coming in. And I think it's been a good show. Chris Keever from Dirt Rider. And we have Dirt any After Dark stuff? Yeah, hold on. I'm getting there. Oh, I thought we were skipping it. I know. I was just kind of recapping a little bit. Okay. I mean, we could bring Poogie up here and get it all into that, but we probably don't have time. we got to get you on the road. It's 10-12, so. Yeah. Um, so we've been asking for Kiefer After Dark questions for a while. I haven't really got any, but... Um, we did. We finally got some. I've been saving up a little bit. So uh, here's again. Again, no children listening. Turn it off. Chris Kiefer will help you in your advice for dirt bikes, spring, proper spring rates for your dirt bike, or uh, proper advice in the bedroom. Either one. Yes. Kiefer's got you covered. I got it. So uh, here we go. Here's some questions uh, from a couple of listeners, uh, Kiefer, that uh, they, they want to help you out. Or they want you to help hey, you uh, I've got a question to be considered for uh, Kiefer's After Dark. Uh, Kiefer, you're a veteran in the game. Maybe you could shed some light on your Top tips for uh, avoiding burnout after, let's call it, years of, uh, you know, riding the same track. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's a legitimate question. That's a legitimate question. Years of riding the same track. I usually just get new tracks. That's what I do on the road every weekend. Just, just run the new tracks? New tracks, yeah, all the time. Freshly graded? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you... F you, dude! <laughs> what do you recommend? Well... <clears throat> This is not a really secret. I mean, obviously, you have to try uh, different areas of the track, you know. Yeah. You have your track at home. you got to try different areas, you know. Um, like uh, uh, make a new section? Make a new section. Yeah. Um, maybe. When it's got, like, nice brown dirt. Yeah. yeah. And if yeah. your wife is down, maybe bring some things with her to help you along, too. Oh, yeah. You know? You know, I, I was never a big fan of these little rings and things that they put on the dudes and but mm -hmm. it's not as bad as you think it is i thought it was all oh dude that's kind of lame like i'm not bringing anything to help my game i don't need it right mm -hmm. but it helps them which could increase the the flow of which stuff comes out so you know add a little mm -hmm. spice to your to your deal add a little spice to her mm -hmm. join it in and mm -hmm. then just experience the life that you guys could live together you know because there's so many options out there what about your, so many? What about your wife uh, um, getting a new track and bringing the track over? Mm, I'm not down with new tracks coming in. No, no. Okay, not down with that. That seems to be like what I think a lot of guys would be down with, but not, oh, not oh, uh, same track, 
Same track. Same track. Same track, but uh, different area. Like, Got like it. Yeah, I'm mile, all for the same tracks. Like if the tracks are the, the same, the dual tracks. Yeah. Uh, beautiful. If she's in, okay. Right. Great. Heather is down with dual tracks at times when we were dating. Yeah. Which helped me lock it down, like yeah, yeah. that guy. Like you put a ring on that. I put a ring yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, when yeah. she didn't say no, yeah. I was like, that's rare. It's like right. a fucking unicorn. Right. Okay. You do it. All right. So experience, um, but mostly toys. Get some toys in there. Okay. Different areas, different, different positions. Different areas of the track, different positions, toys. Yes. All right. Okay. Not this. First off, the show rocks. You are the man. Yes, I am. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I appreciate all you fans. Also, Kiefer, got a little little something for you. Okay. First off, my two favorite things in the entire world, riding dirt bikes and crushing moths. I love this, crushing muff. God, guy, I hope there's no muff there, this bro. Is, uh, this is your fan right here. This is awesome. Dirt bikes and crushing muff. I like it. Like Take the muff out a little bit. It's Why? What do you mean? Eh, we don't want a full... Not muff. Not Moffenbeyer. No, muff. I know. Like a full muff pie. No, I know, but I'm thinking you're thinking that it's Moffenbeyer, which no, is No, I'm thinking of like a full hair. No, that's just a term. He doesn't mean that. All right. Hanging out with some chick last night. She tried to 69. Got all up in my shit, you know. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Hall Pass, but her her shit wasn't. I have not. Wasn't smelling too hot. Fake chow. So I successfully pulled off the fake chow. <laughs> Called it, Kiefer. Hopefully, you've seen the movie. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Just wondering if you've ever done anything similar. Pulled off a quickie. Anyways, calling from beautiful Lake Elsinore, California. Lake's closed because the water's just dirty. Anyways. Okay. You guys rock. Play this shit on the air. Hashtag Kiefer after dark. Hashtag holla. <laughs> That's your fan. Have I ever fake child a woman? Well... I've never fake chowed. Like I always, I mean, I thought I talked about this before. Like, you do the dip test where you dip, reach around the neck, and decide if you're going downtown or not. Uh-huh. This guy obviously didn't listen to my advice and he went straight for it. Yeah. So you never do that. And fake chow. Hey, that, pretty that, good show tonight, not too great. <laughs> fake chow doesn't work in real life, man, because chicks know. If that chick doesn't know you're fake chowing her. I didn't understand it because I'd never seen the movie. So you're not doing anything? No, you, you, so just, you got just, your fingers in and you, and you pretend you pretend like you're, you're they, doing They would know that. They would know that. They would know. So it, that doesn't work. Huh. Do the dip test around the neck. Kiss the chick. Get a whiff. Decide what you want to do. Make a decision and go with it. That's what you do. Okay. Never done it. Not going to do it. And I've been, I've been pretty lucky. Only have like one or two in my lifetime that wasn't able to do that. So, hmm, interesting. But I also want to bring up a point that I brought up to Heather the other night. <clears throat> Time for and bed. I, and I, yeah, similar, but not like that. Yeah. You know, I don't know how many guys out there that their chicks get bummed out if they masturbate. And I know most of us guys, we don't, you know, obviously tell our ladies that we we beat off, you know, while no, they're gone or something. No. Um, but you know, sometimes Heather's aware. I'll just tell her straight, like, "Hey, I just, I just beat off. I'm, you know, I'm okay." And she gets bummed out. 
Like, she's like, well, why do you have to beat off? I'm like, it, it, it's a thing. Like, it don't matter how much you get, you're still going to do that. Am I right? Matt? Uh, yeah, we're, we're men, yeah. So you're going to do it regardless. Let, let's say you... Whose chick would get bummed out? Uh, some chicks get jealous because you're, you're not... Jealous? Yeah. Maybe, like, stoked you don't bug them then. No. You're not pawing at them like some sort of chimp. Chicks, they want that. They, they want that attention. Okay. So if you're drawing attention... I don't know any girls that would get mad at that. I don't. Some yeah. girls do, and I, I maybe was callers it, could it, call in later on and say if they do or not. Is her name Heather? Yeah, no. She gets like, why do you got to... She doesn't like get pissed. She just questions me like, why do you have to do that? I'm here. Like, I can just do whatever I, I can do whatever I want, right? But I, I choose sometimes because when you beat off, you can do whatever you want to whoever you want, and then you're done and you're fine. And you're not doing anything bad or illegal. Right. You know? Okay. Do you have fan favorites you go to? Everyone's got fan favorites. You got a file. You got a file folder. Thank you. Yeah, <clears throat> just bring it up like a hard drive. Right, hard drive. But I don't think as women, yeah. if if they do it, obviously we want them to do it, right? Because we want to watch or whatever. Yeah. But they don't think about anything else besides us. I don't know. I don't know any girls that would get mad about that. I really don't. Besides Heather, now I know one. I think there's. Nah, one. I don't know. Um. So seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for Chris Kiefer for his After Dark segment, uh, he'd be happy. Will More than happy. Travis, you've seen him. He's more than happy to yes. help out. I do get excited. He does, yeah, I was going to say, he's, he's actually... Uh, he's very excited to help yep. people in and out of the bedroom. Uh, tire selection, spring rate size, uh, or... Fake chowing. Fake chowing, whatever it is. He'll, yeah. he'll, uh, he'll line up and he'll help you out because uh, that's what he wants to do to you people, you know? He wants to help you out. Yeah, it happens. Congratulations to Kyle for winning the uh, Virginia Contest. $100 gift card that uh, we will lay out. No one will give us the gift card because they're all disgusted with us. So we got we to lay it out. Someone's got to sponsor the segment. Someone's got to. I don't know. We can try. Um, <laughs> let's see. Who would do it? Uh, X-Brand Goggles would do it. Yeah. W would do it. FMF Racing? Eh, probably not. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Michelin's too big of a corporate deal. They won't do it. Um, Worst Connection would. No? Eh. Maybe it's time for some outside sponsors. Yeah, so you, yeah. you listeners out there got a business, want to sponsor the show. Yeah. Hit up Mathis. Yeah. I mean, or, or you know, we are you sure that, you know, Kyle won, but do you want maybe Skippy to call him the TTR stars? Maybe he can. You can talk about can, pit racing. Pit racing. I feel like that was going somewhere, but he wasn't doing it quick <laughs> Dude, enough. We got to go. <laughs> We got we got, I got a four-hour drive. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, yeah, whether it's uh, Cooper Webb or Seiji, JT, or Austin Kuba, who is a gear alloy cold call, uh, we thank those guys for coming on. We thank our sponsors as well. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB, Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roos Graphics, and uh, Two Under, and Nitro Circus all on board with us tonight. And uh, and so were you guys. You were on board as well. And we thank you. Travis, thanks, bro. My wife said her work will sponsor the segment. Wow. Oh, yeah? It's a, it's a, it's called The Pretty Kitty. Perfect. See, that's perfect. It's a waxing boutique. <laughs> Done. Waxing boutique. There you go. Work out the price there, Matt. Can, can Kiefer get a free Brazilian? Uh, the Brazilian? The Brazilian? They, oh. they, <laughs> they don't actually do guys at her place. Bro. Oh, they don't? No. You, what do you mean they don't do guys? They don't do that's, guys. Don't that they like, have to? Don't, I mean, don't you want to make money? Yeah. Are there rules against that? <laughs> I don't know. They don't have to do anything they don't want. 
It's private business. Really? When did that go down? I thought it was America. You have yeah, to do bro. it. Yeah, bro. America. America. Yeah. If a guy wants a brozillion, he's going <laughs> to I want a bro down with a brozillion. You can get your manzillion. Um, <laughs> Silly. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Thanks to SwizzCore. Thanks to Moser for their help with the show. Uh, Moser uh, and his, uh, he put in extra work for the uh, Virginity Contest. We thank him on holidays. Yes. As well. And, uh, and Kiefer, just for the record, though, uh, you're on my side with this Pookie Mathis and I are. Uh, well, so we should yeah. do this before we leave. We got a little time. No, we don't have time. You got to hit the road. You gotta hit the, well, we got to get her up here. Pookie! Pookie, come up here! Pookie, come up here! Pookie, come up here! <laughs> See if she, I don't. Will she do it? Yeah. Will she talk about it? Why not? I don't know. She might. You know. Love this guy right here. Um, she's not coming. Uh, my wife said she'll make an exception for you. See? Oh, geez. there you go. I'm pretty. He'll do it. Don't say that because he really will go in. Yeah, because everything's shaved anyway. Everything's gone. Really? Oh yeah, gone. Sure. You gotta I shave everything. Out. You got to grow it out before you go in. Done. Yeah, it's bicked. Wow. You don't bick everything? Don't. That's too short. Too much time. Really? Oh, you got to trim. Do you just clip? Yeah, clip. Do you leave, do you shave, I mean, do you get the area underneath and everything? Yeah, or? I think I do a pretty good job, Kiefer, of it. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, we can ask Pook, but I'm going to do a pretty good job. But I, bicking is like, no. No, I get up all up in there. Like, I oh lift my, my leg and get up in the business and everything. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just bick everything. That all takes, up in that. And how long does it take you? Depends. Like I try to maintenance, so I don't have to take a lot of time. So if you maintenance yourself, it'll take you five extra minutes in the shower. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Because my hair's light, so it's not really dark. What's up, Pook? Hello, hello. Um, he bicks himself. He's whole he's, body. Oh. Yeah, it's gone. No hair. No, not your, oh. Yeah. That's right. Your, <laughs> your it's, a, it's a little prickly right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to make sure you're good down there, but. but oh no, it's this barren. So. The pretty kitty is not going to work for you. I'll grow it out. It's already pretty. Yeah. This is already pretty. It's soft and like silky. <laughs> yeah, it's done. So, what is the Brazilian then? <laughs> it's a back, too. Yeah. Oh, it's everything. That's rough. All the way back. Oof. Nice and, and, nice and but I get, up, I, I, get up, I get up in the business anyway. The thing you don't want to do. Shave your ball sack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing you don't want to do is shave your butt. Before you got to ride the next day because you got gnarly chafing bad. So a little, yeah, hair in, little hair in your butt prevents from chafing for all you guys out there. guy in the chat room says his wife uh, gets mad if he goes solo also. Thank you. Oh, okay. it's, it's just a thing. So we were talking about this. I know. Do you want to tell the story? No. Well, yeah, you tell it. Go ahead. Okay. We're just, it's, it's amazing how different men and women are. This is how different men and women are. Right. Do you want to get Heather on the phone? Yeah, I'm telling her right now. We need to call <laughs> She's her. probably in bed. Okay, so Poogie says to me the other night, hey, we never go to bed together anymore. Because she's been working really early, and I've been sleeping in, and then... And playing video games at night. And play video games at night. And then she goes to bed early, like 9 o'clock, 9.30. And so I... Uh, so she goes to me, hey... Call Heather. You, Sorry. Your, your mic's on. <laughs> okay. Um... You can't order them around like that. It gets bossy, too, by the way. You can't order them around anymore. Okay, so... Where am I at? So she goes, can we go to bed together? Yes. And I'm like, all right. She's like... So I'm kind of diddle-daddling. And then she's like, time for bed. Right. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not that tired. It's like literally 20 after 9. You know what I mean? I'm not... 
I wasn't mean like that. I'm like, no, hey, it's come time on, for let's bed. go to bed. It's time for bed. Right. Time for bed. So I go in the uh, bathroom to brush my teeth, wash my face, do my normal routine. She's like, what are you doing? No, I waited until your normal routine was done. Okay. And, and then that, all of a sudden I hear snip, 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 right. snip. So she's like, snip, snip. And I'm like, I'm she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I go, I'm cutting my toenails. No, I, I said, are you cutting your toenails? And oh, I said, oh, what are you doing? You said, what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Listen. Hey, Heather, Kiefer, what's up? Hello. How are you guys? We're good. Hey, um, Heather. So. Hi. I'm clipping my toenails and she's like, what do you, so whatever. They were long, like time to clip, right? right? I'm in the bathroom. I'm not doing it in bed. Yeah. I'm doing it in the bathroom in the privacy of the bathroom. And then, uh-huh. and then I go and uh, I'm washing my face or whatever. And I'm like, hey, like, like my eye, I got a couple of eyebrows that are kind of gnarly. And I'm like, oh, I got to <laughs> pluck those, right? Like, right. just trying to make myself look good. Yeah, yeah. She's like going, what are you doing? Like, time for bed. And, and then I get into bed and, she, and she, by the time they're clipping, she's like, forget it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Forget it. No, she's you like, never came out. And I said, okay, well, I'm done waiting for you. So I'm going to bed. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're like, huh? Pookie was, she wanted to, you know, right. get busy. Right. But. I, oh, so, just, so you were pampering yourself like a chick. Well, I didn't know she meant anything other than time for bed or let's go she, to. like. She didn't say we're getting down, babe. <laughs> she just said time for bed. So there's like, there's like a hidden agenda going on here. Like, okay. 12 years of marriage. Just drop it. Like, hey, you want to do it? I'm going to give you one tonight if you want. <laughs> You know, like easier mounting, always a good feature. Like, I don't understand how chicks and she's really mad at me. I get into bed. She was already (laughs) annoyed. Hey, she was already rolled over. She was done. Oh, done. And I get into bed and I she's and I was checking my phone Uh and she's like, what are you doing? Oh, boy. I was like, really? You're compounding it with the phone. But like Heather, like, do, do you just say to Chris, just, hey, let's do it. I mean, how am I supposed to? What? Read her time for bed. Like what? Tell us what. Tell, tell them what goes on in our household. Well, if if roll if the roles reverse, I hear it. Come suck on this dog and <laughs> things lay on the bed flap and around. So I'm like, okay, don't say okay. that shit. I totally believe that. I say dog. I don't say that. <laughs> yes, you do. Don't even lie. Oh my don't god, lie. that sounded horrible. So smooth, Keeper. It's so bad. irresistible. I'm my teeth, and I hear this. What are you doing? Come suck on this dog. And I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even so remember. that's your, it's time for bed. Wow. Wow. But that, you know <laughs> what? I'm trying to suck on a dog. <laughs> I'd prefer that because there's no lost messages. That's true. He, it's the, very the man, the man wants his dog sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just do this. Yeah. But Heather, like, so what do you do? What, like, yeah, time your, for bed? I'm supposed to know what this means all about? What, what this is all about? Mm, well... Don't? I don't know. I mean, I just I usually just roll over and grab his wiener, start rubbing his balls, and then game on. <laughs> God, this yeah, is yeah, going like so Yeah, but he's got to be in the bed first. He wouldn't even come to the bed. Here, here. Why do no. we bother asking the keepers? Why do we bother asking the keepers? <laughs> seriously, seriously, like terrible people to ask. It seemed more like the Rosettis were more on our wavelength. <laughs> we were talking just about said. this at dinner the other night. Yeah, so we were just talking about this with some another couple of ours, and they totally were on our side. The wife does that. The She's wife, like, yes, if I come down in a bra and panties and tell you, hey, I just took a shower. Don't just say, yeah, good for you. Like, yeah. get up. <laughs> right. The wife is like, you See, idiot. You I know? would never do it after a shower because Chris hates right after shower. Yeah, I don't oh, like he it. doesn't like doesn't the way like it's too feels. sticky. Yeah. yeah. But I, I agree. I think as a married couple, 12 years, there shouldn't be like, they should be like, hey, babe, uh, uh, I got you know, bra and panties or hey, I'm naked. 
And boom. Can he, I, can he, I, he ain't clipping no eyebrows. He's coming in. Can I tell you she had her nighty on? A nighty. Right. She slips in a nighty. Well, that should have been a hidden. Hello, that's like a get ready. No, the no, this is like a nightgown, like a yes, oh, not, not is, a nighty. No, 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 no. This is this is nineteen fifties <laughs> nighty. Like, yeah, but that doesn't matter. You never saw what I had on anyway. I was in the bed I'm, for like no, forty minutes waiting for you. No, I must have saw you walk around in it or something. You can't just say yeah, but that's not time for bed. And, and I mean, I'm like, okay, but I guess if, we'll go to bed. If on a normal basis, I'm not calling you to try to get you to come to bed with me, then that's a sign. If I'm okay. saying every night come to bed and then I get mad because you're lollygagging in the bathroom. So we've now established anytime she says time for bed, it is on. Right. So That's now it. you know. It's on. So now you know. Well, now it is after, you know, this whole And you'll never say time for bed ever again. discussion about <laughs> it's gonna it. It's going to be something de- different. Travis, what, what's your deal? What's your wife's deal? What's, He's what, a newlywed. That doesn't count. She's texting me right now and everything you're saying, she's like, oh my gosh, that's my life. Because I'm in the same way. I, like, I go to bed and I'm like on my phone. Or she'll be like, <laughs> are you coming to bed? And I'm like... Uh, maybe after this game, or let me finish up what I'm doing. Or... Clueless, <laughs> bro. Just... It's just your guy's brain. You can't help it. You're just you're. That's just... why you gotta just... go with the keeper way and just say, wow. "Let's yes. get this done." They're onto something. Let's right. keepers. Let's get this done. The keepers, like, yeah. let's just do it. No, we we shouldn't ask the keepers. It's terrible, Ter- <laughs> terrible. Uh... It is a different perspective, though. <laughs> terrible opinion. He's wagging his dog, and, and Heather's just grabbing him. Right. Right. I just got a text. Or, or I go upstairs and I'm like, babe, come that's up for right. a minute. And then that's the cue to come upstairs because Aiden's like busy doing something. So we've got like 10 minutes to like have some fun. Right. Because he's out scootering with the neighbor kids or whatever. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Make it count. I, I had no idea right. that, hey, time for bed means, you know. like I, I was on your side. I wouldn't not either. Yeah, thank I you. I wouldn't not. Thank you. And my, our buddy JR right. is also on my side. He's like, yeah, that just means time for bed. Yeah, well. Well, now well we time know. for bed. Well, now you know. Like, and some other stuff, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> just say it, though, bro, Heather. It's 12 years. Just say it. You know, say, what's, okay, your, what's, your, what's your wife's name? Courtney. 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 Just say it, Courtney. <laughs> yeah, Courtney. You know? Yeah, yeah Courtney, he goes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so, well, I mean, I'm just, yeah. So we've been debating this, and, and Pookie's kind of like, you know. He's kind of like, yeah, well, you know, you didn't get the obvious hint. Dude, Hints. by the time, by the time, like, when I was clipping the toenails, yeah. she was so disgusted with me. Yeah, your toenails, yeah, that's something different. <laughs> Not I mean, because of that, just because you were, lo- you were lollygagging. Not because you were just clipping your toenails. I mean. But because I was waiting. She goes, we never go to bed together. And I'm like, yeah, because it's quarter after nine. Right. I mean, she works early, so I'm not, yeah. you know, whatever. She works, she gets up at 5.30, some 6. 5.36 when you work at 7. Yeah, yeah. similar to me. Heather yeah. gets up before me. Yeah, so, I mean, I get it. You know, I'm okay. Yeah. But, uh, Heather, while we have you on the line, though, we've got to discuss something more serious, too. Uh, and Nate Nate wants to talk. Nate, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, bud? Hey, two things. I know you're wrapping up. Yes, uh, I've been married 16 years. We've got three little girls. Um, my wife does not like going solo for me to go solo. Right. Um, it's more of a respect thing for her. She's always willing if I am, so we're not kind of on the – we had that just with that. And then I guarantee if I do the dishes or anything around the house, I will get some no matter what. Oh, that's fantastic. So that's, yeah. that's the prep – yeah, that's a prep that you can do that's a guarantee. Oh, wow. Okay. I like it. Um, all, all right. right thanks, then. Nate. 
Appreciate it. Uh, Heather, uh, Kiefer was explaining earlier in the show that you get a little upset if he goes solo. Well, I don't get upset, but oh, not upset, when but. you think that you might be getting some, then you come home with a glide beat off like twice where you're gone. You're like, well, all right. Twice is a bit Thanks, much. <laughs> okay. Well, so that you didn't really explain it that way, I, well, Oh, she's acting like I, I, I would do it and then not bone her. That's wrong. I would still bone her. I'm just letting her know that I beat off. Okay, wait a minute. You don't need to let her know that. I know. I don't tell yeah. her every time, right, but sometimes okay. I just bring it up like, oh, yeah, I'd beat off today. I'm all right. Okay. And then she, and she's like, what, do you, what the F? Yeah, she'd be like, why you got to well, beat off? I don't off? get mad. You make it sound like I'm like all pissed He off. did. I'm he did. Mad. He said, he, mm. Travis, right? He said that Heather gets a little, what, what, what no, word did he No, he just use? said a little butt hurt. Yes. I think that was the exact word. Butt hurt? Yeah. yeah. When, See, babe? Yeah. Butt hurt is what you get. I don't get butt hurt. Oh, look how soft and nice you got right there. <laughs> I am nice. I was looking at Michael Phelps' body on the TV right now. Uh, talk about going solo. Jesus <laughs> Yeah, you like that? Uh, Skip, mm. Skippy, what's up? You got another TTR story? <laughs> no, no TTR. <laughs> what's up, bud? Uh, so I got an ex. She, uh, we split up. She, got, she went back to her ex, but she still calls me uh, for dick all the time, right? Sounds like a classic so, uh, girl. Yep, good start. No, yeah, well, I mean, it's 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 odd, but you know, I was nerded out about her. We split up, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, still railing her. But uh, I had like uh, I'm like having a railer in odd places, which is actually ridiculously hot. You know, I do a railer in the back of the truck by the lake. I try to make it romantic, you know, take her out to the lake, watch the sunset, you know, this and that. And mm-hmm. Do motos in the back of the truck. That's what we got. But uh, man, she's straight up just just not giving a fuck about this dude, and she just keeps calling me just. Still want it? I'm like, well, fuck it, fuck that guy, and whatever, you know. Uh, be careful. It, uh, what, what y'all think? Be careful. You don't know about that guy, and uh, I know plenty about him actually. <laughs> so great, Heather. Put Aiden in the bed. Heather, what do you think? Heather, what do you get think? out of here. <laughs> Jesus, welcome to my life, there, bro. Right, right. It's a school night now, Aiden. <laughs> no, they don't have school because of the damn fire. Hey. Is this guy still online? Yeah, Skippy, be yeah, careful, man, because you don't know what that dude's like. People are crazy nowadays. Dude, shoot you for that. And hey, there's some dudes in jail right now that are stoked that they killed some, you know, some dude over uh, their dude or their chick's vagina. So be careful. Yeah, be careful. Yeah, Skip. she's All over good. him. She's All just good. dumping for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks, good night. I'm Thank enjoying you. this. I'll keep it rolling. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Heather. Well. Up. I we mean, on, honestly, like, why did we ask the key first? Yeah, it was a terrible <laughs> idea to say, like, hey, do you guys have mixed messages? <laughs> hey, Kiefer. <laughs> are either of you ever not right sure? Name? Yeah, hey, Kiefer, are you guys, like, not want to do it? And Do you have mixed messages? Wrong people. No. Wrong people right. ask. Yeah. Yeah, you want some straightforward answers, you right. just come over ask here. Ask the key first. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So, all right. Thanks, Heather. And uh, he's leaving right now. So. All righty. Good night, guys. All right. Good night. See ya. Bye. Bye. Heather Kiefer. Yeah, it was a very terrible idea to ask the keepers. Yeah, she's on board. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> we should have got uh, the Courtney in. Yeah, that would have been C- good. Courtney Marks. Or D-Row. Yeah. Or D-Row or, or, yeah, or maybe D-V. <laughs> <laughs> Hear him yell about something or another. All right. Uh, well, Pookie, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Pookie. Is it time for bed? <laughs> Every five minutes for the last two days. Time for bed. Time for bed. Is it time for, <laughs> it time for bed? <sighs> oh my god! She doesn't know what to say anymore. She really doesn't know. Uh, that's it's great. She's nothing. It's not. So. How was your reunion? Good. Yeah. Uh, stressful. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad it's over. You didn't hook up with any guys. I didn't hook up with anybody. Right. All right. 
Didn't uh, happen for uh, me. So, no. right. Well, we discussed it <laughs> on the show yeah, last yeah. week. You're yeah. very worried about her leaving. Um, yeah, I, I don't like her leaving. Right. I don't like her going anywhere. So your right. decision to not get on a plane, it was it was okay. And I went and visited your mom for one night. Yes, which exactly. Awesome. Yes, which is worth it. And she brought back those uh, nacho chips. Oh, those are good. Yeah, so that was worth it, too. Um, all right, thanks, Pook. Later. Later, bro. Uh, Chris Kiefer uh, in, in the studio. Next week, um, Big Nasty. That's good. Big Nasty, Monday night with uh, the Ben Eagle Pickle Empire uh, man himself. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for Heather Kiefer. Thanks to Austin Kuba, Cooper Webb, Seiji, Jason Thomas. Uh, and, uh, yeah, again, thanks, Swisscore and Moser. Uh, Travis, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Let's get let's work on that app. But make sure you work on it on Pulp Show time. I have been so online. So I pay you Thank for you. both. Yep, yep, that'll work perfectly. You got it. Uh, half attention to both. Just give half attention. Nobody would have ever known if you wouldn't have said anything. Uh, I don't know, because we asked you a question <laughs> earlier, and you said, I don't know. I, I just didn't I know the know. answer to that particular question. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, yeah. When I say trap. Uh-huh. <laughs> he waved at you. <laughs> that was awesome. I remember that. That was funny. I love that story. <laughs> I can't get any respect around here. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll see you next Monday. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.